Here we go. Feel good. Friday, December 8th, the Pat McAfee Show. I'm AJ Hawk sitting in for Pat as he is down in Foxborough. Some big time people. Football is what's hey, going on all day, all weekend. Pat, I believe you're with us now. Finally, it's unbelievable. You've been scrambling back and forth across the screen. Are you with us here in Foxborough, set, ready to go? I am live in Foxborough from the College Game Day set. And although we are not bringing the whole showdown here, it's a damn shame. We got a lot of people in preparation of College Game Day tomorrow. I believe there's a damn howitzer over here. Now, oh. I don't know what crew it is. I believe they said 101F Alpha. I did not catch all of the, and I think we, I did not catch all of the lingo, but I do know there's a badass group over here with what seems to be the biggest cannon in Massachusetts. Okay. <laughs> then there's some folks that drove in from Michigan here to celebrate the weekend. There's some army families here. There's some Navy representation here. It is, uh, it is going to be a glorious couple of days here at Gillette Stadium in beautiful Foxborough, Massachusetts, which is not an easy town to get to. Nope. Got to fly to another town. Got to drive to Foxborough. As you're driving in, you just feel America kind of baptized over your skin. Yeah. I saw a couple of different stores. Saw a nice big gun store. Saw a weed store. What? Saw some Patriot stuff. What? Drove through Patriot Place. Met some <laughs> local law enforcement who obviously have these sweet hats and great actors. Sense. Mm -hmm. It's an honor to be here celebrating that country right there for the next 24 hours, AJ. And uh, the weather is a lot better than I could have imagined. Ooh. Now, the sun is shining. It is December. It's like 40-something turning into 50-something. Okay. I only got thick jackets. I think I'm going to be sweating my ass off tomorrow because they're saying it's getting up to 60 here. Wow, the gods nice. are shining on Army-Navy, the 124th edition of the game. And, uh, yeah, I'm lucky to be here, AJ. But let's not talk about tomorrow. Let's talk about the team that calls this stadium home. Yeah. Let's talk about the New England Patriots going into Pittsburgh last night and beating the shit out of the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> AJ, I know there's a scene in the studio, so I'll let you take it from here. But Town Diggs has got to be worried about the future of his program, of his franchise, right. and I've never seen him look better with that Mac Jones jersey on. Mm. Way to go, Town. It's a great jersey and um you know after last night which was not a surprise that team has been outgamed and outgained in every single game except for one they are the second worst team in the nfl behind the carolina panthers neutral field they may be you know it may, it may be a pick em. um this is a great jersey i'm actually thinking about switching to the Patriots side to be honest with Ooh. you after last night uh, i might just oh. keep this jersey so yeah, that's how disgusted we are uh, in in Pittsburgh. Uh, everyone, I've talked to, I pulled the entire city. We are disgusted. We are tired of it. We are done with it. Um, and if what does that mean? What if, does that mean? What does that mean? If there is not wholesale changes throughout the order, like what? What are you, who are you calling for? Whose Every job are you coming after? Owner, GM, what? coach, what? all the players. What? What? Every player. That's gonna be tough. I heard there was a, uh, a an Iron City beer salesman last night who wasn't giving their all. They could get out too. Uh -oh. Okay, if you're not giving your all, hundred percent, you're done. Okay, that's just that where ain't we happening are. in Iron City. Don't you start saying because the Steelers stink at football that all of a sudden the people in Iron City aren't giving the hundred percent. No, no, we know that Mongo. I see, I see light. 
and actual Iron City are going 100% all day, every day, no matter how bad Mitchell Trubisky looks at E throwing a football. Oh. No matter how bad a defense looks against Bailey Zip on the ball, Zappy, who's yeah, just yeah. slinging it all over the place to Juju Smith-Schuster. Don't you start bringing down other proud Pittsburgh companies because what's on the field at Akersher is crop. Trash. No, no, no. Absolute I, garbage. I didn't explain that good enough. I, of course, Iron City is going to be incredible. It was going to be great. I was talking about, I heard one of the, the salesmen, one of the one of the ushers was not giving its all towards selling that beautiful Pilsner of a beer. Okay. That's uh, what I'm saying. Everyone needs to give their all. Oh. But didn't you think, hey, Pat, uh, didn't you think this was eerily close? To, when I'm sitting there late in the game, it's 21-18. I'm thinking, here we go. This is another Steelers, Tom Wynn type win. This is what they do. They find a way. This is this is how they're built. Tone, I would imagine you were you were pretty hopeful too at that point when it is 21-18. Looks like we have a chance to win this game. Then when you get beat, all of a sudden your your dreams are crashed. Here we go. Let's fire everybody. You can't do that. No, no, no. I I'd give Whoa, up. I, yes, you can. I, I'd given up long before that. I was not watching that game at that point. Why would I leave that piece of shit bull still on when when I when the Steelers Whoa. weren't going to show up? Why would I show up for them? No, I wasn't watching. Still, no, no. I heard it was a good ending, but I wasn't. No. Oh, mama, I'm in fear It was a moment. You know, that yeah. guy that uh, is in sticks has no idea how to twirl the towel. That might have been the reason why <laughs> it didn't happen. Yeah. He, he had it in his left hand. He was kind of facing the boys. He's like, I didn't know they did this. You need a little film study, right? Stuff. You need to see, watch yeah. a few clips, I think, before you show up on site, maybe. Yeah, and the official uh, terrible towel twirler of last night, she brought her best. Mm -hmm. Renegade sang the shit out of that national anthem. Mm -hmm. Sticks tried their absolute best mm -hmm. to do their thing, and it was a game late. And con man, yeah. I don't want to ask this question because there are a few Patriots fans just kind of lingering through this parking lot because we're at Gillette Stadium, but sure. I know that late last night as that game was winding down, you were secretly hoping that instead of on fourth and two for a 50-50 ball being called sure. mm -hmm. uh, to Mitchell Trubisky, to Deontay Johnson, and earlier in the game in field goal range on fourth down going for it, instead of saying eight points probably at a premium, this is the lowest total in history, mm -hmm. even though mm -hmm. the over hit, mm -hmm. we don't kick a field goal here, we go for it, we don't get it, that changes everything. Connor, you were secretly hoping that the Pittsburgh Steelers would win that game last night. Is, is that an accurate oh, yeah. testimony uh, of how you felt last night? 100%. Yeah, I, I kind of came to grips with it after that first touchdown to Ezekiel Elliott where they walked down the field on the opening drive. Like, okay, this feels like that Patriots game in prime time. Almost like a Bill Belichick, hey, we, we got to win this game strictly for the fact that it can't be against the Steelers and you can't get embarrassed on prime time after having next week's game flexed out of Monday Night Football. But, I mean, it was a total team effort. I will say when TJ Watt got kneed what? in the mouth by <laughs> Zeke on the first play, I went immediately to live bet the Patriots because we know the record without TJ. I don't think they've won a game without him on the field, even though he did come back. But you mentioned that cannon behind you being the biggest cannon in Massachusetts. I think it's safe to say the biggest cannon in Massachusetts is hanging between the legs of <laughs> Bill Belichick. And I, for one, am happy in the end when we're talking long game here with the Patriots because it does seem as though this hopefully did kind of reaffirm. And Hunter Henry, two touchdowns. He, he played unbelievable. 29th birthday, two touch. You got to love it. But this game reaffirmed, I would hope, to everybody like, yeah, 
at a two and ten, Bill Belichick can get the Patriots to this point where they come out not only hot, but then they hang on to the lead in the end. The defense they had a few you know moments that were tough, but they ended up you know figuring it out in the end. That fourth and two stop you mentioned, Mac Wilson was unbelievable at least mm-hmm. at kind of the rush to QB spy. He did it again here where it's like a little rush, and then he's right there, right by the ball. Uh, But no, it it was a total team effort. Now, did I want to win? Absolutely not. Was I mentally prepared to wear Pat Fryermuth jersey today? Yes, and he is a Massachusetts boy, so I was completely okay with doing that. But it is a bummer. Um, But as we kind of think about this draft and – you know, where the premium players are going to be, I've kind of worked myself into, you know, four and lower I'm okay with. And right now we're at three, uh, and I do believe the Cardinals are going to win another game so we can get back down to two. But, yeah, you can't feel uh, too happy if you're the Pittsburgh Steelers on fourth and two throwing a deep ball to Deontay Johnson when Mitch Trubisky is Mitch Trubisky. But, uh, I mean, a respectable game from a respectable franchise, I, I-, I- I could be happier with the two overall pick, but I'm happy in the sense that hopefully Bill Belichick is confirmed the guy going forward. We'll be talking to Bill Belichick tomorrow on College Game Day. He's yes. a celebrity guest pick. Cannot wait for that. Awesome. And if you look at the slate of games uh, for tomorrow, there's only one. So <laughs> if he's celebrity guest picker, what does that mean? Oh, you know what that means. Yeah. Probably get a chance to chit-chat with old Bill Belichick oh, a little bit. And you talked about... You know, uh, the cannon that he has and that he walks around with every single day. I was talking about non-human cannons, and I actually got the official title here. Shout out to Ruhlman walking over to the lads over here and getting the official title. It's the M777 Howitzer from the 101 Field Artillery A&C Battery from Danvers and Fall River, Massachusetts. Appreciate the hell out of you, boys. Shout out Fall River, Chris Harris. Can they fire it off while you're there today? It's facing Gillette Stadium, so I, I you know, let it I don't rip. know if now's let it rip. I don't know if now's the time to shoot it off. It's a beautiful stadium, you know. Robert Kraft has obviously invested a lot. Drove through Patriot Place. It's beautiful. AJ, what were your thoughts on last night? Just like you and I were texting a little bit, and um, shootout. We both had these, yeah. We both had these fantasies of a shootout, maybe because the lowest total in thirty years in the NFL is stupid. So, like, whenever you hear that, you think to yourself. This could be the complete opposite of that. And at the beginning, oh, my God, we're about to have this. Now, Boswell has to hit from like 56, and the Patriots just walk down there and do their thing. They had 21. I mean, that over hit in the first half, AJ. What was your thoughts watching that game, and how do you kind of take everything away from it? Yeah, well, Al, uh, he mentioned that uh, in the game. Hey, we knew after the first half a lot of people could calm down a little bit, and they figured out that that over already hit. But I, I told the boys when I came in today, this felt like a Patriots win. If you start right here, the, the show, the play we're showing, Zeke, like everyone, Bailey Zappi played very, very well. Yeah. But I think everybody else kind of stepped up as well, and they all kind of did things. Like here, Zeke could have, you know, another game, someone could have pushed him out of bounds. You, you could stop him the one or two. Hunter Henry coming up big, making making some huge catches for Bailey Zappi. Juju make catching that deep ball early, like everybody kind of did their job and did what they were supposed to do and scored when you're supposed to make out of the catches you should. And I think that's like just a straight Bill Belichick Patriots type win when I look at it. Yeah. How come they can't do it all season? I you know. know. How come 
How come it wasn't until week 14 kickoff against the Pittsburgh Steelers that we really see this Patriots team go and the Bill Belichick effect really hit the offensive side as opposed to the defensive side, con man? Why is that? I mean, I'm not sure. I I feel like the short week probably helped New England, uh, especially because this is Bailey's second start. So maybe that has something to do with it. I mean, it's a pretty easy answer. They were playing the Pittsburgh Steelers. The team stinks. Okay, that's why they couldn't do it all season long. They're above 500. They're above 500. Sure, playoff team. Playoff you team are what you, you are what your record is, but when you get outgained by every single game in a, every single game except for one, and then you lose in back to back weeks to teams with two wins, you are not a good football team. You are a fugaze, and their record <laughs> shouldn't be what it is. It should be two and eleven, whatever. That's what it should be. How do you feel with that jersey on? You look pretty good, actually. The blue, especially yeah. with this new tone body you got. I don't hate it, to be honest with you. You know, it's. I feel like a winner today, which is, you know, something I don't always or normally feel like. <laughs> do you speak for all, all of Steelers fans? Like, I think you, so. Honestly, do you think the majority of Steelers fans, their whole fan base, are they kind of fed up? Like, oh, as you said, yeah. not wholesale changes. Do they actually want... Tom went out of there? Yeah, it was trending last night, so I would I mean, think so. Well, they got screwed, hey, too. Thanks. Yeah. Hey, hold on, Connor. I'm so sorry. But remember, I don't want to be like the, whoa, remember what I said guy. Uh-huh. Okay? Don't like to be that guy. Uh-huh. Especially in this particular profession, a lot of the things that come out of our mouths on a day-to-day with where stories are, we'd like people to forget that we ever said them. You know, because yes. in the moment, what we're thinking doesn't necessarily add up sometimes to what happens a week or two weeks later. Sure. But there was a time early in this season. I forget what week it was, but I, I don't want to say I was the one who said it. But like I did say, mm-hmm. hey, from the read that I got from the Pittsburgh people that I follow and I'm friends with who are loyal to the Steelers to their core. Diehard Yinzers would take a bullet for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Those people exist in Pittsburgh in abundance. It's why the Steelers are, uh, you know, a storied franchise and one of the most popular in the world is because fodders, 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 mm-hmm. fodders, 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 fodders have been Steelers fans. The town's happiness goes how the Steelers go. And it's been like that for a hundred years in Pittsburgh. That is just what Pittsburgh is. So I happen to know a lot of those people because I grew up in Pittsburgh, as did Nick and Diggs. This year felt different. This year felt different with those people who would jump in front of the M777 howitzer (laughs) if it was being fired at the Pittsburgh Steelers or at Mike Tomlin. And this was early in the year. This was, they were kind of fed up with the shits, Mm -hmm. you know, a little bit earlier in the year. So now after this happens, back-to-back losses to teams that only had two wins, teams that are no longer in contention or in conversation, especially happening in Heinz Field, the artist's formerly known as Heinz Field, Ackershire Stadium. It's like this has been brewing almost all season, Tone, don't you think? Yeah, it has. And the only reason like that it hasn't reached an extreme fever pitch, I think, until now is because of the record. And they hadn't lost two in a row, I believe, until now. So it's like when you're not on a losing streak, it's hard. But like when you like when you just look at the product on the field, and if you're you've been a Steelers fan your entire life, you could You've watched football your entire life, and you can look at the product on the field and say, "This is not like this is not a good football team." It's just the record. They've won some really close games where they were out and stuff like that. So it hasn't. <clears throat> sorry, it hadn't reached choked the fever up. pitch that it, yeah. it that it was. But I saw a stat. Hi, is he choked up right there? Yeah, a little bit, <laughs> a, little bit. <laughs> a little bit, very bummed out. Pretty bummed say. out. But mm-hmm. uh, I believe I saw a stat earlier today, Pat. I'm going to ask you: Do you, 
You know who has more playoff wins, I think, in the last 10 years between the Pirates and the Steelers? The Pittsburgh Pirates and the Steelers? Playoff? The Pirates have never been to the playoffs, have they, the last the, 25 the, years? They, they, they have. <laughs> they have the same number of wins in the last 10 years. I think it's, it's either one or three or so, whatever it is. That but, can't be real. The Pittsburgh yikes. Pirates aren't a real team. Exactly. That's not real. Exactly, and that's what we're talking about. That's what I had to wake up with this morning and realize – yeah, I mean it's it's done. It's over. I mean it was a great run, but I mean there's it's time. You got to transition from a Hall of Fame quarterback. Can't you have a little bit of time to figure that out? Yeah, they did. I mean it's been three years now. Hasn't been that long. Yeah, yeah. man, Big Ben has a lasting impression. You think the Steelers? You still feel like Big Ben's under center, don't you, Ty? Well, yeah, well, that's absolutely. Because how bad they've been. Exactly. Yeah. Well, he was there. Like, yeah, I think I, mean, that, I think that's when you you know how things have really gotten bad. I mean, we've heard how Tony has talked about. Mason Rudolph, you know, for the last however many years, and you got everyone in the stadium chanting for him to get in the game <laughs> right. last night. It's like, all right, how, how did we get here? But then you look at Mitch play, and it's like it's hard to it's hard to really fault him for for wanting to just you know get something different going. And then obviously, you know, close but no cigar. I, I don't know. It's crazy. It was crazy watching that game last night because it really did. You, it was almost like. You know, you you look at at Zappy and and Connor. You know, kind of intimated this this morning. You didn't exactly say it word for word, but you go from, you know, hey, I want the number two overall pick. I want Drake May or Caleb Williams or whoever. To after last night, it's like, hey, maybe maybe Zappy's the guy <laughs> yeah. for the future. <laughs> Throw this guy a contract, Could maybe be. like try to lock him up before he he's looking for like yeah. a two hundred fifty million dollar deal. Yeah. 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 I mean, he got blanked in the second half, but yeah. Uh, Pat, what did you think? We were talking about this before. What the hell happened on that punt yeah. yes. false start that should have been okay. neutral zone? Okay, so let's talk about this. I'm happy that we're getting a chance to chat about this because this is something that happens every single game. And if you could pull up Chuck Pagano's tweet about it, I think this is yeah. a very real reason. So classic Bill Belichick to alert the officials before game to look for this in this exact situation. It's why he's the GOAT. Now, a lot of people responded uh, to Chuck and said some negative things. Like, how's that fake punt, Chuck? You know, and all that type of stuff. But this this is very real. So like before games, the coaches will talk to the refs and they'll say, hey, our film study tells us that number 21, he holds a lot whenever we're doing goes. So just keep an eye out for it, please. You know, just like a little seed, you're kind of dropping in there. Special teams, it happens on a very regular basis because there's minute things that are against the rules, but they can't really tell unless they're spotlighted by a coach or by a special teams coordinator. This is a Bill Belichick special. So it could even be if the holder moves his hand forward whenever he says set, that's illegal. But if the coach tells the ref that, hey, we have noticed this, this is something that we think is not fair, then the refs are going to keep an eye on it. So for Koontz, here's a snap from earlier in the year. Okay, now this is on uh, singles uh, uh, cadence or whatever it is. Look how he looks back. All right, we all set, goes down, snaps the ball. Now, they, it was fourth and three. So any team that has less than five is obviously going to attempt some, you know, little Tom fool, foolery. Yeah. Happens on offensive side, happens in special teams. That's the way it goes. So they were going to go on a double set. Okay. So the Patriots had a read on this. Boom. His head right there. That was a move by Christian Kuntz to try 
to make them jump. Like that is exactly what that was. And if it wasn't for Bill Belichick telling them about this, I don't think the refs call it. But as soon as this happens, Bill Belichick reminds the refs, I assume, Joe Judge reminds the ref and says, hey, he's not allowed to move his head abruptly before the snap. That is not his normal snap. We saw what it was. That is an attempt to draw us off sides. That's not legal. And if you look in the rule book, it's not. So like that is exactly what that was against any other coach against any other team that doesn't pay attention to special teams as much or doesn't care as much. I would assume that's not called, but that was certainly something that Bill Belichick brought to the attention of those refs or Joe judge brought to the attention of those refs for that exact moment. Presley Harvin was jacked up their entire special teams. Danny Smith was jacked up because obviously you feel like you're helping your team win. And this was the goal of the play. The Steelers, you know how quick they were to jump because that's exactly what they practice hey as soon as they come into that neutral zone you touch them this is a penalty so do i like the call no at not at all like he should be able to move his head all he wants but that's not their normal cadence normally he looks back he looks down he snaps it so when he lifts his head up that was an attempt to draw them off sides it happened you should be able to do that but by the letter of the law you're not and it was certainly something that was spotlighted by the patriots Pat, so if that I, makes sense it does make sense i'm glad how you, you laid it out like that so would there ever be a time though where that snapper say it's they're trying to take a delay a game where he looks up down up down a couple times and it looks almost like we saw from last night it, does that ever happen like would they have a cadence like that as well though to where it does look like it did last night where, like a milk it type thing where yeah. they're just kind of hanging on? Yeah. I mean, maybe. But, but if, it, like, is that an abrupt move? Team, is it up to the ref, though, to say, hey, is this an abrupt, like, jerk of his head? Or is this, that doesn't look like an abrupt, super jerky movement to me. But look, if, I bet you Bill even had film of what he normally does. Go back to what he did against Green Bay. Yeah. I bet, like, I bet you Bill even yeah, showed him. Hey, this, like is his, this is his normal looks down. Mm -hmm. Bill. Yeah. This right. is his normal. I bet you they even show like that. Though, that's how those conversations go pregame. Mm -hmm. Like that is Nuts. legitimately how it is. Like people used to come after me because whenever I would give field goal cadence, I would, huh, you know, hand forward. They actually made a rule. You cannot go towards the line of scrimmage with your hand. So I just had to open it, literally staying in the same exact place. Walt Anderson called me for uh, offsides in when we were in London. And if you check the tape, I did nothing, but he was alerted that I will hard count and I'll move my hand towards the thing. It's like all these minute details that in a special teams game that you can gain an advantage. And if they're not spotlighted by the other team, they will never get called. So like, this is just, that's just classic Patriot football right there. You know, yeah. like just like how we tried to run a fake punt against them and get them. Mm -hmm. And we ended up looking stupid. Sure. Like the Steelers tried, you know, they tried mm -hmm. to do something to the Patriots. And I bet you Bill even told him, like, hey, when he moves his head, you go. Like, so the Steelers are telling their guys, if they come, touch them, that's a penalty. And Bill's probably telling them, hey, as soon as they move, you go. It was not a good night for special teams for Bill, though. No. It was not a good night. You know, they had, a, as I go oh, oh, on the screen there, I don't know if you go. can still hear me or not. Yep. yep. Can yep. you still hear me? Yeah. yeah. We got you. Hey, when the screen goes blank, can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Okay, so I'll just keep talking uh, over the blank screen. That looks better anyways than uh, how I, I, I currently am presented. But, like, that, they had a late hit. They had a block punt. Yep. If that would have happened, I mean, that would have been the most opposite New England thing. But, like, what Chuck tweeted is exactly the case. It's just...
So that's a little mind. Like, go ahead. Sorry, if the Patriots do not come across the line, then just, that thing, the play just goes on, right? You don't think they call that false start? He gets false start problem. You think they still call it even if they don't move? Would the refs actually still call that? I think so. Yeah, because Bill, Joe, Bill, and yeah. Joe probably telling them. Hey, and you think the refs, false. you think pregame the refs are talking, like whichever ref heard it first from Bill, hey, this long snapper, look for this. Do you think they're all going in secretly covering the mics? Hey, do you guys, uh, what's their long snapper do? Is it up twice? What is it? What's their normal movement? We got to make sure it's not different tonight. They're all in that meeting. It's the, whoever would be in charge. Of, what is it? Side judge? I don't know who the, yeah, the I guess su- it would be a side judge. The side judge hey, on um, the New England side was the guy that threw the flag in that replay. What, what so, didn't help the optics but, of it for the refs was that 48 puts his hands on his helmet like, oh, I just messed up yep. really bad. I'm an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. And then Bill's like, hey, pal, I got you. Don't worry. Don't you worry about it. Listen, yeah. you just do exactly what I told There's a man on the stage right now who has a dog who's 10 years old and he was at that game last night. I don't know if he left or not. Kirk Herbstreit was just sitting right here. I would actually like to get his kind of take on this entire thing. Hey, is Kirk over there still? Kirk. Come on, Kirk. Uh, ben will come. Kirk, can you come here? Do we have an extra mic? Do we have one extra mic Ben's here 10 somewhere? Years old. Ben looks good for 10. Yeah. Hey, yeah, his birthday is today. Wow. Oh, today. Birthday, ben. 70 years old. Really? I, I tried to uh I tried to sneak him um mm. I tried to sneak him a bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich, you know, oh, but that nice. ain't the way. Oh, I thought you were that ain't the way Ben Hurst something rolls. else to get him some sleep. I thought. Yeah, well, oh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not putting any ambient in the guy. What are you? Drugging him? What are you wrong with no. you? Not that. What is wrong no. with you, dude? No. My guy got this thing. I don't know if we're ready for this. Oh, there hey, you go, Kurt. Kurt. Wow, looking good, Kurt. Kurt wow, looking good, Kurt. Kurt. Can you hear the boys? Yeah, I, I can hear. I don't know if your mic's on. Hold on, he'll get turned on here in a second. Hi, y'all. Nothing. No. 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 You look good, though. Sure. Maybe sign language. You know sign language? Tone Diggs' baby knows sign language. Yep. Tone, what's this mean? More. Ooh, good. Yep. More. 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 There I am. Here I go. Hey, 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 boy, hey, Kirk. hey. hey fellas. Hey, Kirk. How are we doing? Boy, Kirk. Hey, Kirk. How's you guys doing? Lancey's favorite son. Hey, all right. Straight. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're Tallahassee's they favorite son. They love me. They love Mike Greenberg. You know, Mike Greenberg has uh, mm-hmm. taken a stand for them. They obviously hate us. We're talking about the offsides on Kuntz. The snapper. I, I didn't get that. So that's clearly something that Bill and Joe Judge told the refs. Uh, okay. And said, okay. hey, that's not his normal move. If he does Man, that, what it's a an difference. That's a game changer. Change a game. I mean, it, I, I was like, wow. You don't see the Patriots jump off at a critical moment on fourth and three late in the game. Lock, to, punch, to late hit. And yeah. That. Yeah. That yeah. But but as a special teams guy, forget about if, if Coach Belichick talked to him about that or Joe Judge. What, what do you think of the call? I mean, I, I feel Stand, like that. Got called against me. So, so, like, there's rules. Yeah. Those little things, like, the holder isn't allowed to move his hand forward. Get it. It has to stay still. Yeah. Like, if you move your hand forward, technically, they could call it against you. But they, that's what I'm saying. Like, that was the first that. quarter. I, I just don't see that being called. Yeah, you're saying that in that critical moment. Critical is moment. I agree. I agree completely with you. But I think this is just another spotlight on Bill playing chess. Yeah, absolutely. Chess. Absolutely. He played basketball last night, Bill. He played. did. He did. And how about the way the game started with Bailey Zappia? Here we are thinking, all right, you know, it's going to be a lot of field goals, low-scoring game. Somebody forgot to tell Zappi. I mean, he came out, and and I thought Bill O'Brien's plan that they had, where they were getting the ball out to the uh, to the backs. This is a big throw early to Juju Smith. You know, they don't have a great group of receivers that do a good job of of separating. Even that, I mean, what a catch! You know, that's what he's been known for throughout his career, going against his former team. Just the strength of the hands to be able to come back and make a play on that football. So. 
Incredible. Uh, Zeke Elliott gets an opportunity, makes some big plays, not so much uh, running the football, but catching the ball out of the backfield. Steelers have had so many injuries to their off-ball linebackers, so there wasn't a lot of depth there, so they were attacking some inexperience, but heck of a plan. And, you know, for a team that's 2-10 and 10, and they're used to being 10-2, and two, I, I was just blown away by the energy that the Patriots played with. I, You know, if I were a Patriots fan, I know it's a, a disgusting year for – for a lot of people, yep. but and it I, hurts their draft position. But uh, no, but I just mean from a competitive standpoint. Yeah, you know, and AJ's been there. You've been out there. You know, when your team's going through that kind of year, that defense is playoff caliber, and the offense just hadn't been able to get it done. And just to show up and play with that kind of spirit, I'm just a fan of the sport. I, I was. I was loving that. And on the opposite side, Tone Diggs has already called for Ooh. mass exodus. Everybody. And the Steelers yep. aren't happy. But let's I, I have one question for you before the boys have a bunch for you, yeah. Herbie. And thank you for joining us on yeah. this. This guy's works his ass off, by the way. Hell yeah. Thank you, Herbie. So do you guys. Well, of course, but you legitimately <laughs> travel the world, our entertainment football-wise. We appreciate you. Al Michaels and you had a conversation last night and Al Michaels was very no tie by the way shout out 2 and 10 yeah. playing in the game of course no, not. obviously not going to but like <laughs> he said anybody that says they know what's going to happen here in New England next year is lying nobody knows what's going to happen so anybody that thinks they have a leak or a source or he was like very adamant, adamant. about that in yeah. the booth he was. why do you think he was so adamant about that and i found that to be a pretty big deal because of all the chatter about who's Running this stadium in the future is more special. Yeah, it's a huge, yeah, obviously a huge story in the NFL. Now there's a lot of speculation about the future of Bill Belichick. They're always going to be speculation. I mean, when Nick Saban was struggling, you know, a few years ago, people were speculating that this is the end. And even with Bill Belichick, you go back, whatever it was, uh, the year that they were ready to move him on and Brady was, uh, you know, away and then he came back and Brady was done and then they went in the Super Bowl. Um, I, I don't know. I just think that uh, Al knows some things. He's got relationships with people that that have a, a B uh, in in front of their name as far as the the amount of money that they have saved, and and he is very tight with a lot of people and and in the know. And I think the one thing he wanted me to know in the car on the way over to the stadium was whatever noise is out there. Just trust me on this. The people that think they know, they don't know. And he must have said that in the car four or five times. So I said, okay, mental note, people don't know. And then we got on the air and he said, he said, he reiterated it, like you said, two or three more times. So like his point is, I don't think that, that, that Robert Kraft or Bill Belichick even know what's happening. So if they don't know what's happening, how can anybody else know? What's happening? Well, Con Man has at least some thoughts and ideas. He thinks last night was a big night for Bill, don't you, Con Man? Yeah, Kirk. It feels like last night was one of those times where it's so loud on the outside, and like the Patriots mm -hmm. kind of came together around that noise. And you heard Jabril Peppers right after the game, like, "Hey, we need to get this win for Bill because we don't appreciate how everyone has kind of been talking sure. about them from, yep. you know, from jump." But uh, with Belichick, now obviously I'm someone who is in the camp that wants him to stay, but if he yep. were to leave, do you think that this is a situation where it's like, hey, you know what, Bill, you did a lot for us, like we'll just let you go, you know, do do what you want, go where you want to go, we won't stop you, or do you think this would be some sort of Sean Payton Saints situation with the Broncos where it's like, hey, we're not just going to let Bill walk out the door, like you're going to have to give us something for this guy, and with, with that being said, do you think this is a draft where if you're not in those, you know, one, two, three slots that you might get kind of not screwed, but you might not get those like premium top tier quarterbacks that are there? 
I, I think it's the latter, if there is anything. I think Bill Belichick's earned the right, and I'm sure that, that Robert Kraft feels the same way, that they, they would be a mutual understanding. I, I don't I just could never imagine the organization saying, hey, it's been real. Thanks for all you did. Take care. I, yeah. I, 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 it's impossible to imagine that being an option as we're thinking about it. I, if anything, there was a reminder last night is he hasn't forgotten how to coach football. You know, and, and if he gets a quarterback and you get yep. some playmakers, you got tight ends, you got it all, you know, you can always improve up front. If you get a Jaden Daniels, and I think Jaden Daniels to me is going to be the steal of the draft. I know you you can tease me about Jaden Daniels. Yeah, he gave him the Heisman. I, yeah, but, right. I, but I'm, I remember. I'm just saying that as you get ready, you guys. Well, have, he uh, forced Florida State out of the college football playoffs. Yep. Son of a bitch. And then he gave Jaden Daniels the Heisman. All right. All Interesting. Right. This guy. Can I just say this? Can I just say this? Defenders. All of you guys are going to have all your NFL gurus on for the draft, and they're all going to fall in love with Whoa. Drake May, and they're all going to fall in love with, with Caleb Williams. And I'm just telling you, as we sit here right now, before their personal workouts and the combines workout, the guy to look out for is Jaden Daniels. With the way the NFL game is trending, the style that it is with the quarterback, the ability to create and improvise and and, and throw the ball on the run and, and just be that guy – it's Jay, to me, Jaden Daniels, as you say, if you don't have the first or the second pick, I don't know where he'll go when he's done with his workouts, but you put him in that stadium Ooh. with Bill Belichick and with that defense, and you get a weapon or two to go with those tight ends. There's a lot oh, to like. There, there's a lot. There's a lot to like. Hey, so I'm with, with you, man. I hope he's back. Hey, will you hang out with us here for a few minutes? Yeah, whatever you want. We're about to talk to the biggest story in golf. You got it, man. Ladies and gentlemen, a man who is not only a multiple time major winner, a man who's an inspiration, but he is the talk of the golf time for the decision that he made, not only professionally, personally, and everything. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us, the newest member of the Live Golf Tour, John Robb. Yeah, <laughs> How you guys doing? Hey, uh, hey! I think you're gonna have to. I think you're gonna have to move that camera just a little bit because it's either me or Herbie. I appreciate you. That's my dog right there. Are you not standing today? Come on. Well, listen. It was a little chilly out here. Rob, I was sitting down. There's a heater under here. Herb Street's here also. He might ask you a question or two in the middle of this. But we would like to say from our entire program and all of our families and all of our friends, congratulations, bro. Yeah. yeah Thank you. Um, let's let's dive into the conversation now. So you've been very cordial throughout this entire thing with the development of Live, you staying in PGA. A lot of PGA golfers were potentially taking pot shots. You've always remained high road. I'm here to play golf. I'm here to compete. How long has Live been trying to uh, like kind of recruit you over there? And what was the determining factor in the end? Because you're best golfer on earth. This is a massive swing for this live golf tour. And how long has this been taking place? And what was the determining factor you think, John? Well, so I had my agent under strict instructions and I told him until you think this is a really good idea for me, don't bring it up. Uh, so I do believe they were talking to them for actually since the beginning of, of live golf, they just never brought it up to me. And, uh, you know, this year with uh, I, we thought it was good timing, right? With uh, winning a major, being exempt for the majors, having made a quite a big, bigger name for myself after the golf that I've played the last few years, uh, we thought it was good timing, and, and that's when they brought it up to me. Um, you know, the the landscape of golf is ever changing right now, especially the last few years. And uh, after seeing 
live golf in action and seeing what they have to offer. You know, being part of a team is is so nice that uh, it, it became it obviously became um, a, a possibility. Now, I'm not going to duck the question and I'll say it. Listen, obviously, the money is very, very nice. I'm not going to give you the yeah. whole spiel. OK, yeah, I, still yeah. Don't play golf for, for the golf. I don't Why play golf for, for money. But but as a father, as a husband, as a family man, I do owe it to my family to set them up the best I can. And luckily, I have the possibility. So, yeah, that was a big part of it. Uh, that's obviously I, uh, we appreciate it. Uh, hold on. I'm so sorry. AJ, hold on. I'm so sorry. A uh, lot of numbers being reported. Are any of them accurate? <laughs> I'm not going to comment on that. <laughs> Come on. Congrats. Go ahead, AJ. Sorry, buddy. John, we hear there's a, a December 31st deadline uh, for between Liv and the PGA to figure something out, I guess, what they agree to terms on a merger. But do we have any clarity of what the future may look like? Is there a merger? Where will everybody be playing a couple years from now? And do you have any information on that? So... Obviously, because of the nature of us having certain negotiations with Live Golf, uh, I've maintained a little bit of an absence when it comes to all that. I didn't want to be all up in PGA Tour's business if I was ever going to live. I just didn't feel like that was right. So I'm not up to date. Uh, all I can say is that I hope whatever's happening behind closed doors is the best for the players and for the game, both sides. Right? I want the best product and the best golf for us and the and the fans as well right so whatever that may be i don't know what it is that's for the experts to decide i want i want the people to have something better to watch okay for your golf game you know i saw brooks welcome you back obviously and phil is going to be excited about this for since the beginning what do you think this means for live going forward especially with dustin johnson over i mean there is you're, you are a massive swing whenever it comes to competition level going over there. What do you think this means for the future of golf as a whole and for live going forward, John? Well, I always thought live was competitive. Uh, you definitely have some really good players there. And when you have a man shoot 58 on a Sunday to win a tournament by six, that definitely is competition. So uh, I'm just an added, you know, I'm just. is different. Gone. I'm just. uh I'm just added to uh, to what what already is a really good product. Nice, John Connor. Connor has something for you. Yeah, John. Last year before the Ryder Cup, you were pretty vocal about the fact that you thought that the live players should be able to play in the Ryder Cup. And then I'm not sure if you saw it, but yesterday Rory McIlroy also was like, "Well, now we have to change the Ryder Cup rules, no matter what, because we need you know John Rahm, or else we'll we'll fall to America once again." But how do you feel <laughs> about those things? And do you think that there's going to be a little bit of a change between the relationship of the PJ and Liv now because of how massive it is that you're going over there? Uh, yeah, when I said that a year ago, I mean, I'm, I'm all, I've always been a proponent of the team having the best players to play, right? Again, no matter the reason we play a sport, we're entertainers at the end of the day. And you want to have the best product and the best chance for your team to succeed. And I believe you should give a chance to every single player, right? Um, right now, to hear Rory say that, uh, honestly, it makes me a little emotional. I respect the man so much. He's done a lot for the game of golf and accomplished a lot. So for him to have my back right away from day one is, is important. It's important for, for this process to change faster than later, right? So the earlier we can get uh, a way back for people like me to maybe be able to qualify for that team, 
the and the clearer, the easier it's going to be for us to to compete and try to try to get on that team and not have to be a pick. Need the Ryder Cup. Kirk Herbstreit has a question for you, Rombo. Yeah, John. First of all, go Devils. Best of luck to you there on that. That uh, being an alum, I wanted to ask you about the animosity that seemed to be a thing between the PGA and Live. I don't keep up with it on a daily basis. Is that still a thing between the two organizations, and especially for the players uh, on both sides? I, I I can't speak for other people, right? So I can't speak for. For PGA Tour executives or Live Golf executives, I can only say what I can say. And I've never had animosity, right? I've always respected everybody for making the choice and, and choosing whatever they think is a better career path. Uh, if there's any there, I hope it gets resolved, right? Again, we're in the entertainment business, so we got to make what's best for the people watching. Now, with that said, I hear you guys talking about Daniels, former ASU quarterback. I might get salty that is being talked about as a Heisman winner. <laughs> And, you know, I wish I wish ASU was a contender. I really wish. Uh, yeah. Usually, we have circumstances this year, but man, I'm gonna be a little salty here in that. I appreciate you following along with college football, and obviously, you come to America, become a hero of ours, even though not a citizen of our country. Um, are you gonna wear pants? Are we wearing shorts? Whenever you're that's over? a good question. Depends on the weather. That's uh. <laughs> If it's hot, I'll wear shorts. Yeah, I'll definitely, I'll definitely. Why not? We'll take advantage of it. Okay, come on. You know, I just, the music, too. Have you talked about the music? Because allegedly, I, I'm just reading tea leaves on the internet. Who knows what's real? Who who knows what isn't real? Allegedly, you had some things that you were like, well, we got to get this sorted before I potentially come over there. Was the music that's just jamming on like the 18th hole on hole 54 to win the entire thing a part of the conversation? Was it any of that stuff or was it other conversations that were taking place? The music was never an issue. I mean... I wish you could see me playing at home. God, it's usually about four goons and golf carts that go 30 miles an hour with louder music than most people have. <laughs> like so, what type of music, John? What type of music you listen to? Depends on, it depends on the group. I'm very diverse from a man that grew up in Northern Spain to now being, you know, uh, having spent half of my life here in the U.S. Um, it's you can get anything from from Michael Jackson to Kendrick Lamar to Bad Bunny, which would be my three favorite artists if I had to pick right now. Wow! So there's a variety, right? Slowly getting into country, very slowly, you know. Uh, and if I end up being a big country fan, everybody, sh I should owe it to Luke Holmes because <laughs> that man's voice is absolutely incredible, and uh, some of the songs are really hit home. So Luke, shout out, you got me into country slowly. Uh, uh, Hell yeah, Rombo. He scratched me right where I itch. Last question for me before I assume a couple of the boys back in the studio have a question for you. Uh, how's your game? Are we playing great golf right now? Are we still, are we still, you know, are we still reaching peak? What do we think where we're, where the golf game is at right now? <laughs> It's good. Uh, I actually was with a friend that works in Callaway working on a couple of things. And he he told me the two, the key to my success is John, just reach your peak and plateau. <laughs> Stay at that. And I'm like, got it. I'll try my best. Um, uh, so I'm, I'm working towards that, reaching my maximum level, hopefully keeping it there forever, uh, <laughs> which is what we all do. But I'm playing good golf. Um, this time of year, it's a little bit more family time, right? So we will be going to Spain 
seeing family there. Some of them haven't seen my kids in a long time. So uh, being a part of that and it will be after Christmas when we start thinking about the new season, which for me now uh, has a different start. Okay. Go ahead, AJ. Sorry, buddy. John, why? so Jay Monahan, with the, the commissioner of the PGA, how have players on the tour, I know you don't want to speak for other people, but have, have people lost trust in him and what he's done? I know it's kind of been waffling back and forth between no one really knows what's going on. Like, how do you think the, the tour is and how is Jay Monahan kind of handling everything? Uh, I mean, I, it's people have been vocal. Yeah, there's been people that have lost that trust. And if things going forward, if he stays the commissioner, it's going to take a long time for a lot of these players to trust him. Uh, I do believe there are some that still trust he is the better option. And I know there's some that, that, that don't believe that, right? So I don't know what's going to happen in the future. Um, and I'm not really going to get into the politics of the game that much because it's, uh, it's not my place. It's not, it's not really, uh, I know you want me to get a little bit detail on that, but I'm not, I'm not going to. Okay. Hey, you, you're worth 500, 600, 700, 800 million. Yeah, you do whatever the hell you want, Rombo. You do whatever the hell you want. Hey, you keep saying numbers. At some point, you'll say the right one. So keep on going. <laughs> Just keep climbing. Oh, so we got to keep going. Hey, wait a minute. No, 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 no. That's not what I said. Just say, keep saying, throwing numbers. At some point, you hit it. Okay. I'm trying to read your facial don't expression. You know, that man. beard looks so good. Uh -huh. I assume we're going to have a fresh haircut every day. That's what life is like whenever you have 550 million. Uh, yeah, all right, sweet. Uh, Herbie and I have been doing a little bit of research on this entire live thing. And oh, yeah, there was one time, yeah, right here, we've been doing it. The uh, there's a conversation, I think, by the entire golf world that I think you also uh, chatted about. That's right. The setup of it, you know, live LIV, we understand Roman numerals 54. And the way the entire structure of the tournaments have gone at the beginning, I think a lot of us were like, hey, this is Mickey Mouse. No offense, ESPN. No offense. Uh, no offense. But, but a little bit Mickey Mouse almost in the entire. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. Uh, it's an it's interesting situation. We've been saying that for a long time. Now we're on ESPN. Gotta be careful. It's a tough, it's a tough <laughs> balance, you know, but it is. And you can see. I'm still here, even though the screen went completely dark. Did you have conversations with the Live Tour about that? And what does the future kind of look like for them? Do you think there is going to be an adaptation to a more traditional tournament setup for them? Or is this kind of what they're sticking to and you just signed up to be a part of it? Uh, one thing about the name before I get into the answer, 54 in most golf courses is also a perfect round of golf, 18 under par. Right, so it's related to that as well. Oh, uh, Kim Jong Un, I, yeah. Jong Un shot that. Yeah, Kim right. Jong Un shot that. He shot much I don't know if you know that. Much oh, I believe he shot lower than that. He shot eighteen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. eighteen. Oh, he shot eighteen. Have you ever yeah. seen? He yeah. shot the perfect yeah. eighteen. Yeah. Did he ever ask you to play? No, I'm not sure if he even knows. I now you're worth 650, 675, 700 million. Here we go, 550. Hey, hey, he's gonna nod my head and keep on going. See, he's just gonna yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll say for uh, No, but is that is that a combo though? Is, is, was that a worry for you a little bit? Not a worry, not a worry. Uh, I certainly, it's a different format, right? So when you're doing something new, like Live Golf has, Live Golf has done, there's going to be people that support it and people that don't. Uh, I at first didn't fully support it, but um, after talking to them and understanding the reasoning as to why these three rounds, it makes a lot more sense now. And, you know, whether we go to 72 holes or not, eventually at some point, it's not something that is my priority list right now, right? Throughout this whole process, there's some things I was willing to, to concede and some things that I wasn't, and, and the format in itself wasn't really top priority. 
You're up. Hey, ahead, John, Kurt. I want to ask you, have you thought it at all about Liv? Have they given you an idea on the official world golf rankings, whether or not mm -hmm. uh, Liv's going to give you ranking points? That's good journalism. Good question. Well, it's, it's surprising that this is the first time I get this question, and it's not the first interview I'm doing. Uh, Atta-boy, uh, huh? uh, Kirk. Atta-boy, I've already been openly critical about the world golf uh, ranking even before joining Live Golf. Uh, I don't think it's the best ranking we can have, and I don't think it's accurate. And I've said that for a year now. Um, but then I do believe that even though there's a process to get world ranking points, I do believe you would be kidding yourself if you don't think Live Golf is competitive enough to, to have world ranking points. And uh, I do believe at some point it needs to be integrated into, into the world of golf the way other tours are. Is that simple? You have quality golfers and quality competition. John, do you uh, do you have any kind of like finder's fee if you actively recruit some studs from the PGA Tour and bring them over to live? How's that work? That'd be a nice little negotiating tactic. Huh? Okay, give me like because then you're worth eight hundred, eight fifty. Yeah. Right. Can I have an extra thirty million per like top ten guy I bring over? I, I will not comment on that. Oh, okay. Ooh. Oh, AJ, can I recruit? Up. Can I recruit players too? Can I do what I can to try to do? I get a cut of a finder's fee. Never mind. Don't you don't have to worry about that, John. Hey, do they drug test? Do they yeah. drug test for like peptides and stuff in marijuana? What else? over there live? I honestly, I, I really don't care if they drug test or not. I do believe they do, but I know I'm going to pass with flying colors yeah. every time. Wow. Well, do I look like I do anything? Like, look at me. Do no. I look like I do any? Yeah. Anything. I, right? yeah. I know Spencer yeah, I, I Tatum. You I know your trainer, John. No, talk to yeah, Spencer. Yeah. And what JJ was talking about Phelps and him not taking supplements, right? I'm guided by JJ. I try to take supplements, right? I was asking him the other day how to keep my muscle weight up, and he was making fun of me because I can't bench 225, Whoa. right? So it's just, uh, what a pain. bully. You know, you need to pick up that stack of 550, 555. 650. <laughs> <laughs> that might have been it. How many years? Oh, that might have been it. Yeah, that might have been it. It already leaked. One of the best thing about not saying anything is watching people go wild with what it may or may not be in the stories. <laughs> no, Rombo, I want to let you know, our particular program, I don't know how everybody has felt obviously in the media world about the money and where it's coming from our particular program is people who have not did not grow up with much like the fact that that amount of money is available for athletes and if a business or a corporation was to take money from the same exact place which has happened on a very regular basis it's a celebration another investment round has been made and we get hundreds of millions of dollars look at this business he's doing things for their shareholders and everything but when athletes do it it's like they're taking bad money hey they should not do that they should take their it's like okay it's real okay. you're saying this on twitter that the majority in investment stakeholder was saudi arabia and then people were drinking their starbucks it's like you know how much money is from Saudi Arabia, and then they're watching on TV. It's like that network right there. Do you know where, where all the money is coming from that's invested in there? So, like, athletes getting attacked for that was the big thing that I was not happy about. I'm not like, listen, like, if we're going to attack everybody for this, let's do that. You changing your entire family tree forever because of the amount of work that you put into your craft, into your sport, is nothing short of honorable, admirable, inspiring, and you should be incredibly proud, pal. You honestly should be. It's an awesome thing. I hope you go in there play your best golf and i hope you continue to open up avenues for other athletes to be able to do the same damn thing i really appreciate it i really appreciate it uh you know throughout my 
my golf career, I've said many times, I've talked about Seve Ballesteros for people that don't know, greatest Spanish golfer to ever live. Um, he, the game of golf was a very unpopular state when he started playing golf. And by the time he passed, it was a very different sport. It's one of the popular golfs in Spain and he transformed it even worldwide, right? So I've always said, if I can do my part and leave golf in Spain alone in a better state than I found it, it's already a good thing. And if along the way, I can actually help grow it around the world. I'll be doing my part, right? So I think creating new possibilities and new avenues is important. And this is one of them. And uh, I'm glad to be a part of something like this. And hopefully there's, if there's somebody in the future that grows up playing golf, maybe they're fans of my team or whatever it may be, whether they're Spanish or not, and they can say because of me or some of us, they play golf, right? That's that's the ultimate goal. And uh, that's so you you can almost, if you play really good golf, you reach that legend status, right? I did this because of that person. And being remembered because of what you've done for this sport is also important. What's the team name? Do we know? Has that ever been announced? Oh, we're on it. We're on it. We're on it. We actually had the first meeting That's about that. Name. We're on it. We're on it. Yeah, we're That's a good great name. name. That's a good team name. I, I, what's the logo going to be? We W O I War. Listen, I'm gonna say I'm gonna tell to the audience if there's any any names you guys like, please. Great. Here we go. Send you them out there. Can we, can we come up with some? We'll be under consideration. The Rambo, yeah. Like yeah. Sylvester Stallone yep. could be your mascot. Yeah. The Rambo, Team Rambo. I listen, I don't think we can. We can check that one. Ball washers. Well, hmm. <laughs> all right. Ball washers not good. No, unless you. No, got, that's, yeah. If you're you have not, shiny golf balls, that yeah, could be cool. If that's like your mo. Yeah, because you guys could be that thing. That yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That could be your logo. The up and down ball cleaner. It actually oh, yeah, no moved too. Without much. <laughs> what? Randall what, Shambly didn't ask you about that too? <laughs> uh, no, he has not asked me. I'll, I'll take advice if he has a teammate team name for me. John, don't invest in Burnley, okay? Just one of your friends yeah, already made it. I, really do. I told JJ, mother. I wanted JJ to be here and be a part of it, but uh, he respects me too much. He said he wanted, this was my moment, and I did want him to be a part of this. Hopefully in the future he is, because he would have definitely made this a little funnier, uh, because he knows the personal side of it a little bit better. No, don't put any of your money in that. That's like going right into NFTs. Burnley is going right out of the league <laughs> uh-huh. right now. All right. They, I'm getting throttled by. I still want them hey, to Ron- succeed. Would I would I invest or not? You know, my, my my first love when it comes to football is going to be Athletic Bilbao, where I come from. Okay. So if I ever invest, it would probably be there first. And it's a member-owned club, so that's not going to happen. But that's my first love, and it'll feel wrong doing it somewhere else. Uh, but I still I mean, want Marty, them to. Marty Fish just said the El Toros. Ooh, John doesn't. Like I mean, if, if you go that way, you should do a Los Toros and just say it in Spanish. Well, we tried. We don't. <laughs> we don't <laughs> speak your Los language, Los. John. Be the All right, Los. All right. Los well, Los uh, me amigo. We appreciate you so much. Congratulations on everything. Uh, we're proud of you, buddy. We don't know you that well, but we're incredibly proud of you. You can't wait to watch him. We'll find where the CW is to watch him whenever you're playing. <laughs> Thank you, guys. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, John Rahm. Yeah. John. Oh. He's that was a lie. That was a lie. I always say I'm going to do it. But, but we, I think we will. Playing, we though. will find it. Yeah. And he's going to be right next nice to it. Right next to the Wake Forest uh, Duke game yeah. is on CW2, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Dabo was pumped about that. Dabo was yeah, the other he, one. He yeah. never, I don't think he ever heard of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, Dabo. Shout out to Marty Fish for a f- couple questions there. Yes. Did a that, great job. That it's was our Marty, Google. Yeah. That's Marty Fish, part of the Weapon. ball club. Well, you've seen him play out there, right? With yeah. you guys. Yeah. He's always in the leaderboard. You probably didn't see him. Uh, you and AJ. Whoa. 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 
Did Aaron beat Marty this year? No, remember? I'm a caddy. I'm a caddy. Marty got hosed. Oh, Marty got screwed. Yeah, he should have won it. Rude. Got Yona's back. I thought he wins every year. No, not this year. Steph won because Steph had an eagle, too, which Marty probably not going to do on 18. But backswing, remember some drunk out there, which we probably helped. Yeah, feed. Yeah. You created that. That's for sure. Potentially a ripple effect from our particular group that was walking around there. I'm not going Whoops. back, so I'll never see Marty again. But <laughs> I have a plan on beating him at golf at some point, next 20 years or so. And I was asking him about the peptides and the marijuana, strictly for my own. Well, as I was driving from Providence to Foxborough this morning, I was thinking about talking to Rom, and I'm like, what a dream, dude. He He comes to America to try to chase this entire thing. Works his ass off. You're talking about full commitment. Here we go. I'm going to be a professional golfer. Overcomes the clubfoot about... situation, Pat. Yeah, from from a child. Like, his story, if you look into it, incredibly inspirational. And bet on himself. Like, yeah. I'll go to America. I'm going to try to do this. Now he's getting, like, $600 million at 550 is what it felt like, right? Yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, you're getting close. It felt like 550 It's, like, good for him. And then I started thinking to myself, how old am I? I'm 36. You can golf for I mean, they got a lot of money over there for, for yeah. golf. If they don't test for marijuana, I think I'm in clear. I think I need to work on my putting ASAP. Uh, Kirk. Great research there through Marty Fish. Made us look like a smart golf show. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah I, I, I appreciate him giving uh, that big part of the team on that interview. Yeah, I mean, Marty's real sack of shit. Well, maybe. Remember? Why? What happened? Remember when I said, uh, when I, said I was going out to Tahoe, he, he, he quote tweeted me and said, good luck, big guy, or something. And it was one of my shanks. <laughs> yeah. I was like, all right. Yeah. Oh, all right. I, was back I watched his documentary. I love him. I watch, I love him. I think he's that great. That documentary golf. is amazing. Amazing. What he went through. Powerful. Yeah. What Powerful all those stuff. Guys go to. You guys, Kirk, I know you can hear that music in your ears, can't you? Nope. We you guys can't, can't hear anything. Oh, we guys, you know what that means is that we're counting down to a hard uh, out uh, uh, here uh, off of here ESPN. So we'll be back in a couple minutes. Artie Smith will be on the other side. Kirk might be too. See ya. Here we go. Hour two of the Pat McAfee Show. I'm AJ Hawk sitting in for Pat. As he is in Foxborough, right in the shadows of the stadium there for Army Navy tomorrow. It's good buddy Kirk Herbstreit. Football! It was close there. Nice. I was very close. Kirk, it's great to see that you are still there starting hour two. We have, obviously, Pat is sitting here to our right on the screen. Kirk Street to his left. Kirk, actually, to Pat's right screen left. Kirk, how you doing, <laughs> bud? Nice. I'm great, man. You're doing great, by the way. Uh, you know, it reminds me when I first did radio. It's That's Ooh. not easy to take it in and out. You're doing an awesome job with that. You get, I know you get reps throughout the year when he's out of town or out on the road like this, so... Good job by you handling that. That that that's not something that just yeah. comes naturally. Oh, yeah, yeah. AJ, it's like you went to Syracuse. Like you went to Syracuse. Wow. That's oh. how good of a job you're Syracuse. doing. You're like that's where all of them. Yeah, right. That's where like all the great ones went. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, and they didn't ruin it at all. They didn't ruin sports media at all. All the people that <laughs> went to mean? Syracuse. They, they, they did the opposite. They didn't make it all the exact same and, you know, everything no. that it became. No, no, that wasn't them. They they do a great job there. That's right. Yeah, you know what that's we're, correct. That's what Curry we're saying. Go Curry Orange. Yeah. Go Orange. Absolutely. Pat, that's tomorrow, for real, have you guys thought about it, Kirk? Have you thought about it? You put any questions together? You got Bill Belichick. Yeah. And the owner, Robert Kraft, going to be on that set tomorrow. Obviously, I'm guessing Bill's never been on the game day set. Have you ever talked to, to uh, Belichick on camera before, Kirk? Uh, you know what? I wheels up asked me a few years ago to do an event 
in okay. we had a Harvard no Yale, big deal uh, college game day. No, they, they, wheels sorry, up, you know that yeah, yeah, hey, listen, listen wheels up. Cr- yeah, I fly no, private. Kenny Dichter. He, no, 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 no. <laughs> Kenny Dichter just asked me to to show up at Fenway Park and never been to Fenway, never talked to Bill Belichick. Just have always seen him do his press conferences. I was terrified because I thought it was just going to be one word answers. Could not have been the opposite of what I expected. Was incredibly gracious. Came on the uh, the the set where he and I were talking in front of these people, and it, and I just couldn't believe how open he was and and how much fun he was. And he and I ended up doing that for four or five more times at Super Bowls. He's coaching. Oh, she got her buds. No, wow, he's wow. coaching in a Super Bowl on a Sunday the next day, and we're in Minneapolis or Houston, wherever it is. And Saturday, twenty four hours before the game, he's at a private event. And he and I are sitting there talking to, to folks and could not have been any better. So that side of Bill Belichick has been amazing. So I expect that because when you get him around Army and Navy, mm-hmm. he's going to oh, be yeah. so open and so comfortable. Uh, we're not going to ask him about Bailey Zappi and the big win and what do you think of next mm-hmm. year. We're going to talk to him about his dad coaching at Navy for all those years. Lee Corso was a big hero of his when he was a youngster, looking up to him so much. So I think it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, and I already, uh, I mean, Lombo kind of spoiled it yesterday before it was announced. Lombo came on our show, and he was like, oh, you're going to see Bill this weekend up there on a set with you or whatever. And I was like, Really? Oh, okay. That's, that's great I'm news. Fired up, man. And Lombo, I think, maybe did a little... So we appreciate Lombo for Love doing a little push. Lombo. Lombo. Like, hey, let's do this. But you never really get the chance to hear Bill do this. And obviously, yeah. we all know his affinity for Navy, and his dad was the coach there. He grew up there. I think he's given a lot of credit to Navy for why he is the coach he is. Yep. And I think that's the stuff that I'm excited to ask him about tomorrow. Because there's a lot of things going on in his life now that haven't gone on for the last 20 years that I assume he's going to rely upon everything that he's learned throughout his entire life about battling adversity and getting through things and remaining this course and everything. It's like, I already, I already kind of gave it away earlier, Herbie. Uh, there's not a lot of games to pick tomorrow. No, no. What, what was cool is AJ and, and, and the fellas, let me tell you this. And Pat, I think, was leaning this way. We're in a production meeting about an hour ago, and we're talking about, okay, Bill Belichick, we get to the final segment, and we're going to pick some bowl games, and, and Coach did not want anything to do with that. He, he'll come on the set to talk Army-Navy. He didn't want to get caught up. In, he didn't want to disrespect anybody. Yeah, yeah. and so he's like, I, when you guys get done with that, then I'll come on, and we'll just do the Army-Navy part of it. So then we were like, why are we talking about bowl games are going to be in two or three weeks when we have Bill Belichick on the desk? Let's just forget the bowl games and spend, we had 12 minutes and we were going to spend eight minutes on these bowl game predictions. Like, let's just throw those eight minutes out and let's just do the entire 12 minutes or 15 minutes with yeah. Bill Belichick and talk Army Navy. So I think that's where we landed. Yeah, I am pumped about and, it. That's a good idea. Smart. Great yeah, decision. Thanks for taking us behind the scenes a little bit. Honestly, what a what a great pivot. Yeah. I, I would imagine that's all we want to hear is let's hear about Bill. <laughs> you know why that happened? Well, you know why that happened? Kirk Brink carries a, a large, heavy hammer in that room, doesn't? Oh yeah. He? Well, no. he's he's been on game day for twenty years. That so thing. it built it. Whatever. Oh, yeah. he... It's the team. It's the team. We talk. We throw the a, a potential answer into the middle of the room or the table, and then we all kind of chew on it a little bit, and then we have a consensus. Would you like to? At this point, though, defend yourself against these Florida State people, though. Yeah. Because although you have been in the college football world for so long, Kirk Herbstreit has no say in who actually goes into college. He's not a part of the committee. Now, do I think he should be? Yeah. Yes. 
Okay, do I, is that something that I will push for next year? And I think you should even think about it because if you're going to get blamed for everything that happens, you should at least have a seat at the table in which mm-hmm. it's happening. But Herb Street has no say. And an ACC athletic director is the chairman of the committee. So, and ESPN owns the ACC network. So, like, everything that's being said, I think, is kind of hypocritical. Now, I appreciate how mad Florida State fans are. I appreciate their passion, and I think we all believe that the system is flawed, and they got screwed. Like it, it, it's just, it, it's not fair what yeah. happened to them. With that being said, like the things that are being said to you, I mean, granted, I've gotten a taste of it all year. Yeah, you know, these yeah. college football fans. What yeah. makes them great is also what makes the them pack. potentially yep. impossible to deal with. If you're a person that is lucky enough to be on College Game Day, do do you think? you know, maybe a little bit too far, some of these things that have been said about you and the character assassination that you kind of had over the last four days from these human beings? I don't, I don't, you know, I, I, if you, I'm used to some fan base at the end of the year being upset and telling me I've ruined the sport. So it's kind of part of it, but I'll just say this. 28 I, years of that. I yeah. don't know how you the, the, one, the one thing that gets overlooked is how much, you know, I, I think we all feel bad for the team. Yes. You know, it's it's not like there is a conspiracy to keep Florida State out. Mike Norvell, I consider a really good friend. I love their program. I'd love to see what they've been able to do to bring it back. Bobby Bowden is like a guy that I bow down to, you know, throughout his career, went to his funeral, love the guy. And I love their program and I love their, their, their former players when I get around them. It's absolutely nothing to do with that. It's just following. If you want to change the bylaws that they follow. Which we are, 12 teams next year. Well, no, no, I'm saying when you get, when I told Thank you guys, when you get to a cluster of teams and they look at head to head and they look at conference championship and they look at injury to a player. Like if you don't think that that's right, then that's fine, but change the rule, like eliminate that as a thing. But right now that's a thing. So that's why I told you, like if Michael Penix got hurt for Washington in their last couple games and was removed and they were playing okay and they're winning and they finished undefeated, Michael Penix and Washington would have been left out. And it has nothing to do with personally attacking Washington. It's just that's one of the oh, criteria. Could you imagine Kirk, how loud it would be about the Pac-12? But I'm just saying oh. that's one of the oh. Kirk, though, what do you think? Kirk, so, I don't want to cut you off, but what do you think about the people that say, well, they yeah, they craft the rules and the stipulations to no, so they can manipulate no. whatever teams they want in there? Well, no, they do. Uh, I think we, but but, but who, it's the committee. It's not they. Who is they? I don't know. I'm asking they, you. I thought you were. They the, is the conference. Mind. No, that they is the conference commissioners Maybe. collectively as a group. So you don't think that that if there's any conspiracy theories, you don't think that people would want Florida State's brand. In in the a playoff, you're crazy. You know, if ESPN were choosing it, they'd have every year it would be Ohio State, Alabama, Michigan, Notre Dame, Florida State, Texas, Alabama. Those are the teams you would want in it if it's a conspiracy theory. It's simply the committee looking at what they were assigned. Here, thanks for giving your time. When you guys get done with this, here are the things we're going to look at. Rank the teams, and when you get to four or five teams that are in that cluster and you're trying to separate, we've given you, we, the conference commissioner, as a group, we've given you what we want you to look at to try to differentiate these teams. Did any of them play head-to-head is one of the things. Are you a conference champion? Strength of schedule? A common opponent? And also, this is another one, injuries to one of their players that read the literature. Injuries to one of their players that could impact this team's performance in the postseason. It's one of the things. Now, if we want to eliminate that as a thing, 
I'm all here. For it is that. other relevant factors such as unavailability of key players and coaches that may have affected a team's performance during the season or likely will affect its postseason performance. And you see how played against Louisville. Now the screen has gone black. We are back. They're trying to throttle so, us. So it's not about it's a personal attack against Florida State. We all love Florida State. It's just if you follow the criteria of what they have, then that's what you come up with. And if we want to eliminate and change that for next year, I know there's 12 teams. That would be great. The great news is there's 12 teams next year. We'll be arguing about 11, 12, 13, and 14 next year. There'll still be people pissed off. It's just kind of the, the way the sport is. But uh, the, the notion that ESPN or you or me or anybody is out to get Florida State, it's low-hanging fruit that people want to try to get clicks and people want to get likes. They want to get views. No, but they they're, also want to drum up. Yeah, like, they want to drum up stuff is. that's not real and it, just, you're taking it on the shinzo for this committee I, has I the committee given I, you like a gift have they like said like hey hey kirk thanks for going out there and, i didn't know i voted on it um i had an opinion like you had an opinion and aj and connor everybody has an opinion it's subjective it's not like the nfl it's like okay we got this tiebreaker in the nfc south okay this team and this team they're tied How, you know i don't whatever it is okay let's look at head to head or you know their, their record within the division there, there's ways there's no there's no arguments at the end of the nfl season in college football it's subjective and a lot of people don't understand the cluster and what you know all these people that are upset do they ever break down when they get to a cluster of teams this is what the committee ha is asked no. to follow no. have you ever heard that no Why would they do when that? people bitch and complain no they, well, yes, they don't like cheating they don't like facts <laughs> They don't like oh. information. They like well, conspiracy theories. Now you, well. you're kind of taking a shot. At <laughs> who's they? Who's they? Who's they? Yeah. Yeah. The people yeah. that are that are radical <laughs> and upset and yeah. throwing conspiracy theories out there that aren't true. Easy. That, that's Easy. they. That's who they is. Well, C-word, Con, yeah, man. I know you heard that. Easy on, on, on the C-word, Kirk. But you mentioned, like, all those teams ESPN would want. Like, I think across the board, nobody in Florida State would probably say this, too. Nobody wants to watch a playoff game where one team is just getting the shit kicked out of them by the other team. And if you look at the previous years, yeah, sure, there's usually one semifinal game. Or in last year's case, it was the championship game, which was everybody's nightmare. But uh, if the team is drastically changed, like you've just said over and over again, which it was, there's just there's they no They knew going into that Louisville. I think Norvell, and we're big fans of Norvell. Yeah. You know, I like him back. Yeah, no, cornrows. I like him when he had his cornrows back in college. I mean, I chatted with him in Memphis. You obviously know him very well. For a long You've time. been going to bat for him for the I last love it. I love yeah, two years. People were trying to hire Prime because they didn't think Mike Norvell was the answer. I was the guy that was pumping up Mike Norvell saying he is the answer. Give him time to get this thing back up. And he's been that able to do that. tossed out the window, though. Yeah, as soon matter. as you say, mm -hmm. like, well, the committee, this is what they're looking at. They knew going into that Louisville game. And I'm not saying that it's right. Once again, none of us are saying that this is the proper way to go about finding a champion. But no. Norvell knew that with the loss of stud well, Jordan Travis, it, that they were going to have to hang him. And everybody was talking about the, or hang points on him. Yeah. Everybody's talking about Cardale Jones. No, and story. It's like 59. 59. Nothing. I was yeah. going to say, in 2014, there was the same deal. Ohio State went into the championship. Weekend. They lost JT Barrett, who was a Heisman finalist that year and a great player, went down in the Michigan game. They had to play Wisconsin. By then, by the way, Braxton Miller started the season that year as their quarterback, got injured in camp. They went to a guy no one ever heard of, JT Barrett. He ends up becoming a Heisman candidate. He gets hurt in the Michigan game. Devin Gardner's praying over top of him. They go to another guy that no one's ever heard of, Cardell Jones at the time. He's their third quarterback. Everyone's like, they're number six going into the final weekend behind TCU and Baylor. And they beat Wisconsin like a drum. 
59 to nothing. And everyone was like, uh oh, wait a minute. What's going to happen now? Because you can't fight them off. And they ended up getting in with Cardale Jones and they ended up beating Alabama and beating Oregon and winning the national championship. And if Louisville and the Florida State game would have gone the same way, guess who would be in this mm-hmm. playoff right now? Undefeated Florida State. If their backup quarterback, and again, they lost their backup because he was hurt with the concussion. So they had to go to their third guy, like Ohio State. But if they would have said, Louisville, why are you here? Get out of here and never come back. 59 nothing. I think Florida State's in. Yeah. So- and, and we would like to reiterate the facts. And I'm speaking for Herbie here, for everybody. It's like we we don't think it's cool. It sucks. That that is what happened. But it's I like feel bad, really bad for Mike Morgan and the players. Well, agreed. We we all do. But there's also a lot of people that did not watch college football all year. Now, like, and I know that because some of the things that they're saying, it's like you you did not watch football this year. You did not. Yeah, watch but it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity. They cashed in on it. Well, that's what Tone Diggs was all mad about. Tone, I mean, like, Tone, good job by you. You're, well, now your big thing, it's like, hey, if you're a Florida State alumni, we understand you get mad, yeah. but there's a lot of people like utilizing this to grandstand. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. hey, I understand you could just tee off more specifically on Kirk Herbstreit, but it's like, Kirk Herbstreit didn't have a vote in this thing. And he is the representation of the committee now in everybody's eyes down there in Tallahassee when this guy was one of their biggest fans for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were high horsing it. But my thing was like the committee also gave them fuel by putting Florida State ahead of Georgia and then saying Bama was in because of, of best team, which it is. It's supposed to be best team. But I mean, you can't say you can't have Florida State ahead of Georgia. Then, if you're just going by yeah, the best team, that's like, fair. If they would have put Florida State at six, I don't know if it would have been as it, it wouldn't have gone it, over well. Yeah, but it, it, but it would have it would have been consistent with their with correct. what they what the, what what they did. That, but I've been saying this. I've been saying this for the last like few days. Georgia, Florida State national championship game. Yep. Yeah, but there you know, it is. If I'm Florida State, that's yeah. how I'm viewing it. And if you know, wow, what a game that's going to be. Georgia back-to-back national champion. They have a, both, every right to be mad. Both teams have a chip on their shoulder. Now I don't know who's playing. Playing, you know, based on sitting out bowl games, transferring, who knows? But just the two brands on the field together. Uh, I think a lot of people are very excited to see that. And if Florida State has a real opportunity to say, see, I told everybody, look how good our football team is. And uh, Georgia, like you said, back-to-back yeah. national champions. 29 yeah. straight wins. Yeah. Never been done before. Yeah. And then they lose one neutral site by three. See, you can't even yeah, defend no, your championship. I, we didn't hear anything from, from Georgia, you know, at least, you know, at this level, as far as being upset that they didn't have a, a you know, an argument. I didn't hear much. Did you hear much? No, from Georgia? No, well, I've heard a lot from Georgia. Oh, well, yeah. oh of course. Yeah, yeah, and then wouldn't. you did the thing at, in That's Atlanta. Fair. That was nice. How long did you plan that? Was that like day of? Or? No, well, I didn't know. Did you take all year of that? Yeah, well, you know, I don't, I don't oh, know. Big time wrestling stuff. Yeah, it was good. It was, <laughs> so it, good. It, it, was, it was a good time. He wrestled good time out there. Kirk. Yeah. yeah, that was back in, uh, fresh out of college. I was 21 years old there, and obviously I was undefeated all the way up until I was 30 uh, against Adam Cole. Hmm. And NXT. I don't know Goldberg. I don't know how long he was undefeated for, but I was certainly undefeated in professional wrestling for a while. So that scumbag Adam Cole ruined it at NXT in front of nobody. But um, yeah, I think I liked Bama in the game, just strictly because we picked them preseason to win it all. Not not because of that. Okay. I am not as. Uh, but that would be cool. Does that help. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, does help. Yeah. 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 Uh, feel good about that. That would make us look pretty good. But yeah. if you look at what their team has done since that Texas loss, it's like the last eleven games. And Saban even talked about it. It's like. 
they've become a wagon. Now the Auburn game certainly rivalry a close call, yeah. but that's Iron Bowl and that's okay. I don't I don't understand it as much because I didn't that's, play. In that's it. rivalry football. You know, in the SEC, like Florida State deserves a lot of credit. People think ah, it's Florida. They're out down year. You know what? I call that game going to the swamp that night and the emotions of that game with a backup quarterback for them to just get out of there with a win was really impressive. Huge. Yeah. But I like the wagon that was Alabama. I like yeah. their team. So I yeah. just thought, and also going into that game, Saban four and one against Kirby. You know, yeah. I love Kirby. Very thankful for Kirby stopping by game day. He was also on our program. Great He's been very nice to us and yeah. to game day. But like Saban has been four and one against him. Where his team was headed, it just loves oh. being an underdog too. You know, he never gets to be an underdog, and his players feed off all of year. Him. Yeah. All year because Texas yeah. they got ruled out pretty yeah. much. And so. the USF game might have been worse than the Texas yeah. game, even though they won. Mm-hmm. They, they went to another quarterback that didn't work out. Then they're like Jalen, <laughs> hey man, we're we're kidding. You, 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 you come yeah, on, you come, come on, on back. back. Come on back. You're and our then, guy. They didn't and throw the ball. In. They threw the ball six times or something against yeah. like Texas a and I think Tommy he, Reese, the job he did as an OC coming over from Notre Dame, where they were, Texas, USF. And then they start to kind of find a little bit of an identity. Then Jalen Milrow becomes one of the great stories this year in the country. And then us getting to talk to Saban every single week. It's like, I feel like we get a chance to feel the vibes of what the team is. So I like them. But the reason why it went down the way it went down. Yeah, the the wrestling part. Is because those two old hags tried to kick me out of that restaurant. Uh They didn't. They were kidding. They were not. And then all (laughs) the things that have been said to me all year from Georgia fans and everything like that. It was like. Okay, a little payback. Yeah, you know, in your yard too. You know, that was yeah. a lot of a lot of dogs there. So I hope they understand that I'm bad about it. I ain't scared of you. I have respect for your program, uh, but also all year, you, a lot of you have tried to make my life hell. Uh, you Georgia people. So it was fun. It was all good fun. But what I've learned about college football, passion, and, and yeah, that's why. Like, passion. I know we've talked about the future of me on game day and everything like that. Oh, now you, now let's open that up. I would like to open that up just strictly because like for me, sports are fun. Yeah. Like sports are fun. I grew up in NFL town and it's like, Hey, we talk shit. Like, Hey, that is sport. That is competition in college football. I don't want to say it's the softest group of fans, but it is, it is a fan base that gets very offended and gets very mean. They get very mean. Like they feel as if I've walked into their living room. That's what I say. Smacked right across the right in the mouth. And it's like, yo, I'm just talking, we're just talking sports here. And that's kind of how, so I'm not hundred percent sure if the way I live my life is one that is supposed to be one that is involved. I mean, you've experienced it here over the last week with these Florida state people. I have as well a little bit because of, you know, citing what the committee was picking off of. It's like, do I want to continue to do in my life? I'm pretty positive life. The boys, we have a good time. Love you're, you're a great life. time. Great positive. life. Positive. positive people. Positive, like very positive. It's, and you like to bob and weave with people. They know, like not, I like dancing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hey, yeah. Always things, okay. Uh, Oh, this guy needs to die. Like, that's immediately what people say. And then, like, they, like, go and round up their friends. Like, this guy's the worst guy of all time. And then they're, they're, like, banning, like, boycotting a show that's been around for 30 years, even though we've had two highest rated years in the history of college. No big deal. Think about that. You tell me. Just, Just. Just think about that for a second, where ratings normally, because there's so many options out there, normally ratings are going down in linear television. Back-to-back years for College Game Day with Hell their yeah. highest-rated Hell yeah, boys! Work, boys! Hell history, yeah, boys! History of the show. 
And it, I'm just going to say this right now. If you dare even think. <laughs> Bro, I don't want the negativity in my heart. I don't want the I'm, death threats every I'm week. I'm leaving with you. No. Oh, you I am. Boom, no, Herb Street. Wow. Don't you put, no, you put that on me. Some bitch is the one saying he's leaving. I'm just saying. Kirk just put all of his cards on the table wow yeah he really I did, did. He I really did. this is a nice guilt trip here i'm yeah. just saying dude i i'm not full house you're I, screwing you, pat I'm over not, i'm not i'm not kissing your ass i'm just telling you that the and i've told you that. this a lot that you've changed my experience i work really hard with these three projects i'm on on game day and the thursday night game with al and then and then saturday with chris and you, you you've really changed the approach the energy not just on the set but like the week it's i'm having a blast and just all like right, you're, right, just right, like you're well, that, shut let's, up. let's move along just like your guys have a blast there's just you know it's like being on a team where you just got great energy and uh dude if you if you uh you dare leave con man what's this all kirk about? you're, you're kirk you are literally kirk. making pat's life so much worse because now if you do leave all those people are going to be like oh it's <laughs> mcafee's fault too <laughs> now we don't get kirk because of mcafee you know, i will say this i like i'm not shit i like I'm, being a I'm locker leaving. room guy i like being a locker room guy. i know you do i think that was a a big part of why I was even in the NFL. Now I've been nominated for the Hall of Fame a couple of times because of what I did on field and everything Shout like out. that. In a position that pretty, I don't deserve. Good. Pretty good. Pretty solid, yeah. yeah I'm kicking on I kicked myself in the NFL. I mean, that's a, that's a hilarious thing. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, pride myself on being a good locker room guy, good vibes guy, yeah. good energy guy, yeah. which is why it is becoming something where it's like every takes single Saturday, takes some energy I want to read. That's good. on Because I'm on the internet a lot. We're an internet show. Yep. So I'm like on there. People are like, don't read your mentions. It's like, I have to. It's part of our job. Like, it's part of my job to read the internet. It's like these college fans are awesome. They're phenomenal. They're incredibly passionate. But man, that negativity, normally when I get dropped into a new show, like the WWE, that negativity is like good three months. Maybe they sure, hate that, my that. life. They hate my, they hate everything about me. And then they're like, you know what? This guy. Not that bad. Not let, a, it's like it's how he is let, every guys, single let day. Me, let me college just say football this. not like that. These people. Let, but 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 see, I'm gonna I'm gonna defend college football and say this. Uh, it's it's the lunatic fringe ten percenters that every fan base has, like Florida State fans. Great example right now. It's their ten percent fan base that is being this radical, loud, try to ruin everybody's life. There's ninety percent of Florida State fans that Amazing. are absolute wonderful and you could go right down the line with every fan base in a country and it's the 10 percent that get on and let you know what they think about you that makes you feel like wow these people are really negative man do yeah. i want to wake up at 5 a.m on my only day off saturday when oh. i'm not with my but, baby but, and but my guys, wife but when you've seen it when pat After comes on the, the show on saturday yeah, but you yeah. see the reaction from the fans there's yeah, twenty thousand people out there in love. Yeah. and they go crazy like you're coming down the ramp at a wrestling match and they just wrestling. go wild you know like like the like the music what's your music when you come out stage it's the intro you they got to play that on Saturday morning cuz when he comes up those steps and walks out 
That's the reaction that good. you get. It does so ninety percent nice. of college football fans at every fan base are passionate. They love their team. They're behind their team. When they lose, it's like, man, right. we lost. We're going to get them next time. And then the ten percent are like, fire the coach, fire the quarterback, kill this person, right. hate that person. How about this? They suck. Hey, they I'm suck ba- and ruin it for everybody. I'm back. Oh, oh come back. wow! Come back, oh, Work it out. Oh, gotta come shit. Back. Let's do it. Congrats. I don't love it. I don't love JW. I don't love that my life is just going to continue to have. People telling me to run into oncoming traffic to yeah, swallow a fun, barrel. Right? And it's fun. No, it's next like, yo, I'm year, just trying to bring a little what? happiness year, into people's lives. It's going to be different next year. Like, yeah. God. It's all going to change oh, next no, year. I, no, right. I can assure you. All I can assure you. Don't do that. It, it, it will not. 2020. I can assure you after 28 years. It will not change. Oh, Come yeah. on. No, no, 12 teams. 12 teams. It will never change. How about oh. being in the lunatic fringe? Let's do this. If you're in the lunatic fringe, here's the thing. When your team wins, you don't enjoy the win. You go tell the other team how much they suck. That's that's option one. Option two, your team loses. The head coach sucks. The OC sucks. The quarterback should die. Right. That's, like Diggs. That, that's, that's, your, that's your two options. You that's win, like Diggs. you lunatic kill their friends. team. The other exactly team. Diggs right now, lunatic fringe right there. The Pittsburgh. Left. Right he, left. You mean the guy where everything he, he said exactly what had happened happened and was absolutely <laughs> right about everything, just like I said it would? Last night, Tone, I was thinking about you the whole time. I'm thinking Tone's got to be watching this, ready to pull his hair out because tw- last week you lose to a 2-10 and 10 Cardinals team. They call it, this yeah. is a redemption opportunity, short week. Here we go, playing a 2-10 and 10 Pats. Let's get back going. We're right in the thick of the things in a wild card race, down 21 to three bad body language bad attitudes early now to their credit they fought out of that but dude Her, such a price was this sold out was it filled up uh as boom george who's our stats guy he said it was uh, i think the number was 98 percent there you go that's a sellout yeah i mean you're, Herbie, you're did they and five going into that Herbie, game you're right. you, i mean did you talk to the coaches during card. the week did they did they game plan uh was there a plan last night and also the the thing Boy, that bro bro you killed matt canada for a hundred years now you're getting now you're ready to kill this the, the no listen we did kill matt canada because he stinks he stunk in college you oh, know oh. it but i mean the team stinks as well we never, college, we never blamed just him but like one of the most telling things last night was the kill we definitely blamed just him you did nope uh Killebrew, just so we can about your halloween costume Killebrew got the block and then he was the only one that celebrated no one else on that special teams unit celebrated a block yeah that was weird did you guys see that too like I, even when I, he went to the crowd he like was like waiting yeah. and had to like pump them up that was a very awkward moment in the game completely forgot I about agree. that till now yeah because that special teams guys huge you would think yeah, that yeah, what's yeah, that hero. about? What's going on here? When I think of when I think of Steelers football, I think of great leadership from within. Veteran that. leaders and Cam Hayward can't do it all by himself. I I see some selfish attitude when I watch the Steelers play. I it just does not look like the typical brand of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I I'm uh, kind of surprised really that they that they it's one thing to win a game or lose a game, but you could always count on the Steelers for decades being just tighten it not on my watch kind of approach i don't i don't sense that when i watch him right now yeah tone can't either i mean that's why tone was like they might not even fill up the stadium if the <laughs> steelers fans are done with and the steelers fans notice all this stuff they know I, I, you know they've been watching they feel as every good fan base feels is like hey you're lucky to be a Steeler. 
You know, like that's the, you're lucky to be playing in this city. This is a football town. Who is it? We appreciate, we know football. We expect good football. We love football. The vibes of this town go how you go. You're lucky to be here. So I think whenever, that was almost the beginning of it, right? At the beginning of the season, whenever there was a sense of like, A, this team's not going to win a Super Bowl. And Mm B, do they even care that they're Steelers? Like this is a whole different animal. You know what I mean, Tone? Yeah, I mean, it's just, we, we grew up, well, we, Kirk mentioned we grew up with the teams that like where the uh, the defense was like the the it felt like they were just like family and closest and it still feels yeah. like that because they all come back to get together like that when the alumni come back together they feels like they're best friends you just don't get that feeling anymore. Pick a Heinz Ward. I mean, yeah. think of some of those teams that they had and yeah. how unselfish they were. Heinz Ward like flying to block people, crack block, bam, just selling out. Chris Casey Hampton. Well, Casey Hampton showing up at training camp. We can't put him on the field. Why? We're kind of scared for his health. He needs to lose about 30 before we put him out there. But this is kind of the na- normal process here at St. Vincent Just College. a roster full of Cam Haywards and TJ Watts. I mean, and, and Mika Fitzpatrick. That, that, that's what they had. Not, not, not just like ability-wise, but approach professionals and just pride. They do. Don't we have the Minka? We have a Minka mm. video from after the game, I do believe, from the locker room. He nope, is a leader that I think. Okay, Foxy's going to get it. I think he's fed up too, Tom. Oh, yeah. I think you're going to appreciate it. Yeah, you can build around a guy like, I mean, Minka's what Minka's the awesome. Steeler. That, that's a Steeler. That's that's what you think of when you think of what they've had in the past. It's a shame. No, nope, shame. Be, the Pittsburgh Knights uniforms look sweet, though. They did. Did you, they do. Did, you <laughs> did you judge the uh, Sticks guys for not knowing how to twirl a towel? No, I, I did. I did not. Yeah, the guy, he's the reason. Oh, uh, comeback stopped. Yeah, he was standing there half hazardy while they're playing their song. Well, it's more effort. Mm-hmm. It's more like effort, don't you think? Than like technique. Oh, his, he's old. His bones were gonna break. No, he's still playing no. music. Yeah, he's shredding. All music. the other swing olds, a towel, right? All the other olds were swinging the hell out of that thing, and then that one guy, Sister Jean, can swing a towel. I'm sure he can well, swing a towel. Well, can't. It's, 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 it, it's just a certain natural, just effort. Like yeah, the lady who did the towel. Yeah. yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. she cried. Who was the late? What was her name, Tone? Uh, who was it? Sarah Jessica Parker? Or no. uh, I'll pull what? it up. I'll pull it up. Hey, yeah, we got Benny the clip, Matt. We have it. We can watch it. Let's let's check this up, Evie. We have this. Here's Minka. You got to toil for it. I think too many people don't want to toil for it. They just want to walk out here and think that they're gonna make plays and think that they're gonna uh, perform at a high level. Um, I think we need to have more people. I want to work for it. I'm not expected to be handed to him because this is the NFL. Nothing's handed to you. You got to earn everything. And I think that, you know, dudes just think that because they're wearing the black and gold that they're going to win games. And I think we need, to, we need to check their mentality and make people realize that they got to earn that mentality and they got to earn every single blade of grass and every single splash play mm-hmm. and every single rep that they get out there. They, they got to earn it. Done. Well, oh, he just nailed it. Not he just, great. Yeah. I, I, th- I think if you read between the lines, you know a group of, of a position that he's talking about. What was that? Who's that? I think you know who that comment. Didn't he get in a fight with Deontay Johnson? Yeah, in, in a mm-hmm. locker room. Yeah, yeah. I think he, I think you could feel Ooh. if you watch how that position plays. Yeah, you you can Pickin, feel. Pickens didn't seem his, real happy last night. Yeah. Nope. Well, he took off the Steelers off his social media a couple weeks ago, right? Then, yeah, yeah, he did. They're a lot they, running. They haven't had a a leader in that room in 
a long, long, long. Time. Who, who was the last? Who was the last leader in that room? Antonio Brown. Yeah, early, early, it wasn't even years. him. I think it was DHB who was the leader in that room because he was in that room and he had been in the league for a long time and, and kind of helped that. And and like Mike Wall. Let's stop burying the Steelers. Okay. Let's move along. Yes. Okay. Still yes. alive, Tone. You got still alive. Seven still and six. It. Still at it. There still we go. Above five hundred. Uh, Look out for Jake Browning. Look out now. Hey, Mason Crosby signing with the Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, Congratulations, Mason. 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 Wow. Yeah. Mason's back. We're we're actually with him on Sunday. He looks good. Yeah. Great. Like Jake. he looks. Is that what he always looks like, AJ? I don't know him as well. He looked like he was properly jocked. His hair was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. He had good energy, good vibes. Now he's on the Rams. I think he worked out for the Giants and the Saints. I talked to him a little bit about that. And I asked him, you know, about wow. the workout process, how it went. He said with the Giants, he thought he had a good day. Didn't he expected to kind of get signed. Saints, he said, ah, I didn't, for whatever reason, didn't hit the ball as well. He worked out with the Rams whenever they got rid of uh, Brett Maher. And then they brought in another kicker who was not fantastic. And then they get rid of him. Now Mason Crosby's with the Rams. Look out. Uh, I'll see the Rams in a couple weeks against the Saints. Oh, yeah. I, I look forward to seeing him. How how old is he? 40? Got to be. Mason's 39, he, 40. Yeah, he, I think Mason's 30, he's 38. Or th- no, he's 38 or 39, actually. Yeah. Okay. He's had gray hair since he was Maybe 20. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. He, yeah. he still has a monster. Like he's 39 years old. Zeke popped in my ear. Um, how Mason can kick the ball without making it look like he's attempting long kicks was always always blew my mind. Like he would make a 52 yarder and it would look like a, his stroke always looked the exact same. Like to me, it looked like it was just effortless to go through. One he, of your boys? Yeah. That's is he one of your boys, Edgett? Yeah. Mason's yeah. great. Mason's a stud golfer, too. Yeah. By the Ooh. way, I know we were talking golf earlier. He can when he was at Colorado coming out of Colorado, the conversation was like, This dude's leg is huge. And me being a hater, I thought it was the, the elevation. Bingo. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, Come to Pittsburgh, dude. <laughs> yeah. Come to West Virginia. Let's see it over here. Let's see come how it's slop. Let's come see how, slop. Yeah, let's come back down to altitude a little bit yeah. and let's see how it goes. And then I watch him in Lambo all these years, and it's like, To your point, effortless swing, and the ball explodes off his foot. And he said he's still bombing it. That was like my oh, first now question. I'm fired up. Can't wait to see how he does. I'm proud of him, too. He stuck with it all year, mm-hmm. you know, right. at his mm-hmm. age, with his resume, mm-hmm. with what he's accomplished, the amount of money he's made. He could have easily just been like, yeah, I'm done. I've decided. Instead, he stuck with it. He stayed in shape, That's looking awesome. for another opportunity. Good for and him. SoFi is a good place to have call home, Great. especially yeah. after mm-hmm. Lambo being your home for an incredibly long time. How about uh, what happened down in Jacksonville, AJ? Man, who how about what, what happened? What's this guy 20, doing down there? How does he do that? That's a lot of money for so when it, $2 million? You got to think with yep. these billion-dollar operations, whenever you're just skimming a little bit off the top, You know what I mean? Now, granted, in the modern era, and this goes out to everybody that's potentially dealing with other people's money on a regular basis, in the modern era, everything's getting tracked. So, like, pigs get fed, hogs get slaughtered. Old statement. Boom. I think you could have got away with a little bit. $22 million, though. At some point, somebody's going to catch you. Amit Patel is the name of the man that was so doing is that One for you, two for me, one. For, is that what he's doing? <laughs> so allegedly, there was something happening potentially in a franchise in Indiana, similar, where an wow. advertising person was potentially just saying, oh, this deal, uh, documenting the deal, let's say it's worth 55000 just like whenever, you know, cops find eight ounces sure, of weed. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is it actually 10, you know, and then two disappear? So is this deal worth 50000 
or is it worth sixty thousand? Well, it's worth fifty thousand. Good deal. Where did that ten thousand go? Well, it never existed. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just classic accounting that has kind of taken place. And I think that is pretty much what this guy was doing. I didn't read the entire story. I don't know it, but that's classic skim. That's a classic skim job, if I do recall, Tashman. Yeah, pretty much. He uh, he worked in the uh, in like the financial department, and, and the Jags have a deal where it's like. Only certain people have access to the the company credit mm-hmm. card, but it's not actually a physical card. It's just like a if you have access, you can use it whenever you want to. And just like you said, I think he was just fudging numbers and kind of siphoning a decent amount uh, into his personal account and then putting different things in like the balance sheet. I think he came out and said that most of it was to cover gambling losses, but then also in the article it mentioned like he Damn, bought this guy sucks. Yeah, yeah. He, he bought a luxury condo. He was using it to like charter private flights. He bought a country club membership at like a very nice uh, country club down there. Bought a new car. Bought like you know was buying watches. Like certainly wasn't trying to hide the fact that he was doing it. So I think it was probably you know only a matter of time before he ended up getting caught. Yeah, the fact that he was able to get $22 million skimmed off the top is what's crazy to me. Yeah. No Pretty one good caught scam. him. Yeah. No Pretty one catches scam. him before. So, Mr. Patel, good luck with everything moving forward with that, Pat. We are moving forward to our next guest. We got a guy on the line. We don't want to keep waiting any longer. His squad went to New York, got a big win in some blustery conditions. I was actually there for this game. Everyone, please welcome Coach Artie Smith. Yeah, Coach! Coach, you're looking good. Pat's going to be with us in a second when he gets uh, moved over. Oh, yeah, no, no, no worries. There hey, we are. Hey, Must hey. Must looking great, Coach. You're looking amazing. Appreciate it. I want to ask you, so I was actually at that game, and pregame I walk in there, and it was rainy. It was windy. There wasn't a whole lot of people there yet. It was like a, it was a bring-your-own-juice game. Like, What did you say to the boys yeah. in the locker room before you took the, the field? Because that was a hard-fought victory. Yeah, you kind of just said it. That was kind of the theme. We're going to have to bring our own energy. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, it wasn't – the most, uh, I guess, appeasing game to a lot of a lot of people watching. You know, nobody really paid to go watch uh, Pinion and uh, Morsed battle it out. And <laughs> what? you know, I do appreciate Thomas. Thomas, first time I've ever been given a jersey post game by a player, uh, Thomas Morsed. So I did appreciate that. But I will say that I think Pinion won that battle. Uh, and I love you, Morsed. But that's you know, Pat. As you, I'm sure you could appreciate the battle that was going on out there. But we found a way to win, and, and we needed to win especially in that miserable weather for both of them to have to go out there. And I think Bradley Pinion, is he your Walter Payton man of the year as well, I believe, for the Olympic Falcons? Yeah. Nice. Hey, hey, Bradley. Hey, baby, Bradley. Yep. Yeah, Brad. hey, I'm still here, coach. You me, but I'm still here. You know, it's okay. Trying to, yeah, they're trying to throw out. Uh, you know, it's weird. It's, it is, you know, are you, how well-received are you in Boston? So, actually, military, you know, oh, yeah. military actually kind of likes our show. So, That's pretty good. good. But the, what, about, what about the Patriot fans? So I'm I'm not I'm not gonna see them. I'm I'm here. Okay. You know the Army Navy folks are here, and then I'm going right to the hotel room, and I'm just shutting it down. You know what I mean? I'm just gonna <laughs> okay. hide, and then I'm gonna come back out here tomorrow morning, do the whole song and dance, and then we're off and running. But yeah, you're right. This place, I mean, they should love me. We, yeah, they, this place should love. Yeah, yeah, I mean, these people aren't from here, but they just said, yeah, we never really did well when I was on the team. You know, against against us doing the Patriots. So whenever old Pat showed up, I think I got a standing ovation. But let's talk a little bit about that win over the Jets. Did you learn anything from your team winning a hard-fought battle? It feels like you guys are building a lot of momentum. feels like we're getting in the yeah. right spot. We're still, still in the lead in the NFC South. Everything we want still is in front of us. What does your team learn from that type of game? And what was the messaging afterwards getting the big win? 
Yeah, you just he's getting December. I mean, you you got to find ways to win games like that, and you know things aren't always going to be perfect. And uh, you know when it gets out there, I mean, most of these games they get down to one possession games, and um, it was good to see. You know, early in the year we had won you know a couple games like that, that you know closed out Green Bay, and then you know we had a a stretch where we had our chances, and you know we 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 didn't get it done uh, on the last drive, so. Uh, it was a good team win. I mean, you got to find a way. We had a couple guys go down. Uh, the other guys get, went in there and stepped in. Uh, that was cool to see. It was a gritty win, and uh, we needed it. And then, you know, I, I, obviously all it does is set up mistakes for this Sunday with Tampa coming in here. You know, a huge division game, a game we need to win. Yeah, that is, you mentioned a big, big division game at home. So if Ludacris comes down from the Raptors again, Coach, are you going to actually acknowledge it during mm-hmm. the game, maybe give him a little fist bump once he finally gets down, or are you going to just stay dialed in? Enjoy yeah, it. but I'd... Yeah, I mean, I just – I would probably be dialed in, but if I see him, I'll definitely acknowledge it. I mean, that's a hell of a feat. I mean, I saw the pictures of that. I, uh, I'm i not afraid of heights, but I don't know if at this point in my life I would have done something like that. I don't care how safe they would have told me it was. Did you all see the pictures of that not, when he's looking down before he goes? Yeah. Yeah. I had sunglasses on, though. I thought that was potentially just like blackout sunglasses, so you save yourself from looking at anything. You know, one of those like when you're driving across a bridge or a glass bridge, oh. it's like, don't look down, you're not really there. Oh. But I think Luda right. has no fear. You, you're you not afraid of... Is there anything you are afraid of? Anything you are afraid of, Coach? Yeah, do you skydive? No, I won't skydive. I mean, there's plenty of things I could think of, but uh, <laughs> no, I'm not going to get back into the uh, alien discussions, but Ooh, that would be... We could. That, that would be something that would kind of terrify you, right, if you're just driving along and then Something happened there. What do but, they look uh, like? What do aliens look like, Coach? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. He's pretty defensive. Right. What, do, what do you guys think? Tall, lanky. I, th- I think. Well, there's a chance that they transform. You know, because they're always in those. The Pentagon. Yeah, the Pentagon. Right. They released that little Tic Tac video. Yeah. And they said, "This is real. We don't know what this is." Although it had been on the internet for a long time, the Pentagon kind of acknowledged its existence, and they said, "We have no idea what this is." This thing would be pulling a thousand G's if it was to be man-made. So we have no idea what it is. But that was small. So is is the little bastard inside of there? And then when it gets out, it, it grows into that thing that we see. What it? You know, that's like the thoughts that I have. I don't know. And it's, yeah, it's a, and I got a lot of questions. I don't know. Me too, but then I always immediately go back to and we talked about this last week whenever I was in your home, like Oklahoma drill, we beat the hell out of those aliens. And we always yeah. have to remember that. In football, we beat them. You know what I mean, coach? We'll still yeah, we'll still beat them in American football. There's no doubt about it. That's that's the one advantage we're we're pretty damn sure we got over them. And I know that they can't grow that mustache. Look how thick wow. that thing is just a few weeks after shaving it, coach. You feel good about where it's at right now? And is it all the way back to where it was? I think it's better than what it was. Hell yeah. I'm not going to record and say I think it's better. Yeah. Yeah. And the team's playing. Correct correlation. Coincidence? Yeah, you tell me. I don't know. Con man has a great free. You guys are the experts. I mean, that's just not for me to say, but, uh, you know, it's, it's a hell of a coincidence. Yeah, I mean, Coach, I, I don't think it is a coincidence. I think it's pretty clear what, uh-huh. what we have in our hands, and that's a magic mustache. And then most people, you know, you don't come across those all the time unless you're riding them. But when we're talking about dealing with the team Jeez. kind of in-house, uh, a lot of the stuff that we've been talking about on week to week are kind of those reports that get floated. And you're, you're not sure if it's confirmed because it's an anonymous source and, you know, it's coming from someone that maybe doesn't actually know anything but just kind of stirring shit up. How do you deal with that as a head coach? I'm assuming that either you you don't hear anything or someone kind of comes to you telling you like, hey, this is kind of a narrative online right now. H- how do you deal with that? And is it easy 
to kind of tell the team, like, hey, look, if if you're outside this room, like, don't be saying anything. You can just deal with it in-house. Like, we're men around here. We can handle this face-to-face. Yeah, it's a great question because, I mean, that that is real. There's so much stuff out there. It just – and some of it's so absurd that it does make you laugh. And if you appreciate, like, good comedy, which which I do, I mean, that's what you – it makes you laugh. Um, yeah, that's the key. I mean, you don't – Want all the drama you, you you do you see it everywhere. It's I always joke that the NFL is the greatest reality show going, and uh, and you just got to keep their perspective because you just see it all the time. And there's so many absurd things uh, people send it to me. I've got a, a lot of people that because I find humor in a lot of things that they'll send me stuff that it's so absurd. Um, you know, like the one today. I, I mean, even I went on the record. You know, talking about the uh, Bijan vaping. Um, which I thought was pretty funny that uh, David Basti showed me that I, we we all got a laugh out of, but that's the stuff that's out there sometimes. It's it's just so absurd. What happened? I didn't hear this. What happened? No, I didn't hear it either. But that was one theory about the last time we played Tampa, so it was brought back up to oh. about Bijan. And then the funniest thing I saw was that uh, he was vaping and then vaped in my face as we were getting off the bus, <laughs> and I benched him. <laughs> So, <laughs> you gotta let him know who's boss. Too much. But Bijan might be the nicest person he's ever seen. I don't think he's, uh, but, uh, you know, it'd been somebody like we had McAfee on the roster that could be, uh, you know, that could be believable. But, uh, you know, it'd be a different, different set of challenges there. Up to the head coach. Could you imagine walking up to the head coach? Oh, Hello, Coach. Good to see you. Yeah, but good to see you. The reason I bring it up because it, it is one of those questions. I mean, there's so much stuff like theories and, uh, run wild about you know what happened it's like why didn't this guy get the ball here it's like well hey the uh we got beat up front quarterback you know something happened you know or somebody went wrong you know there's other there's so many things yeah, that that's happen too on play. people that's too boring i know that's i know boring. i know the, you know it's the conspiracies that are uh i guess more fun to talk about and but like we talk about the ufos and sometimes they could be true so Man, coach, is it Man. fun to coach? Right? Can you ever take time, coach? I know it's always in the grind. Next game, next practice, next meeting. But do you ever get time to just enjoy it? Like maybe even in your office by yourself, and you probably wouldn't even admit it. We're like, Man, this is pretty damn cool. What I'm doing right now. Vape a little yeah, bit. I think there's a perspective. Yeah. Vape around there. No, no, it does. I mean, you get to. Co- I mean, like that's the thing that, and I'm sure. I mean, you guys can speak on your own, but like, it's the day to day stuff. The the humor you find when you've got a great group and and. You know, it's the the things that you laugh at at practice or, you know, how funny some of the guys are, things that come up in practice. You know, somebody does something, you know, we've got some really good guys here. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. Like you got the best job in the world. Like when when people are, you know, act like there's some kind of uh, it's hard, you know, because you maybe lose a game or something. You take a step back. You're like, I get I get paid for a living to coach football with a great group of people. Uh, There's nothing like it. But you need that perspective because it is it's. I've got, I'm so fortunate to have the job. Uh, last question for me. Whenever you're trying to find inspiration on motivational speeches, do you draw a line on things or how do you, uh, <laughs> yes. how do you, how do you find the topic or subject <laughs> of your, of your motivation coach? Everybody's got their own, own stuff, you know, so everybody got their own way to do things and who am I to judge, uh, you know, other people, like you know, I, I gotta, I gotta worry about myself, Pat. What How do you find about? your subjects, though? You got to talk to a team every single day. How do you find? Yeah, you don't want to get stale. You- I mean, yeah, that's why you. It's good to have other interests and, and study other things and some things that are current, some some things historical, and it's why I read and 
you try to stay current with things that are going on. So, because there's tons of examples, there's a long season and you don't want to get stale and you, you need to hit the, the right message, but you don't need to be, you know, rigid where it's death by PowerPoint every day. Coach, do you encourage huh. your players to have other interests? I think that's very important in any yeah, kind of profession to where doing something completely separate from your football life can inspire you and give you new ideas for different things on the football field. So do you like, I feel like football, though, it's driven into people like, oh, no, if you have a second of free time, you better be in your in your playbook. You better, like, it, you don't get rewarded for having other interests. You, so I like to hear that you actually encourage it and, and want them to do Absolutely. other things. Absolutely. You need it. I mean, it keeps you recharged. It keeps you fresh. You're right. You find creativity or d- different things that, that can maybe help you in other industries. Uh, you know, life's more interesting that way. You know, learn about other people. Absolutely. Yeah. That, that old adage, like, you know, 24-7, you better eat, breathe, sleep, whatever it was. Uh, I mean, you talk about just burning somebody out, especially during, during I mean, it's such a long journey. Here we are in December and uh, in August feels like three years ago. Yeah, it does. Coach. We appreciate the hell out of you for this ride this season. We're incredibly proud of you getting your team to where they are. Feel good about the boys you have? Got a tight team? Feels like you guys do. Yeah, I love these guys. Pat, I really do. It's such a fun group to coach. So, you know, that's why, you know, you want to get this this done. Uh, you know, it's a huge game for us Sunday, and hopefully just keep stacking wins. Man. Keep doing it, Coach. We appreciate the hell out of you. Head coach of the I Atlanta Falcons, ladies and gentlemen. The mustache, Coach Artie Span. Yeah, Thanks, Coach. Yeah. Did you know about the vaping thing, Pat? I had no idea. No idea. No, I just learned that. That's awesome. To yeah. think that, that would have been in front of the whole team, too. He said he got off the bus and blew vape smoke yep. in his face. I'm like, so then the whole bus is staying there watching your running back do that? That's There's no chance what? that happened. And you know, with vape, there's going to be a little bit of spit, too. So it basically spits in the face of your head coach. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. So here it is coming from Samuel Sung. This seems real. Yeah, bingo. (laughs) 2.1 million views on that. That's part of the problem. Yeah. That's that's 2023. Uh, But if B. John Robinson is blowing smoke in the face of the head coach as a rookie, I'll tell you what, we got a dog on our yeah, hands. Yeah, not necessarily yeah. the right way to do things. I appreciate that he said, like, Bijan's like the nicest kid of all time. Uh-huh. Why? That yeah. That is because he's like almost saying, like, what this is saying about Bijan's character, let alone mm-hmm. me being petty and benching him for that. That's not true. But like, Bijan would also never do this. This is one of the best humans we have. I appreciate him taking that stance and addressing it. Um, I would also like to address these right here. Yeah. What yeah. <laughs> You know, my cause, my cleats Mm -hmm. for the brand was the foundation that I chose. And uh, obviously, it is a foundation that was founded after my dog, Valerie, battled cancer for the first time. And we found out how expensive cancer treatments are for dogs. And, you know, uh, my wife is obviously a massive piece of this. And two of her girlfriends are the driving forces behind it all. And once we realized how expensive it was, we immediately wanted to raise money for people to be able to maybe pay for other animals and pets to extend their lives. And cancer isn't automatically a death sentence because you're talking about thousands and thousands of dollars that people have to make the decision between having four or five more years with a family pet that is like a kid or 
are we not going to be able to afford this? So I picked Further Brand, and shout out to the Houston Texans for getting this done. Now, obviously, that's another AFC South team. Our show is in Indianapolis, yep. but our relationship with the Houston Texans has become a wonderful thing, and they wanted to say thanks and do this. They got Connor some. They got ZD some. Mm -hmm. They got a couple other guys some. So we're very appreciative and happy to be a part of it, and uh, thank you so much to the artists that did this. And I don't know the name, but they did a hell of a job. Hell of a job. Yeah, those things look sweet. I saw Sick. when you put those up on the desk. It uh, yeah, it caught my eye a little bit. Awesome, great cause. It's cool what the, the NFL does with the My Cleats, My Cause situation. You can Everyone can hear the music. We're coming up against a hard out. Hour two will be wrapping up. Hour three will be on ESPN Plus and on YouTube. Pat will be here Monday. Bye. Nice. Well done, man. Well well These guys have been eyeballing me, Pat. Let's take a quick five to try to, try to take a leak. Why do you guys do this? You do this every They've been eyeballing me all day long. You can just say, hey, this, I got to take I a piss. piss. Yeah, yeah, I pee every seven seconds. Yeah, I, I'm going to go We're as well. We're 53 minutes in the hour. I mean, we can't take, I mean, I know. You know? Like, can we at least go to two? I'm just telling you these eyes, eyes the tides. I mean, we have not we have, once. We have literally and figuratively huge breaking news. Let me hear it. What? Let's hear it. I didn't know about that. Pelicans, yes. Pelicans are fed up, and they told Zion he needs to stop eating so much food. Are you serious? Wait, do we have a graphic or something on this? It just came out. I just saw it. I just sent it in the chat, okay? Pelicans have repeatedly stressed to Zion Williamson that his diet and conditioning need to improve, but the former number one pick doesn't listen. Oh, no. C. Clark of the Times. Oh, I'm going to do a D-butt there. I don't know if that's... Is that... That's Cajun. I don't know if that's English there, but... The um, this has been the story of Zion, hasn't it? That's this right. has yeah. been. Uh, I thought he was playing well. This kind of, not last night. He has been. He, last night he had a bad night. I think Charles Barkley came out and was like, "Hey Zion, there's no reason you're not the best player on the floor. Yeah. Uh, the, the only reason is because you want to take care of yourself." And that's coming from Charles Barkley, yeah. who's obviously post retirement had his own weight issues, but whenever he was playing, absolute mountain of a man and a monster. Mm -hmm. I think he respected his profession. Ty, you did a piece. Uh, what was that last year? Yes. I think about how Zion should be a guy that we remember forever for being a one of one. Mm -hmm. He's more explosive than any human that's ever been built the way that he's been built. We've seen him since he's like 12 years old doing windmill dunks at a size that you don't expect. He's indenting floors with how big he is. But for one reason or another, it just hasn't gotten through his head that he is an anomaly. And if he was to take advantage of that with the modern options of diet and conditioning, he would be even more of an absolute freak. Freak. He was in Las Vegas. Obviously, we saw the press conference of him, Brandon Ingram. This is not a good shot of him. Yeah. The Jabba obviously must have been in fisheye lens, so that must have been stretching him yeah, a little bit, sure not actually what pounds. he looked like in real life. <laughs> but, Ty, this is a thing that has happened to basketball players in the past, every sport, but basketball more specifically. And we've been worried about this for a long time. I'm happy the Pelicans are finally like, hey, enough. You're wasting a career. Yeah, absolutely. The thing I did was basically about a bunch of these guys who had been drafted in like the top 15, uh, top 10. A couple of them are like top five picks in the NBA draft who, same deal, they basically just like ate their way out of the league. Like, you know, they big bodies already, obviously, but just could never get it right. And with Zion, it's kind of getting to the point where it's like you almost just 
like you I love watching him play, but I almost just like don't give a shit anymore because it's clear like he just doesn't give a fuck. You know, like everyone this is the only knock on him. This is what everyone has said since he's come into the league. Obviously the injuries are part of it, but it's like at some point you kind of have to realize take ownership. He has to take ownership. Exactly. What more can a team do? He's not a Duke anymore. Like they already rewarded him with a massive contract. Like he has massive (laughs) expectations and he clearly just doesn't give a shit. And I like like I mean, that's one thing I don't know. I'm sure it's I mean, you guys could obviously speak on this much easier but I feel like once you get rewarded with that contract and if you actually love basketball and like all the stuff that basketball affords him to do off the court yeah then like prove him right how hard is it to just find someone who can like get your diet locked in as opposed to just like no fuck it we're in we're in Vegas I'm gonna go take this replica NBA cup and fill it to the top with ice cream and drizzle pop all over it and it's like it was on it was on an 18 wheeler I saw that thing come in that'd be a lot of ice cream well um, he could do it I know that as somebody who, and Shaq's another guy who obviously was able to put on the weight yeah. and lose the weight, but right. whenever he was in his prime, he was completely focused. I am a human who my weight fluctuated from like 265, 270 down to 233. Vastly different position and everything like that. But I realized that I was blowing an opportunity. You know what I mean? Like, hey, is is this worth my joints just not operating at optimum levels, this food that I'm having, this yeah. lack of discipline at the dinner table, breakfast with the beers, what? the whiskey, what? the pizza, what? the wing. What? And then like, I finally had to get to a point. I think Vinatieri and I had a great conversation because Vinatieri took care of himself very, very well. It was like, all that shit will be around when you retire, dude. You know what I mean? Like all that'll be there. And when I got myself into the best shape I've ever been, then I just rattled off my four or five best years. You know, it's like there's a direct correlation to when your body is your actual work that when you take care of it, it pays you back. And I just hope that Zion somehow hits a rock bottom and is like, yeah, I need to maybe take care of my screen goes completely black. It's one of those... It's you hope sad, it's not too AJ, late, don't you think? I, I hope it's not too late when he does figure it out. It's when not. He real, it's, no, not now. I'm saying, but eventually he's going to have to figure it out at some point, and hopefully it's not too late to where it's already too far gone, and for whatever reason, injuries and different things, you don't figure it out. But it's it's on him. Yeah, the team can help him as much as they can, but, but you're a professional. You're an adult. You can hire someone, have someone with him 24 hours a day. They can People can do whatever they want to sneak food and do whatever. And not, smack do, food not off out. out of his hand. Just yeah. have somebody. You know there was that, uh, as a screen goes black, uh, there's somebody, I forget the story, but somebody was walking through a public place, it's historic, and they were a hero or whatever in these people's eyes, and they hired somebody to walk around him and say, you are just a human, you're just a human, you're just a human, or something like that. That's like the tale almost, mm-hmm. that you're reminded and uh, humiliated. It's like, if he needs to hire somebody and pay him six figures, mm-hmm. pay him $100,000 a year, that's a hell of a job, pay him one hundred fifty grand like a doctor. You know what I mean? And just anytime he's around food, just smack it. Mm-hmm. Just you know, and have it, no. and have a healthy option that tastes good with them. That's the thing. You could have some really, really good taste of food if you hire someone decent, and the the, the team would probably support it too, and bring him on the plane, bring him everywhere. And imagine what he'd be able to do with how explosive he is. Oh yeah, with how explosive how good he, he is. would feel. If he was the shed, the weight vest that he's wearing, yeah. which is essentially what it is. How much does he weigh? Every- Do we know how much he weighs for real? He's such a large human. 285, I bet. Okay. At least. That video, that that little 
Jabba shot there mm-hmm. did not do him any. Uh, no, no, it, d- it didn't help. But it is real. And like you brought up Shaq, like a lot of the times when you when you go back and watch Shaq's documentary, Shaq would talk about like, yeah, sure. When I would first, when the season would first start, like, yeah, I would use that first month where I wasn't in the best shape. But by the time, I mean, December rolled around, like they were hitting their stride and the Lakers were, you know, going back to the finals in that, you know, June a- after that. But he doesn't even have that. It's almost as if he was in shape before the season more so than he is right now, which is a huge problem because how the hell how the hell is that happening? Because even that press conference where they're talking about what the celebration will be like, like that's one thing. And then you get beat by 40, and it's like, okay, that's another thing. Yeah, that, that that's the video right there. Yeah, but you can tell his teammates love him. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, from, that, sure. from that press conference, you can tell his teammates love him. So I think this is all coming from a place of love, which is good. But maybe he needs a little bit of like – Hey, you're fucking us all. You know, yeah. like I, I needed, like I wanted personally Andrew Luck to be a meaner person. Mm-hmm. Okay, like I, I wanted him. He's Andrew Luck's like the perfect human, incredibly intelligent, wildly athletic, got along with everybody, nice to every human that he encounters, treats nobody different. Like he is the perfect human. But like at some point when you're an NFL quarterback, like if an offensive lineman isn't doing their job, like it's affecting everybody. Like, so like whenever you, you telling that offensive lineman, like, Hey, you need the, we need the, okay. Like that's not being a mean person. That's actually being a good teammate to everybody else almost, you know? So it's like, at some point somebody has to explain to Zion, like, Hey, you're screwing us all, buddy. We're paying you a lot of money. You have a lot of potential. Our team could be Phenomenal. But for whatever reason, you're choosing not to help us. Like you're letting us all down pretty much with the way you're going about this. And I wonder if that's the messaging that the Pelicans have finally delivered to them. And that's why it's kind of making its way out now, as opposed to what it was in the past, AJ. Well, to that point, Pat, like with them saying he just doesn't listen, like how long does that goodwill last where it's like these guys like him? But like you said, it's like, hey, we have the opportunity to do something special here. And it's really as simple as just like you can't just fucking eat everything in sight, okay? Like that's all you have to do is like be a little bit more disciplined when we're on the road and wherever. Like how long does that goodwill last before these guys are like, hey, listen, we've tried everything and this guy just won't fucking listen. He's got all this money. He's already been paid. He doesn't care. So fuck him. Like we're, we're done trying to, you know, it's like. I'm not- Zion, Zion, as a guy who loves food, it'll be there when you're done, dude. You it'll go. be there. It'll be even better. Ty, won't it? Yeah, It'll be even it will. With advancements in food, it'll mm-hmm. be even better whenever he's retired 10 years from now. And on. guess what? You know, like Diet Coke isn't that much different than regular Coke. Like, if you can't Whoa. give up, uh, if you can't, it is. Terrible. No, it is. Believe me, it is. But if you, if you're drinking 24 cans Diet of. Diet Mountain Dew's not terrible. Nope. If you're drinking 24 cans of unleaded Coke Starry. a day, Starry, like. Yeah. Or sorry, mm-hmm. find a diet option just to kind How of How many start. things have they tried by now? Think about this, Pat. If this is coming out and they're saying he just won't listen, they've tried everything. Like the team has thrown everything at him, I would imagine. I've seen a lot of dudes who have to be big for their job, you know, like offensive linemen, try yeah. a lot of things to lose weight quickly because they get fined yeah. for the amount of weight that they're over. I assume Zion's tried all those tricks. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I assume he has tried... All the colonoscopy drinks yep. when uh-huh. you just flush <laughs> it's out. It's got to be a lifestyle seven, change, obviously. Coke seven, zero. eight pounds overnight. How you know what it? I mean? They're like 23, isn't that 23, the, Isn't that the craziest part, Pat? If he's 23, 24, 
You know, you always hear old people go, oh, wait till you get up my age and how tough it is. I can't. I look at a cookie and I gain 10 pounds. Like people try to say all those dumb things to you, but he's only 23, 24 years old, man. It's not going to get much easier as he gets older. He's got to be housing food. Yes. Why don't they put so him on Ozempic? Why don't he? he just is that illegal? Yeah, is that illegal? Yeah. How's that work? He should be able is to. Is a performance like, enhancer? Like, why wouldn't he be able to? And, like, right, because that is an appetite suppressor. Yeah. Right? Isn't that what it is? Yes. Yeah. What? Yeah, I but if you're if eating testing. your like weight and food every single day, like how much? I mean, if he's still only eating like 150 pounds worth of food, like is it even going to do that much? <laughs> I'm It'll sick help, of it. Hopefully. I'm not even bummed out anymore. It's like not bummed out. No, I used to be because he's fun to watch, but now it's like, hey, what the he fuck plays, are you doing? When was it? What was the game he had a week or two ago? I was watching the highlights Days, again the other day. Like, oh yeah. my goodness, that when. He is absolutely unstoppable. It's scary when he starts going to the hoop and how athletic and nimble how the guy moves. Like it's not, it's not right how he can move. Like it's unfair. I think him and uh, he's always going to be big. Yeah, he's always yeah. going to be yeah. big. Yeah. He's yeah. like he's a linebacker. You know, he's built like a outside linebacker. So can we you respect that. Him to coming downhill with his head and hands. Oh my goodness, he would explode your yeah. helmet. Well, I think he'd be a D tackle yeah, if he came into the NFL. Three technique for sure. Ooh, yeah. And he would just be able to eat two blocks or whatever. But it's like, Zion, we want to see you at your best, buddy. Come on. Yeah. Come on. We love watching you play, Zion. And Josh. Now, now, AJ, uh -oh. with what you were going to do 10 minutes ago. Oh, okay. We're going to do that. You know what? Because we're going to regroup around here. You regroup there. When you're taking a leak, think of all the great picks you want because Ooh. I believe I'm finally won a Thursday game, right? At a boy. Yeah. Congrats, congrats to you. Congrats. I, you know. What an embarrassment those Pittsburgh Steelers are. That's, I'm sick of it. That's being kind, too. I mean, is for real, though, Pat, is he it? is Tone is the exact lunatic fringe that he's talking about. Like everything he would Kirk would say, I'm like, that's, every, that's every one of the things that Kirk that Tone does before and after all Steeler games. Fire head coach, fire OC, fire this guy. Yeah, that is what'd you say right when you came on the air? What? That firehead coach, fire OC, get rid of change. wholesale changes. You wanted them to Tear the, the practice facility. So down. you're cool with like, hey, let's just be mediocre every year. They're a playoff well, team right now. With the practice facility, they split it with a college. So yeah, I mean, that's maybe that's build a new one. Yeah, maybe, that'd be nice. Actually. Maybe get an independent one. That UPMC facility is very nice, though. I mean, that it is like a very staple cool. of Pittsburgh. It's beautiful, very beautiful. I think it's a recruiting tool for Pitt, honestly. Well, Aaron Donald also has dumped like $10 million into that building. That's probably a pretty good recruiting tool. That you know what I mean? That's, that does help. But they can't win games, and they can't fill up that stadium. And Tone was scared that that stadium was going to look like a pick game last night. And 10 minutes before kickoff, it did. Yeah. Big time. They showed up. They showed up, but they weren't. it wasn't like a, hey, let's do this tonight crowd. They they were there, you know, but they showed up, you know, at kickoff. That I mean, that's like, – I, I respect that. I respect that. Yeah, and it's a working city. You know, Friday, Friday, you still got to work. That's right. So True. The fact that they were still there, fourth quarter, when Renegade hit, sold out. I saw a guy with his. He had a bumblebee face paint. Yeah, he had, yeah. Which, that. It was. It was more attention to detail on his face than like Jeff Hardy, Sting, what? and even those folks from Kiss. I mean, it was like real. He was out there, and the cars were waving. It was. I think Pittsburgh represented last night in a big way, even though the team did. So wow. shout out to the shout out to the Three River City, Donner. Shout out, shout out. What do you call it? The the sure, Donner sure. Yeah. Down the sure. Is that what they all call it, or is that something just you say, Tom? I'm not sure. Well, honest. there's the North Sure. Yeah. There's the South sure. South Side, mm. and then there's Zachary Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Boom. 
They still got those Heinz bottles in there, don't they? Yeah, they brought brought them back. They brought them back. Where'd they store them is my question. Those are huge. Good question. Coach Diggs had them in the backyard by the Mm -hmm. pool. Oh, congrats. Uh Turn them into Mm -hmm. a chair. Mm -hmm. What what was it called? Paradise Diggs? Paradise Diggs. Wait, excuse me. I've not heard of this. Huh? Diggs' backyard is uh, was. I don't know what the new what new crib looks like. I assume it's you the same. A tiki bar back there. What it's is it? There was there was a tiki oh, yeah. bar. Yeah, there was. Pool. Was there a bocce? No, no, there was not. No, they they say there that was for pool basketball though. Pool basketball. Oh, pool basketball. That's the best. Pool basketball, pool volleyball, two of the oh, yeah the greatest activities. And we did it right. There was no rules. Pool basketball. Boom. And oh. and the basement was right. The basement was set up pretty good. Right off the. I mean, it was Paradise Diggs, huh? It was talk of the time. It was talk of the time. Is it still Upper. open? Uh, no, I've heard it's in a sad, sad situation. My dad is Coach. pissed about it. No, it's not his. I mean, they sold the oh. house, and the person that bought it didn't keep it up. Wow. What, is Coach Diggs flying drones over there to see if Paradise Diggs is still <laughs> He said, you know, he said the town was talking about it. The whole town was talking the about town, it. Town's talking. The town is guys, talking. You guys hear about Paradise Diggs? You I'll tell you what, that place, was, that place was talked about. That couple murderers hung out there, too. Wait, nice. is this a place for, oh, for really? adults and kids? Was it more for your dad and his friends or for Both. you and your friends? Both. Oh, you all co-mingled? Listen, yeah. if there's... For the boys. I mean, you can't you can't kill a 30-pack of Coors Light if you don't start at like 11 a.m. in the morning. What? So. Oh, okay. That was a great time. Can't drink all day. Have you thought about the murderers that hung out there? Yeah, what kind of murder? I know there was a murderer. I guess old buddy probably was never up there. No, I didn't know that Who, guy. Two doors down from me. I didn't know that guy. No, no. Our high school murders. has a lot of. Our high school has some killers. Really? That you know, right. we just walked around alongside. Real life. Yeah. Were I mean, they, were they killing people back then, or you found out later? Later. Uh, we don't. Uh, yeah, later. We don't know for sure for later one of sure. them. We don't know about the other one. Possibly. But like my street, my street. If you just go around my neighbors, pretty. I mean. Pretty heavy jail time around there. And uh yeah, Paradise Diggs was a host though. One of those murders, a couple times. I mean that was yeah. the breeding that's ground cra- for these I just had I just had a full oh, memory of Paradise Diggs with yeah. said person that we're talking about right now. And it's like we're just walking amongst where does that you know, that's uh, not a big deal. Let's go Mustangs. You go, go Mustangs. Mustangs. You're all Mustangs here, right, Pat? Yep. With that being said, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back with we'll our picks on the other side. Obviously, wrap up Hour 3. Beautiful Feel Good Friday. Take five, fellas. Bye. 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 Hour 3 of the Pat McAfee Show is here. I am AJ Hawk sitting in for Pat as he is in Foxborough for the Army-Navy game tomorrow. Should be a good one, fellas. Football. Football. There we have okay, I it. Couldn't hear it. You couldn't hear it. What happened? Can you hear the music at all, Pat? No, I can't hear the music at all. But I want to be a part of the team with the boys. So oh, yeah. I'm so excited about football. Good Just call. So excited about football. Appreciate you being being part of it, Pat. We love uh, love having you. you. Got some signs behind you. You got some uh, some atmosphere going. What? Someone's delivering you food now. Oh, you as got well? the local delicacies. What is it? Ooh. Okay, so uh, the one sign there says uh, AJ Hawks fingers bum me out. Nice. Okay. That's, that's a good sign. Let me get let me get out of the way here so you can see them. You want to zoom in on those? You can definitely zoom in on those. Great flag. Yes. So you guys can read them. Yeah, there's the bums me out. Uh-huh. AJ Hawks okay. fingers bum me out. I respect the cheers. Next to that, cheers, beers, and mountaineers. Nice. Hell yeah, heard that statement a lot. Love everything about it. Let's go mountaineers. I don't know what's on the bottom there. Looks like it could be somebody's phone number or something. I have no uh, idea. I'm here because my husband has loved Pat since 2005, and then she put it Hell, below. 
Hell yeah, that's when I graduated high school and became a West Virginia Mountaineer. It was great to get down to Morgantown. I uh, tell your hubby, I said, what's good? You know, neighborhood favorites are delivered by your friends at DoorDash. Oh. These Amen. people are my favorites up here Hell in the yeah. Northeast. That's These right. people standing out here. Is it too cold for jorts? Uh, I don't have them on, but I am wearing a tank top. I think that is at least worthy of a conversation. I'm only here for real journalism. Hell yeah. Respect. Yes. That's right. That kid right gets side. it. Right. He gets it. That guy knows. Happy birthday. This next one says uh, happy birthday, Hell Ben, yeah. right there oh. in the uh, water boy jersey. I appreciate that. Uh, I certainly appreciate that. Happy birthday, Ben. Ben's a good boy. He Love is a good, good, boy. good boy. He is a good boy. Oh, ben, ben is the internet sensation. He has turned 10. And then one right next to this sign is really good. Oh, yep. Yes. Zoom in on wow. that one. Wow. Boom. Ty, what goes through your mind whenever you see that photo, pal? Yeah, you know, uh, that one is probably, it's going to be tough to live that one down, I think. I think I'm going to be seeing (laughs) that picture for quite some time. And that's okay, you know, because what are you going to do? I mean, sometimes you try to fart and you shit your pants a little bit. It happens. Exactly. And then right next to that, Maserati Marv to Foxborough is the last one there being held up and once again we do not know if marvin harrison uh jr or marvin harrison senior like the nickname maserati marv but we do know that when gus johnson says something you have to respect it so a lot of good signs out here a lot of good people we appreciate them we we, we told people not to come today yeah, so man. these people are a little bit of a rebel spirit uh, which we certainly love yeah i got delivered some mission barbecue is the name of the company mission Ooh. barbecue and uh Got a chance to listen to the owner and founder speak in our ESPN production meeting this morning. What a guy that commands a room. Nice. He, I mean, Bill, Bill Crass is his name. Oh, okay. hell yeah. oh, he's an old Under Armour guy. Of course. Boom. Click clack. Yeah. He actually told me that's he, he yeah. you and he were the ones. Yeah. Click clack. Yeah. That's Bill's the awesome. Whole, yeah. I've had that. When I, you know what, Pat? When I was at the, uh, the Ryder Cup, at uh, Whistling Straits, we had I saw Bill had Mission Barbecue everything there. Yeah, he's been wanting to 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 get stuff for you and the boys for a long time. You created Click Clack. Yeah. No, 130 stores across the country. Huge. Started obviously as one. They um every day at noon, which is obviously lunch. Yeah. Shut down the kitchen. Everything stops. They play the national anthem. Yeah. Oh wow. He's got a son. Every Mission there. Barbecue. Bill Krause. Three sons serving, two Marines, one soldier, uh, which I think is Army. Mm -hmm. They're all being deployed next year. Heard him talk this morning. He came in and talked to the game day crew and was like, we pride ourselves on, you know, like basically we love America. We love those who serve our community. We're very grateful and appreciative to be in this country. And we everything they do from the meat is like we we don't freeze any meat. It's like the way this guy spoke was like America, like oozing through this Mm -hmm. human. And I'm like. I said, hell yeah. A couple, a couple, as he was talking to the entire room, yeah, I dropped a couple, hell yeah, yeah while he was <laughs> doing his entire thing. It was like, uh, that's good American right there, Bill Krause. And I'll tell you, the meat is phenomenal. They got a couple good, uh, different barbecue sauces here as well. So I'm grateful for the delivery. I'm grateful for these people and I'm grateful to be an American here on hell his yeah. Army yeah. Navy weekend. It's going to be awesome. Amen. <laughs> In Gillette. This is a beautiful thing. I'm very lucky for it all. Yeah, what a beautiful weekend for America and everything. But I think, Pat, someone popped into my ear. I think there may be some breaking news, possibly. Justin Jefferson, I think he is officially off the injury report and set to make his return Sunday at Las Vegas, says Tom Pelissero. What do you think about that? What's that going to open up their playbook a little bit, Pat? I love it. You know, there was conspiracy theories out there that he was not going to come back and play until – 
he gets a new deal maybe. Was uh, was maybe not going to get rushed back. Justin Jefferson's team never said that. Kevin O'Connor and the Vikings never said that. But there was rumblings of that potentially being the case. The NFL is better when Justin Jefferson's on the field. I'm pumped for this. I'm thankful for this. And congrats to Kevin O'Connell getting the best weapon in football back on the field for him here down the home stretch. Yeah, it's got to feel pretty good, especially, I mean, that's that's a game, I guess, them against the, the Las Vegas Raiders. Mm-hmm. I don't know which team, uh, it's going to be a pivotal point for both of them, I guess, in this season. Yeah, what about think, you, Tone? Yeah, and it was huge because while Jefferson was out, you know, Addison kind of made a name for himself yeah. as a rookie. So now getting them back, it's only going to be, It's gonna, I mean, obviously you get one of, if not the best wide receiver back in football, it's going to be a lot better for need him. Dobbs, well. yep. Need Dobbs yes. to throw the ball to the Vikings. Yeah, yeah correct. Bingo. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Not to the other team. They might have got a little bit too much. You know? Yeah. Like at the beginning, he doesn't know much, but he's just kind of playing by instinct. And then maybe they just got a little bit too much. Let's find a happy medium, right? Let's find a happy medium. Let him still trust his instincts and really just be a gunslinger, but just have a little bit more knowledge. I trust Kevin O'Connell, though. Oh, yeah. We all do, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's get Justin Jefferson back on the field. Everything changes. Go ahead, comment. And Kevin O'Connell said too, like sometimes I need to tell myself, like I, I don't want to overcoach him, give him too much. And granted, that was early, but maybe you do just tell Josh, like, hey, forget, forget it all. Okay, Justin Jefferson's going to be on your left. Addison's going to be on your right, and Hawkinson's going to be down the middle. Okay, just pick one, sling the pill, and if none of them are open, you better run your ass north. Okay, mm-hmm. because we need yards and we need points. I mean, whichever way that safety's shaded. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That safety's going this way. Guess what we're doing? We're going to go that way. Mm-hmm. And if it's an incompletion, sweet. It's either our guy or no guys. Mm-hmm. And I, I know that people spend like 13 hours a day in the building trying to find an advantage and everything. But if you have Justin Jefferson, it's like, hey, we're throwing the ball at Justin. We found Jefferson. our advantage. Like that's yep. a, we I, found the advantage. Yeah, right that, is a ni- that, is a nice, that is a nice added wrinkle. And I can't wait to see that grill. Woo. Back the shades, oh, baby. dancing, oh, baby. Yeah, Pump. NFL is better with Justin Jefferson, man. NFL is better with Justin Jefferson. Ty I'm excited. Handle. Ty is big so news. No, nah, I was hoping he'd be out the rest of the season because the Packers do have to play them uh, again, and and Ooh. this definitely uh, adds a, a little bit more firepower to their yeah. offense. I think safe to say. Who the Packers play this weekend? Uh, they play the Giants. I'm on football. Pat, you wanna, should we get to our picks? You think here? Like we could pop up the. Uh, the chart here, we got everything going on. Last night, obviously, the Patriots went 21-18 oh, yeah. in the sure to Tone's, uh, um, you know, Tone's a little bit uh, upset this morning. I think if, honestly, I think if the Steelers would have won, Tone would still have this same attitude. The That's same, right. like, pouty. For sure. Like, someone <laughs> kicked my dog attitude. I asked him this yesterday, actually, AJ. I said, are you guys actually only happy if you win the Super Bowl? Because I think that is insanely crazy but he said no when they win he is happy so you know it's a little different no when they win and he know when he thinks they can win a super bowl yeah he's happy yep yep pat listened so you know this whole year you feel like this whole year they never had a chance to win the super bowl so you were out from day one uh no after the preseason it's been the the last that's tough how do you know for sure whether when they won preseason when ben was was that ben's rookie year whenever ben stepped in and they won did you think they'd win it that year you mean when they were 15 and one yeah i thought they were yeah i thought they had a pretty good (laughs) young kid tone was (laughs) nine years old yeah he knew (laughs) yeah yeah i felt pretty good that year i felt pretty good for a lot of years you know just so you're just spoiled that's all yeah Yeah, that was the patriots too you're gonna be miserable for a long time i'm just gonna say that's just how odds your chances i thrive under those conditions yeah, I mean it, it's the reality of the situation. Like when Connor's the same. When way. you're the fan of a team, some people like being upset because it gives them power to be upset. Like in a relationship, so I'm like, hey, well, 
I'm just going to be a dick because they feel, even though they may uh-huh. not voice it, they they feel like power being a dick. Like, oh, I don't, yeah, yeah you guys oh. are all, everyone's against me. Yeah, those people are asshats. Controlling moods, controlling yeah. mood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. I got, I get what you're saying. That's tough. It, it, but What's what, that called? An energy vampire? Isn't that what Nick Saban ooh, calls it? Right. Yeah. Tough, tough to be around. Yeah, it's a bad man. Sorry about it. No, it's just like to Tony's point. Like it, it when you win a Super Bowl as a fan, and you've been to multiple Super Bowls, like that is the feeling that we're talking about chasing the dragon. Yeah. That is the feeling you're chasing. Like, and a lot of the times, for me at least, like the AFC Championship game, winning that was almost as good as winning the Super Bowl because then it's just two weeks yeah. of you of everybody just talking about your team Agreed. and another team, and you're just looking forward to that one game for two whole weeks. You have all the media sessions, all that stuff. Like that is awesome. So when you don't get those things and you've already experienced them, it's like, well, yeah, going to the playoffs is cool, and and you obviously want to be invited to the dance, like. Of course, and and if if your team and Tony maybe feels differently, but if your team makes it to the playoffs, you are a thousand percent happy about yeah. it. Like you, you did yeah. it, you made it to the playoffs. But there are situations like the New England this year, like the Steelers right now, where you kind of have to figure out what you have in your team. And last year for the Patriots, like they didn't have it, and you're seeing that this year, and it's very similar to the Steelers. Like this year, it's not like they don't have it, but clearly there are problems with the team. And so if that kind of trickles into next year, you see what happens with New England when that happens. And like it's just another year down the tubes. Like that's why I'm glad the Patriots are three and ten. This is it. We're gonna get a quarterback at the top of the draft. Look at the teams in the AFC. All those guys are coming from those top picks. And granted, you can fall into a Purdy or a Dak or even a Russell Wilson, but the likelihood of that versus just being in those top three slots is different. And or when, a Tom Brady? Bingo. Yeah, <laughs> of course, of course. I, I don't even put him out there because I don't think it's realistic that'll ever happen again. But granted, Purdy, <laughs> Purdy might happen. You're being negative, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I am being negative. I also hope it never happens for the fact of the Patriots dynasty is the only one forever, even though the Chiefs are hunting. So t- it'll be so tough to, to duplicate yeah, that. Yeah, it's impossible. It, it's impossible. 20 years? Yeah, we, 20 years that, in this stadium? <laughs> AFC was never as good, not even for one year, let alone how good it is right now during the Patriots status. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. Well, I think the caveat, And it never too. will be with free agency now, Bingo. too, and salary yeah. cap. I think it's going to be very difficult to keep people around. Impossible. Yeah. I think the caveat, too, with what Tony's saying, and, and like, it's, there's, there's a difference between making the playoffs and having your team make the playoffs and knowing that, like, oh, we're going to get beat by 40 in the first yeah. round. Yeah, exactly. Like, because then it's just, like, then you're the team that got into the dance, and they get their asses kicked, and they get embarrassed. That and every, season, and yeah. ev- that's well, all you remember. Well, and that's what everyone's saying. Like, these yeah. guys fucking suck. They had no business being in here, and then that's all anyone's talking about until the next season starts. I get it. And you get a bad draft pick. Bingo. Yep. Exactly. It can't and, even get better. It's because it's, you're a product for... of your own success, though. Like, you, you're, the standard it's is so high. The expectations you have to where you're – it's like what Nick Saban. Remember, this year has been a weird path for them with the All early right. loss, and he even said, "Like, well, it kind of it almost alleviates a little bit of that pressure because there's so much placed on every single play, every single game." But the Alabama, they already got they'd been written off from the jump, so it's like, okay, here we go. Like, it's our backs against the wall, and they came out fighting, and now look where they are. Like, it was more fun, I feel like, when you have to do that. The standard is the standard. Right in that kind of mm-hmm. what is said in oh, all yeah. those very good places, mm-hmm. those very good places. That's kind of like, hey, we did it. And once you accomplish something, the amount of pressure that gets put on you, 
because of that. And then you just got to duplicate it. Because everything it's else like, sucks. It's true. When you've won, if you won it all, everything else, like, no, it's fun. It's great. But it it just, it's last, not. The it's also heavy. It's also very heavy, you know, for the people that have to accomplish it, you know? Yeah. Like, that's why, like, Carson Beck coming in there. Mm -hmm. Like, the Patriots, how many different forms of that team? Did you guys have so, over the twenty years? Like yeah. four of them, five four, of them. There, there are four different iterations. It's legitimately like two thousand one to two thousand six, and then it's two thousand seven to probably two thousand twelve, where they lost the uh, next Super Bowl to the Giants, and then it was twenty thirteen to twenty eighteen. Yeah, so it's like every team that comes in now, you got to live up to the hype mm -hmm. of the last one, and like you got to live up to the hype of the. La it's it's an absurd pressure that comes with success, which is why. I'm not sure there, there there will never be another Patriot situation, but like fans just expecting that to happen is yeah yeah is wild too. If that's what your happiness is being held hostage by, that's a pretty crazy decision as well, AJ. But we appreciate fans, don't we? We appreciate that's the hell of fans and what makes sports go wrong. That's Bingo. what makes sports great is that like the irrational fandom like you yes if you're a diehard fan you should be a rational con man well no that's the thing like during the new england page like during that dynasty football didn't matter till december like it, you shoot that kind of sucks too at the it same does. time it, though it, it kind of well, does well I, so I, I know what you're saying because these last couple of years like the cam newton year the mac jones rookie year is like okay this is the first time in my life think how happy tom won. was winning this some of those games that when he was with the bucks oh yeah when they'd already like oh they're they're not they're not good anymore and then they'd win and be so excited mm -hmm. and they barely squeak out a victory I'm like I'm happy. I heard. I said down here. I'm happy. He can enjoy a victory. He. When's yeah. the last time he enjoyed yes. a regular season win? It's been a while, probably. No, especially never. Yeah, yeah. never. Not allowed to because it doesn't matter. Like, hey, on to the next one. No matter what, on to the next. On well, the next. and for Tom too, like his biggest regret is the best Patriots team we ever had didn't win a Super Bowl. Like there, there are guys who the played, undefeated year. Yeah, the undefeated year. Think about it. Randy, Wes Welker, Logan Mankins. Like there were massive Everywhere pieces that look. people. In New England, think of like when they think of the New England Patriots. Welker's one of those guys. Logan Mankins is one of the most beloved Patriots of all time, and they never won a Super Bowl. It's just crazy. Look, thinking about that versus those six teams that did. Wait, Logan Mankins has at least a ring, right? Uh, no, I'm, I believe he did not win one in New England. Are you kidding? Like, I'm pretty no, sure he was no, like no. 05. One of my favorite guys to watch yes. play and not try to play against. He was an absolute savage. I believe he was like 05, 06 to <laughs> 2011, 2012. Jeez. Hey, you just saw you just saw some nightmares run through AJ Hawk's head. Yeah, right there. I, I got I can I can out of the top of my face mask. I can still feel it. You know, I keep watching that guy. He's <laughs> he off the line, heading. Oh, monster! God, golly, guy, I want to play with. And Bill, so what? So AJ, hold on. <laughs> what? <laughs> you're the you're this consummate tough guy, right? That voice no. in that kind of. Oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 uh, yeah. yeah. Won't talk like, about. You it. don't. You don't act like you don't talk about it. It's not that, but like you, the human, you know, we all know the story. You tearing your tent, your hammy, your groin, and mm -hmm. like missing no games. And like, what are we talking? Yeah, my knees hurt. So what? This is football. Like, let's just like <laughs> yeah. the way you operate, the way you act. And we learned the story of you and John Kuhn. Mm -hmm. Refuse. How many years were you guys teammates? Man, probably at least eight, nine. <clears throat> so a decade. Eight, eight years. Of two men, one fullback, one middle linebacker, who refused in practice to just say, you know what, today, let's not try to give each other CTE. Like, that is how you operate. You were just a full-time tough guy, all real tough guy, actual yes. tough human being through your entire core. So whenever I hear you say, like, Logan, Mank, like, that's a big deal, I think. Like, there's... It feels like there's a handful of guys that you played against that, like, in your head, you thought to yourself, oh, 
this dude has the same mindset as me, it seems like. This guy is one of me. Like, whenever uh, hit Hancock, when Hancock, you know, that superhero? Oh, yeah. Will yeah. Smith? Yeah. Yep. yep. Who recently found out he was a rapper in Drake, was a Nickelodeon actor. Lego movie, heard it's great, haven't seen it. Sex Pistols uh, is another term for penis. What a song. That yes. guy, that band that I learned of last night, absolutely fantastic. But yeah, Hancock, whenever he, that woman was one of him, mm -hmm. you know, mm. so it was like they couldn't, there were like two forces that couldn't be around each other. Is that what you thought of there with Logan Mankins and like John Coon, similar things? Is there humans throughout your career where you're like, oh, this is a, this is a similar meathead tough guy as me? I never really compared it to myself. I just compared it to other people that I'd play against and think like, okay, I know this guy's not going to quit. He'll come kill me in my sleep. Like, it's going to be one of those days. You know who which, those guys are. Which furthers the point. You would do. Oh, like that's oh something. Yeah. No, I mean, it would have to, they'd have to do something yeah. bad to my family for that to happen, I would imagine, right? Like, you tell me. I don't know. What are you asking? I'm no, I'm not killing anybody. I'm not getting any physical altercations with anybody. I have none of that. But in the football field, yeah, there's definitely certain guys. I could I could spot them on film pretty early <laughs> who you want to kind of stay away from, if, especially an interior O-lineman or, I mean, just some Think about this guy, dude. NFC North in the middle of the CTE era. Oh, yeah. Middle linebacker, all-time <laughs> leading tackler for the Green Bay Packers. Think what? about how many people he has tried to put that thing. We're Adam's apple, right? Because the helmet's going to slide up. So everybody says jaw, then you're mm -hmm. actually hitting it in the nose. You got to <laughs> aim for Adam's apple because then you'll actually get it. Think about it. This dude's a menace, oh, boys. Yeah. This guy's an Psychopath. absolute menace out here. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, AJ, we're proud of you, buddy. Proud, hey, of you, Parker. proud of you guys. And what do I say every time we do a watch along? I like cringe at how big the hits are. Like, oh my good, like every single time. And you know that like, you hear me. Maybe it's just because I hadn't been like down close to watch big time college or pro football in a long time. But being there this year, especially, I, that's all I talk about is how they finish these runs. Every dude is finishing runs. He's trying to hurt, he's trying to hurt the guys tackling them, and four to five guys are just blasting them every single play. Like it's the game is very, very physical still. It it is definitely physical, and I think everybody's gotten bigger, faster, stronger. Yep. Uh, in football and in life, but remember, AJ Hawk, four four, at two what forty? Is that what you were? Probably about two forty. Yeah, at the time. Maybe. That point, he is. That point, he depends absolute monster depends with that head. Feeling that day with, with that head, four four two forty. Bang, AJ, we're proud of you, buddy. Yeah, we're proud of you. Let's get to the picks, Pat. We got a lot of big slate of games, and we're both going to probably go Not undefeated. really, because we got two Monday night games and oh, a bye. So. This is the last week for buys? Has to be. Uh, Has to yes. be, right? It feels, yeah. late. feels very late to have a buy. I don't want to, I don't want to like continue to delay the pick segment here, but like I do not like at all, not one bit, that those Monday night football games are on at the same time. I, what's the reason? And what's the reason? I don't know. I, I guess it's like it, you do have the possibility in these primetime games. If it's bad, you can go check out the other one. They get two bites at the apple here. You know, uh, like we get two opportunities for a good game. Now, Green Bay, New York, obviously, whatever. Tyreek Hill versus Rabel, certainly worth a conversation. Hmm. So I think it is. It does have upside in that particular fashion. But, man, there's something about sitting down and turning on Monday Night Football. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like there's just. All eyes on them. So I appreciate that there's two. That's less likely that there'll be both suck 
you know, uh, on Monday night, which is great for us as football fans. But man, I, I like Monday Night Football it's being an exclusive operation. It's, re it's really stupid for ratings as well to do that. I mean, just yeah, with the very audience. stupid. Yeah, is Orshlovsky on well, one of them? Uh, yeah. Yes, Fins and Fowler. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I believe Fowler. Uh, the same Dana. Monday Night Booth Lewis. that we've had Lewis. the alternate one. They're on Fins and uh, okay. Titans. I saw Fowler driving around Miami. It's more on his uh, Instagram story. Just living. You know? I love how he Get talks ready. to the cameraman. He, he like he is a a poet. Like when, I've never when you witnessed. Watch what he does. I've never witnessed a human being control a conversation like I saw that man do. Yeah. yeah. Where? Where? <clears throat> Texas, it was State down Fair. in Texas outside the Cotton Bowl. You were up on stage doing game day. He walked over to me, Ty, Connor, and the boys, and he put he he just was just talking to us about the game because he knew we were doing the telecast, and he just you know he would. He would spend like 20 seconds, 30 seconds on each person. So it felt every person felt like he was talking to them individually the whole time that he was just commanding this circle. It was the most impressive thing that I've ever seen in my life. It was sweet. What were you, were you immediately judging while it was happening? Well, that's oh, yeah. really good. Yeah, Look, it, was, good. it was incredibly impressive just how like commanding he was of the conversation. That's just natural for him, don't you think? I think to bring so. everybody yes. together. Yeah. Tony yes. told him too, right, right, right away. Oh, yeah, I've I told never him. seen someone do what, what he said. Doing. He was like, "Thank you. I, you know, I'm just, I'm just here, fucking, just talking to people." Wow. Is that what he said? Nope. I don't think he probably nope. said something much more yep. eloquent than that. I, yep. I saw him on. Uh, I got to go to dinner with him. I've, had, I've got to learn a follower, you know. And I've never said, "Hell yeah" to somebody's Instagram stories more <laughs> than Chris Fowler's. Chris Fowler's Instagram stories. I will send hell yeah, Fowler. Like, I don't know, maybe once a day. What, what, just. Just like when Bill Krause of Mission Barbecue was talking to the game day crew and he was like, and then we all do this, we do this, we have this rule, we have this. It's like, hell yeah, hell yeah, hell, hell yeah. Like Fowler's IG story uh -huh. is like that. I saw him on the, I don't know if it's the Allstate bus or the Home Depot bus, one of the buses. Yep. Yeah. Took his shirt off. Yeah. How old's Fowler? We look up how old he is. On it. 37. I want to say 49. Oh, 61. No. I was going to say 60. 61 years old. Yeah, Whoa. Oh, my goodness. Looks amazing. Shredded. That is yoked. He's like him and Aikman should hang out together then. Yeah. Bingo. Probably yeah. He, he literally took his shirt off because he was changing into his dress shirt or whatever. It was just moments. He I think it was, was before that. He knew what he was kid. doing, though. He knew he was flexing I, on I don't. No, I walked in. Like, I walked into the area. He was because his bus is separated in two different spots because mm -hmm. there's like. TVs in one part, but then there's also a recording thing, and then there's TVs in another part where it's just like a hangout part because they get to the spots and they're there all day pretty much. So I just open door to other things. I had never been in there before. I have no idea what I'm doing. And it's almost like I run into him while he's getting changed. And I hell yeah, Fowler, is what I said. <laughs> just immediately, immediately <laughs> upon him turning, I, I looked at him. I'm like, hell yeah, Fowler. Holy hell, you are. I'm like, how do we do this? How do we do how and yeah. You know, obviously, full conversation there about his diet. Oh, his macros and micros. I can see him being really he, detailed with it all. Well, he's yes, definitely. But he is—he's one of one. He's special. That guy, that yep. guy's special and yep. incredible at what he does. A you know genius. what I mean? Incredible at what he can do. Anything you could put him on any sport, any yep. activity, anything. You're you keep like sixty-one years old to be shredded like that too. Like that's pretty difficult. Eight pack arms too you know what i mean and it's not like the skin was hanging no, does he no. have it like you a know, guy like, like that i wonder do they have any vice like any vices like anything you're like, hey man what do you what can you not stay away from like ice cream or anything like the what do you i bet he has everything under control. i think his i think his vice is just really good content yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, yep 
He's, he's obsessed with that. Yeah. Well, with that being said, let's make some with these picks. Saw Matt. a lion. Saw a lion doing another lion Wait. on Fowler's oh, IG yeah. story. Yeah. Recent, did he film it? Yeah, did yeah. He was yep. filming in a safari. It was sick. Wait, in Africa. Look at him flexing here. Gold hell yeah, Fowler. Holy Look at that. Shit. How do you not just say hell yeah, Fowler? That is literally all you need to say to Chris Fowler all the time. Hell yeah. I saw hell him yeah. driving a sled do the we other have day the on lion? Instagram. He was driving a sled? Yeah, not like... Not like make a workout sled. Yes, yeah. Put like driving, driving. Oh yeah, moving, I saw that. Moving weight. Where's Fowler from? Sixty. Colorado. Years old. Just looked. I just saw it. Colorado. Do we have? <laughs> we don't have any video of him. Oh, you say a lion eating a lion or doing a lion? No, boinking. Do it. Do it. Do and it. he was just. They just let him watch. Let the boy. Watch. You and me, baby, ain't, ain't nothing but mammals. So let's do it like they do on the Discovery Channel. Getting horny now. Yeah, that was that was his uh, that was his IG story. Whenever he was at Safari. So I, I refrained from the hell yeah, Fowler, on that one. Just because I did that would have been a weird response yeah, to what I was years. watching. You could. But I was appreciative of the insight because I don't know if I'll ever hop on that 20 hour flight to go do a safari, but Fowler took me there. You know what I mean? I saw it. I think I saw an elephant. Obviously saw that. Giraffe, I believe, was on there. He's awesome. Chris Fowler's awesome. Yeah, he's been doing it for a long, long time. When did incredibly nice too? Yeah, like not yeah. to get left out. Way like he, nice. he's way too cool to us. Like he's just a great. Yeah, dude. and then yeah, and everybody. Yeah, we've spent a lot of time talking. He's worthy of this conversation yeah, for yeah. sure. Worthy. Yeah. He deserves it, and he is genuinely like the the best doing it. Yeah, I love yeah. listening to games that yep. he is on. I don't even like tennis. Feels I'll bigger. watch tennis with him. Yeah, when he's on, when he's doing tennis, won't I'll, I'll stick around and watch a tennis match when I hear Fowler's voice. Oh yeah, like Dolphins. Yeah, absolutely, Titan, Dolphins Titans is going to feel bigger because yep. Fowler is calling it. Yep, and he's that's because he's worked his ass off too. Yeah. He's everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's sixty-one years old. He's doing tennis on this day, for, uh, just like Buck, I guess. Yeah, he yeah. he had that. What, what was that schedule though? He he did like eight things in seven days or something. Like Wahlberg. Yeah, yeah. It, it was something. It was like this run. I, I believe it was when they were over there doing the uh, Germany game. I believe it was or one of the international games, and he had like. Saturday night game, for college football, Friday, Sunday with the international game. Then he had like Wimbledon or something on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It, it was yeah, like the Australian Open. Yeah. One. I think he is. Yeah. The dude's everywhere, everywhere, working, yeah. always in shape. We appreciate you, Fowler. Yeah. Nuclear Fowler. Man, that guy looks good. All right, Z, let's pop this slate up and see what the game, the first game we're going to pick after last night. I somehow got a Thursday victory, but next one, Rams traveling to Baltimore. Rams are seven and a half point dogs. In Baltimore, any injuries? Anything we need to know about, Tom? Uh, it just came out that McVay said that they probably aren't going to elevate. Um, what's his name? To kicker? Sorry, Mace, Mason? Mason? Yeah. yeah. Why? Uh, I don't know. Just, Why'd you sign him if you're not going to elevate him? Yeah, that's dumb. So this has been a thing. Practice squad for vets has been a thing. And uh, all season. Yeah. This, this, is, this has become pretty normal operating procedure. There has also been a lot of vets that have been signed to the practice squad um, uh, or not been active. Yeah, Jason Pierre. Quickly, I thought it was just to hold them there until you could figure out who you're going to release to make them active. Yeah, quickly bring them up, or also like an audition too. You know, like mm-hmm, still in yeah. shape, still got it. We're a practice squad payment. We don't have to pay a bunch of money. And then okay, now we bring you up. We understand you're back. Like Kyle Van Noy, how long was he on the practice squad over there in Baltimore? I think it was just a couple of days. Yeah, though. not very long. And then he got activated. Yeah. 
And then Jason Pierre-Paul for the Saints. Yeah, but he right? I, did he ever get activated? Because I I thought we were we had no idea that he was on that practice squad. That's what I'm saying. How long still? was he on that practice squad? Yeah, I don't know. No, he, now he's on the Bucks. Yeah, no, the Dolphins. Dolphins. Sorry. Dolphins. Yeah, I think he was on there for most of the season. Actually, he was on there a bit, but never played. Huh. That's what. So that's that's an interesting mm-hmm. move that teams are doing. And if you're a veteran guy, you still want to play. How much money do you make on the practice squad? We looked it up. The vets made one, 1. like 1. significantly yeah. more because we thought it was that's what, somewhere below. That's better than like, you know, guys are going to make doing anything else. So if you're in shape and a team doesn't want to sign you or whatever the reasoning, it's like not a bad gig. Don't love it for guys because they're not just getting game day paychecks and True. roster checks and everything like that. But like, it's better than having no job yeah. or having a young guy take that spot and then you never get back in the league, you know? So I'm happy for the vets that are doing it, although I assume that not everybody loves the operation that has become. Yeah. So with that being said, I was going to pick the Rams because Mason Crosby was uh, going to be kicking for him. <laughs> you know, I was like, Mason Crosby's coming out. He's going to bang everything they need him to. Going against Justin Tucker, too. It's Baltimore. Crosby's reproving himself. I think there'll be a little bit of vibes with the way Matthew Stafford's yep. been slinging the rock. And Puka, Puka is an absolute freak show. You know what? Give me the Rams plus seven and a half. Ooh, yeah, I, I like It's a lot of I points. Like, yeah, Lamar was sick yesterday as well. I haven't heard an update he, on that today. He practiced, he practiced today. Oh, okay. There you go. Feels like everybody is sick that is in a four-season climate yep, these days. For sure. Yep. Does feel that so, way. So he'll get through that. Uh, I think Ravens potentially still win this game, but seven and a half is a lot. They want us to do this too, don't they, Tone, with that half? Yes, they do, my friend. You got it. Yeah, I took the three and well, a half I'm doing yesterday. It. You're doing it? Look. All right, Pat. I'm following you then. I, I was I was on the Rams early just because I think seven and a half is a lot of points. I think Baltimore can very well win this game, but man, seven and a half feels like a lot. Give me the Rams here on the road as we move to Tampa Bay takes on the Atlanta Falcons. Tampa Bay is two and a half point dogs on the road against Artie Smith's squad in Atlanta, Pat. Who do you have? Artie, all day. Especially now that I know that B. John Robinson didn't blow that vape smoke in Artie Smith's face. Yeah, we were upset about that all week. Uh, that was uh, shocking. I mean, the fact that that was like a – people really may have believed that. Yeah, I'm pretty pissed at myself that I didn't see uh, Sean, Sean, yeah. Sean Song or Sean Sung or whoever yep. the hell. Mm-hmm. Two million views. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm like – Livid with myself because that is right down my alley. Vaping, yeah. And Gump, what happened to us, dude? I thought, wh- how did we miss my algorithm too? Yes. What are yeah, we that, even? That's on me. I cannot believe I missed that one. That's that's a tough look for me back here. But that account is like so fake. Like I feel oh, like yeah. we're not up to date with the super fake insider yeah. accounts. Like we're more so in the other avenue of the accumulation of information accounts that we're maybe, aggregators. Yeah, the aggregators. There it is. May, may, we'll need to you know dive back into a darn Schefter. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking Bona about? Boner Garage. Yeah, yeah Boner Garage. Barry McCockner, et yeah. cetera, et cetera. Hey, we. Everybody's going to get got on this internet. You know what I mean? Everybody's going to get got. The, 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 the Gumpy. Yeah, especially with AI, like everything that's going to come. And also, I mean, there's people that report news that have a source, and maybe in their mind the source is a good source. You know, and maybe True. the source is presenting themselves as a good source, and they give a piece of information to these new people who are trying to make it. You know, I appreciate the hustle on all of them. Yeah. I appreciate the hustle on all of them. It's not like hard work being on the Internet, but it is time-consuming. You know, like it is Definitely. a... 
full commitment that you have to do whenever you're an internet operation because the internet is always on. And if you miss an hour or two, there's probably a whole new thing happening. You have to ride the internet. You have to be in there. So I appreciate that they're in there and they're trying to do their thing, but it's like, there are so many wrong sources that say something and without it having to be double or triple checked, like there's a lot of bullshit narratives that are getting sorted now too on the internet. So picking and weaving through all of that type of stuff and the person that's reporting it probably doesn't even mean to be a part of the problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? They probably think that they're getting it right. Like they probably have, I mean, granted, there's probably people with ill intentions, but also there's going to be a lot of that as we go forward. I think a lot, especially with people seeing how much money you make as an insider yeah. in, in, information breaker and news breaker and everything like that we gotta and we're live for three hours doing it and we're the least structured program on earth so mm. we have to really dodge that we have to really dodge it maybe that's what the algo was doing for you gumpy it's it was pretty, like hey we don't know it's pretty it's pretty unique online right now i would say that's a great way to describe it yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and a lot of the times too like you mentioned al michael saying no one knows anything about bill like if the thing is with some of these teams, if no one knows anything, then it's like, yeah, okay. If someone tells me this, I can just take a shot at the board, and maybe this is true. Yeah, I mean, that's how it works, right? Yeah, it's ridiculous. So do you make a pick? Oh, yeah, Pat took the uh, the Falcons. Because you can guess, too. Remember, yeah. you guess something, exactly. and then it ends up being right. All of a sudden, you're dancing, yeah. and you're taking a victory lap and building credibility with people. And you if know, you're wrong, it's, wild. it's all like on the honor system, kind of right. Especially if you're sorry, if you're running with anonymous sources on different things, you could like, yeah, I don't give away my sources. So there's no real, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Who knows the internet is unique. It is. It is. It is. If you're it wrong, is. a lot of time. It's for gotta live on it. Yeah, you're right. Either way, give me the Falcons minus two and a half at home too. Hopefully, I, uh, Luda comes dropping down again from the Raptors as we move. Gumpy, Gumpy. Yes, sir. Gumpy. Yeah. Way to go, pal! Yeah, that was, <laughs> what happened? Yeah, I was proud of that yeah. one. I was proud of yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We yeah. all did that, that one. was for us. Yeah. yeah, Mina Kimes said that Aaron is uh, obviously or something along the lines of like a guy who is on the internet a lot. Or so I forget. Oh, I forget how lot, she worked. Too much time yeah, on the what, internet. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. What does that mean? And then. Then unique was used. Mm -hmm. I don't think it was negative. You're saying she said it in a negative way. I don't think she did. I think it was just her giving her. Yeah, I, th I think she was just saying that Aaron like is online and sees what people are saying. Like, okay. I don't Bingo, think it was a yeah. shot at all. I thought she meant me neither. I thought she meant me he neither. reads like all of the his conspiracy yeah. and Joe Rogan. I think things, it might have been a little not, bit that, not as much the football stuff. Well, and she could have. Oh, I didn't. That's think what I that. took it as. Yeah, she could have said anything, uh, and Sean McDermott had her back. So e either way, it didn't matter what right. really came out. What? What's that about? That was wild, bro. I mean, that was a wild story to read. I would love the hit piece or the actual. Story. Yeah, I mean, there was a straight hit piece, wasn't it? Yeah, what it was? I mean, there's like a three part. I don't. I'm not going to call it a hit piece, but it's. I don't know. It sounds like things in Buffalo, at least from the, the articles, does not look great. Yeah, the story getting out that I read about the motivational tactics, yeah. obviously done by somebody that does not like no. Sean McDermott. There's more to that. You're saying there's more to the there's like oh, a three-part series, yeah. but it's written by someone who even in the story says 
we have had our credentials pulled from the Buffalo Beals. They don't let us in, I guess. So I'm like, all right, well, there's a little bit of, I don't know what, oh. what then. Yeah, it was like an accumulation or the aggregators of information just about like everything that has gone wrong. With 25 interviews, I believe they yeah, said. Yeah. See, I haven't read the whole thing top to bottom, but it said this is from 25 different interviews from former players, former GM, or like execs. I don't know. We said, you know, not that it, who knows? I mean, people say stuff. People can take a situation and view it completely differently. It's happened for a long time. So, I mean, we've learned of those situations in the past where, you know, everybody obviously has their reasoning behind things. I like Sean McDermott trying to explain <laughs> the motivational speech one was not, you know, that was not a, a great moment in the history of head coaching in the NFL, no. obviously. But like, it has seemed weird up there. Oh yeah, super. You know, since like the summer, has, like for for a, actually since last year they lost to the Bengals. Yeah, at home in the divisional, like where oh. Stephon Diggs. The Leslie Frazier thing too. He he leaving feels weird. That was a weird. There's situation. always something. It all felt There's weird. literally yeah. always something coming out of Buffalo. And where always. does it stem from? Where what? What's the common denominator? Do we know? Yeah, I don't think no. we know. I'm not that sure. they aren't going to make those. Those bison, the right size. Yeah, we Could do be. know. Could be. Well, we know that. We, uh, yeah, we also know that. Those 30, 40 feet, we need those bison. At least. Massive. If Buffalo could just look inward and come together like Al Qaeda, then maybe <laughs> All right. there, there, All right. there, there could be game? some hope. What's the next game? Right. On the, that's a nice game. That's what was alleged. alleged. Yeah, alleged. That was what was alleged right there. Oh. That was allegedly a allegedly. motivational speech. Oh, well, no. How well, quick do you think he realized? Well oh. This was not. Well, could you imagine being it. in that? Could you imagine being in that team meeting room? But like, I was an active participant in these meetings. Uh, if you, you know were in I mean? that meeting, oh Pat, can God. you imagine you? Like, you wouldn't <laughs> be able. Would've been, you wouldn't uh, be able to finish because you would have been just looking back and forth, hitting everyone around you. Did he just say Al-Qaeda? So the TSA answer from the yeah. vet, beautiful, pretty good, beautiful answer, pretty good. Home that run. was an offense. That was an offense alignment. I'm thinking. I'm thinking that was an <laughs> offense alignment. That's back of the room. I'm thinking back left room. I'm thinking back left the room <laughs> yeah. is where the offensive line is. And he goes, "What was their biggest obstacles?" And he goes, "Shoot one of the names of an offensive lineman." And he literally probably has TSA, uh, <laughs> and then killed. Yeah, that killed. Yeah. In the offense, yes. that killed in the team meeting room. I mean, that absolutely. There was probably a massive pop in there. What a great response! I think he On realized. Spot, I think he realized pretty quick is what he apologized a week later. Yeah, he did. Uh, was it a week yeah, or an I, hour later? I thought it might, it might, to his team. I think his he, yeah. he came back to the team right away and apologized, didn't he? Yeah, boys. <laughs> I did. Hey, yeah. obviously nothing. I took that's a, a very serious subject. Yes, that's yeah, a very of serious course, subject. Of course. But I am just thinking of being in that room, oh. dude. Like it, it's training camp, right? It was training camp. I assume, mm, probably. Yeah, because was at the college. So long days, training camp days. So like the speakers are taking up more time. Like whenever there's talking going on, people are miserable. Their bodies are sore, and you're talking right now. We're not doing anything. We're not watching film. We're not doing it. You are talking right now. So you just, well, this is a wasted nap potentially that's taking place. Now, head coach talking, obviously important, but they bring speakers in. They brought in Luntz, who was uh, a oh focus group goodness. expert. Yep. We've talked about Frank Luntz before. We had him. That, that didn't go over too well in the NFL meeting room. Dude, I am the last person you want in that room, too. Like, I, uh, you know, we were just talking to Herb Street about being a locker room guy, you know? Like, if something is happening and uh, the team doesn't respond, 
Like, that's a bad sign of your culture. Mm-hmm. So, like, that offense, whoever said TSA leads me to believe they got a good locker room. Yeah, okay? Absolutely. Somebody, For that's sure. a good answer. That's a good answer. <laughs> In the moment, that's a good answer. Understood the feel of the room. I think there's some support. So I think there is some hope, but everything in there has sounded so negative, and it's looked bad, too. Like, yeah. I think a big takeaway from the Bills a few weeks ago was, hey, like, vibe, something happened. What, what did I say? Betrayal? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, of trust? I forget what it was. I think there's beef, betrayal, or something in between. Like, something happened is what I thought, and now it sounds like there could potentially be a lot of shit that's just kind of happening back there. These people hate each other. I thought we loved the Bills culture. It's it's wild. It's wild. And it's sad because, you know, they were supposed to run the AFC East con, man. Oh, yeah. They were supposed to run it. They, they, they were supposed to be the team. And, like, everyone, the, the Dolphins, obviously, the question was Tua. And with the Jets, it was like, how long is this going to take with Aaron? But it was the Bills. Like, it has been their division, and now Miami has passed them. But you, you got to think that – at some point that it'll turn around. Like, did you by chance hear what Greeny said about Josh Allen? He had a nice two minute monologue just about how like, yeah, everyone's burying him for the turnovers and everything, but he also has had the most touchdowns responsible for compared to Mahomes. And then I think he has the most, even this year with Dak, it's like them two. So it is. So Hembo, all- Hembo came over whenever we were there. And I think, I don't know if it was me or somebody asked him, like, what are you working on or stats? Because we appreciate the hell out of Hembo. He's the oh, yeah. Like Hembo, Hembo is a weapon. He can know anything that you need him to know whenever. He'll just send him over. What do you want? He was like, Josh Allen's not terrible. Is like yeah. I think it was his answer. It was like his first day, right? And that's what yeah. he, it sounds like Greeny was also yeah. going after because mm-hmm. they're a tag team. Is it that was, what you're saying? Yeah, Mark? it was an awesome di- yeah. two-minute monologue. Like I it's highly doing very well on the internet. Yeah, it's crushing on mm. the internet. I highly recommend watching it because it is one of those things where it is so negative, everything you hear, that you forget all the good shit that he has done, not just this year, but just in these past few years, where you know the expectations are just so high that when you don't win the Super Bowl or the MVP, then it's like, okay, the season's been a failure because they were supposed to be one of those teams. Hey, still got hey, still got time, Bills. Yep, and this time. thing, uh, this whole thing that's happening with Coach, like it could galvanize the group. Yeah. yeah you think, know? think about uh, the Bucks. Like this is the time a couple years ago when the Bucks won the Super Bowl. Like it kind of started week 14 where they kind of went on that run and figured it out. Was that, was that when they beat the Falcons or was that earlier? The, I don't remember. Beat the shit out of the Falcons. That was then. So, and then they I was beat the sh- supposed to be on a team. I was yeah. supposed to be on a team. That's uh-huh. right. Beat mm-hmm. the shit out of the Lions too, right around there. Mm-hmm. Big opportunity we, for uh, the Bills this weekend too. Huge. I mean, you know, like kind of got to have to go now. But if if they beat the Chiefs, yeah. you know, they they're right back in with people talking about okay, this team could still go do something in the playoffs. Then Let's people call. people yeah. write the Chiefs off instantly. They lose that one too. Yeah. Huh? No, absolutely. No, Pacheco. I like seeing. I like seeing oh yeah. I don't like that. Pacheco oh, is out uh, this weekend. Fullback CEH out there. I like see oh. Bowling. I'm not saying no tranquil. Yeah, he is. Mike Goldberg Jr. Jeez Louise. That, that's a compliment. I like, Who? I like seeing um I like seeing like how teams respond. I like seeing the humans. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. I I like seeing how do these humans respond to shit. Mm-hmm. Like, do they bounce back in a big way or do they fold? Do they crumble? Does it get worse or does it get better? Because I think you learn a lot about people. And that's like when you learn a lot about like the locker room. I think it, I think Minka was even alluding to that, you know? Yeah. And Minka, I'm not saying I wouldn't want Minka on my team. I certainly would. But it's like, 
what he's saying is not good about that locker room. Yeah. Uh, like that's not good about the vibes of that locker room, relationships in that locker room. Yep. And it's like how they responded, not good. It's like I like seeing I like seeing how teams respond because I think that is the biggest test of a locker room. Yeah. And uh Bills and Chiefs, big. Bingo. Obviously. Yeah. Doesn't it feel like when what Mika said, I've heard a million coaches say that after a loss. Like it feels like he's saying like people are People are entitled. They think mm -hmm. that they deserve this. They deserve to win a game when he's saying, no, like you got to make them earn every single blade of grass. You got to cover every blade of grass, make them earn anything. And I'm like, yeah, it's, it sounds cliche and all that. Like a coach would say after you get killed, that's usually what would happen. But Mink is right. It sounds exactly right to me. Hey, that's the Patriot way is what they said. That's right. You know, all, the, all those things. What's the Patriot way? Uh, we work hard. We do our job. We what? get there early. What? We stay late. What? We watch film. What? We have Bill Belichick strategize. What? We have Tom Brady take pay cuts. What? And we have something that can control the weather yeah. up here. Yeah, you know, and just do that. Deflated balls and all that whoa, stuff. Whoa, 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 whoa. But a lot of people hear that and they're like, isn't that how just like NFL football is? Like, shouldn't you be doing yeah. all those things? Isn't that what like a good team? Yeah, it's like the would obvious do? And It's like, that's not like that. It's not like that everywhere, bro. Attention to detail is not necessarily. It's hard, it's hard to be that consistent. Every Can you imagine as a coach, like if you, you can't let, it's like being a parent. Like if you let one, you give them an inch, they take a mile. It's same thing with a coach. Like if you let one little thing slide, one guy walks in. 12 seconds late to the team meeting, everybody in that room instantly makes a mental note. Oh, I can, oh, cool. Here we go. And then boom, it just compounds and gets harder and harder as a coach. Yep. It plants a little seed, you know, mm. it just plants a little seed and you don't even know what's in there. You know, it's like a bamboo. It's like a bamboo seed. <clears throat> and even guys that make, like you see somebody walk in late and it's okay. Like you see that happen. Like somebody who isn't even like a bad teammate or something, like a year and a half from now, maybe, or like a year, their car, stops or something like something happens so instead of like panicking and freaking out there's like oh, i can show up late it's like uh instead of like a full-on fear that some people have at some places oh like God, yeah. i'm not Give like i'll push now this getting, car get it being late it gives me like i have fear right now thinking of I, in high school one time i remember i we had workouts at 5 15 i woke up at like 4 30 i went down on the couch to sit there and drink a water and i fell asleep on the couch and all of a sudden i woke oh. up and it was like 5 25 and i I drove 7,000 miles an hour down the street, sweating, Whoa. panicking, like, what am I going to do? And I ran into, we were in the gym before the weight room. I ran into the gym and I was such a mess. Like, I thought my coach was going to kill me. Like, they saw that I was so distraught and so scared and worried that they're like, all right, just get in line, man. Just yeah. come, come on. We'll take care of it later. Uh, and they basically, uh, uh, I joined awesome. the boys and then I got killed afterwards. But they're like, yeah, we, we kind of, you were on the verge of a heart attack when you showed it. <laughs> yeah. What do they do? Do they do Stairmaster or you run? This was high school, so no, run extra on the track. Oh, okay, got yeah, it. track stuff, which distance running would have been the biggest punishment you can give me. I was horrendous mm -hmm. at distance and still am and always always will be, I think. Yep. Me too. Stairs, I could do. Yeah, I could, I climb. could do stairs. I could climb her all day long. Like, I'll do that. Just don't let me run. I'm not running more than like 100 yards, really. Bingo. We had to do 110s or whatever. My introduction to college football conditioning with Mike Barwis that first summer, <laughs> buddy. Yeah. What are we doing? Just tossed. I left bar with so shaker right here. Yeah. Hell yeah. Bar I, I left soccer because I didn't want to run anymore. And then I was doing running practices. So you had I've no idea. Done. Those summer workouts are straight. You're like a cross country runner at that point. Like, you had no clue that was gonna, that was coming up. No, but I was still like in soccer shape though. So oh, you were killing dudes. It was. 
yeah, I was pretty good. That's why, that's why, uh, yeah. 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 I was good, but I didn't know that was happening. You know what I mean? And then we have those off season workouts in the winter. They used to call it poor duty. Like it's war. It's 6 a.m. And like Ooh. my freshman year, it's my first time in the football world. I got to be at this thing at 6 a.m. ready to go. And then we're hitting the mats. And it's pure. And we're death like for doing like an hour straight of just like, hey, I'm on the verge of puking. I don't know if I can do this anymore. Chaos. Yeah. Absolute chaos for an hour. And if you, if you slack at all, like you're not running full speed, you get a check. And if you get a check, it sprints afterwards. It's more running. It's like, I don't want to do more running. There's no way I want to. And you, if you weren't, you like, we're starting at six. Quick chaos yeah. starts at 6 a.m. We're full go. So you have to be there at 545 this in the off season. Nobody slept. <laughs> Nobody, like we were scared we we're going to sleep through our alarm or whatever because it's like 5 a.m. wake up call pretty much. And it's like that type of fear only happened because Barwis. And because Rich Rod had like this, we don't fucking play here, you know? And it's like... You kind of need that. You kind of have to have that standard if you want to be able to like take that next step and become a great team. Not easy to be the guy, though, that sets that standard every day. No. You got to be like, you know, that's not an easy task no. to... Because you got to be on every day. And you got to be on your assistant like, coaches too really hard. Like you got to pass that message through your assistants as well. It's not an easy job being a head coach. That's what I drill sergeant. It's it's like a drill sergeant cuz a drill sergeant has to be the perfect marine or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know like that's who you are. They they don't see you eat, they don't see them yawn, they don't see them sleep. Right. Like you have to be like the perfect marine pretty much all the time. And that could get a bit exhausting, I assume. That's why not a lot of people remain at that particular profession, I believe. Like, once you get in there, they kind of keep you there. Like, you are, now this is what you do. It's like that head coaching job. You got to be like that or you're never going to be able to do it. Andy Reid, I guess, very good at being, yeah. you know, we're wearing this stuff, we're wearing that stuff. Crazy. It's fucking crazy. Easier once you build up your resume and you have those uh, those Super Bowls to, that people know. So they come in, they kind of understand the culture. But it's definitely on that coach to stay on it every single day. You can't let it slack one one day. That's the thing. Like, hey, there's no, uh, we'll, I'll figure it out. I'll talk to him later. Like, no, you can't do that. Have to, And everybody has to know that you're handling that, you know? That's got to be like, uh, hey, let's do this publicly, you know, so everybody knows you can't do that. Like this, this ain't how it goes. The Bills can still got time, though. Yep. We got still plenty. got time and talent, you know, and talent. Oh, yeah. Just But Pittsburgh Steelers might knock them out of the playoff, uh -oh. you know? Oh, yeah. awesome. that, Similar that, records. That loss helped them a lot, a ton, actually. Mm. Helped a lot of people. Similar records there. Helped a lot the of people there. Yeah. Pittsburgh Steelers, Buffalo Bills. Listen to Tone over there talking about his Steelers team. You guys are still in the oh, middle of sad it. Sad face is just, it's tough. It's a, this is my face all the time. I so guess, I mean, you. this is I appreciate you. that. What if you, would you have I don't jump know. You've been pretty bombed at yeah. over the you last couple of days. What was your question? I didn't have one. Well, to be you fair to over. Tony, too, uh, I think we can all agree, you know, Mitch Trubisky and Josh Allen are two different players. Yeah. Hmm. I'd say. I'd give <laughs> I I I do unthinkable I'd things say. to get Josh Allen as a Pittsburgh Steeler. Bingo. Huh? <clears throat> unthinkable things. Yep. You name it. What do you mean? To yourself? Myself, other people, I don't care. That's how much happiness. He's not, don't put that on, right? He's, he's pretty bummed out. Very bummed out. Very bummed out. Do that, that unspeakable thing. I don't know. Pop these games up here, Z. Let's see what's going on. All right, where where where'd we leave off? Panthers Saints. Panthers Saints. Okay, Panthers. Oh, Panthers five point dogs on the road against New Orleans oh. Saints, huh? The NFC South, so good, great, abysmal fireworks here. 
Is Derek Carr playing? Take, yeah, limited. He's playing? Go ahead. He's he was, limited. He was limited in practice, so I'm not sure. Who do we? Want oh, that means Jameis time potentially. Yeah, I'm betting on Jameis then, just because it will be fun. Like it'll be a fun, right. it'll be a fun game to watch with Jameis as a five point favorite at home. Think of that. You saw him walk through the blender, the Smoothie King Arena mm-hmm. down there in New Orleans, watching oh, yeah. the Pelicans and Zion and the boys. Everybody loved him. Everybody dapped up. Hey, Jameis. Jamie. Hey. Hey. Start taking a picture with a little kid. Yeah. A kid. And I saw a nine year old say, "What's up to her?" So that's that's range. Eight-year-old to a nine-year-old, that's oh, yeah. pretty – that's that's everybody. Range, they yeah. start scoring some touchdowns, especially off, like, tips or deflections or thrown into quadruple coverage and boom, like, right through somehow. And all of a sudden, they have a – Jimmy Graham scores another touchdown. Uh-huh. Like, that place will get going. The Jameis Winston show will be phenomenal. And the NFC South, wide open still. Give me – Saints minus five in the Jameis Winston show. All right. I was thinking, I was leaning Carolina for a second, but honestly, you're right. Just for my sheer enjoyment, I want to be rooting Bingo. for Jameis and what he is doing. I want to root for him to take more chances. I want him to feel mm-hmm. comfortable doing that and being Jameis. So give me the Saints minus five at home as we move on to the Colts taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals are two-point favorites at home. Are you guys offended, what? Pat? You must be offended, yeah, right, I, as a Colt fan? I'm, yeah, I'm very offended. Gardner Minshew, he won the Nickelodeon Valuable MVP. Player. It's just because Jake, Jake Browning played so well last game. This is the only reason? Yeah, potentially. He did play so well, didn't he? Played he great. played pretty good. Played great. Wow. Yeah. Who did he not play better than? Uh, Gardner Minshew. Mm. Okay. What are we didn't he won didn't the, dance like Gardner either, from what we know. He ain't no got does. those hips. Ain't got those hips. Gardner's hips don't lie. And what doesn't lie, he won the, the MVP. That's what they call it, right? Yeah, the yeah. MVP, yep. He's Nickelodeon slime guy right now. Oh, yeah. He you got, don't think vibes are. He got ahead? slimed. He got slimed the whole kit and caboodle, and he was loving it. Who? That's, Not the fake slime either. Oh, no, 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 no. I didn't see this time he get old. Yeah. Ah, he's, ah, he's got all his face. Put ah, the slime all over my face. Oh, I got slime in my mouth. Oh, he knew his mustache was going to protect it like eyelashes, you know, do for your eyes. But, like, how awesome is he? What he. Has brought to this team. <laughs> yeah, he's like an an actual magic. Look at this. I never saw that. I, it's guy. my first time seeing. It. I love yeah. this guy. He's such a beast. Yeah, just, yeah. He's a dog, dude. And he did this in Jacksonville, if you do recall. Whenever mm-hmm. he was their quarterback, uh-huh. they were selling headbands and jorts and stuff. They gave the out crowd. fake mustaches, didn't oh, they? Oh yeah, yeah. Yes, sunglasses with the thing. He 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 has this magnetic personality. And then some of the throws he was making, we're talking back foot, 35 yards down the sideline. Like, yep, he's not scared. That touchdown to Pierce was an absolute ball and a bucket in the back of the end zone. Yeah, and you talk about Pierce, maybe he gets going. You know, yeah. If he gets going, that's good news. Zach Moss, obviously in for Jonathan Taylor. He's proven that he can be a guy. <laughs> Offensive line playing better. And if you look at any of those shot plays last weekend, like Gardner had time. Like he was, you know, he dropped back five step, oh, yeah. chilled. And then he threw it. It's like the offensive line's playing good. Like, why? Hey, hey, let's why go. Not? Like, like he, he's just chilling. Hey, we got time. That Step into it. Okay, ball. you got oh, it. Geez. Bucket, you know, like, mm. and if Alec Pierce can continue to play like that, which yeah. Shane Steichen seemingly draws up. Look at that. Look at the time he had, too, by the way. Pocket. Mm-hmm. You can let a play develop whenever you have a pocket like that and get game on the line. What a too. rot. Overtime. What a ride. So I'm guessing you're going to take the Colts uh, as dogs, uh, aren't you, on the road? Yeah, yeah, certainly going to take them. But also, like, as you're watching this, this is what they said this guy was like in practice for a long time. Pierce. Mm-hmm. And when I was there at training camp, I saw Anthony Richardson 
first play. I think it was first play, seven on seven, maybe second play. Anthony Richardson rolled to his left. Okay, got forced out of the pocket, and then he just went like that. Oh, I just remember like that. Oh, yeah. that was on film. Like that. I remember that. Yeah, it was. I was standing right next to Chris Ballard, mm. talking to him at the practice on the sideline, and it's just like flick of the wrist, right into Alec, yeah, to Alec Pierce, just like Fowler. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Ballard! Hell yeah! Like, but it right into the bucket, touchdown, and I'm like, okay, like haven't seen that out of Alec Pierce since he's got here. That's awesome. And how about that fucking guy can do that? That's that's crazy that that happened. And it was like, and now Alec Pierce, you're seeing it. And then Michael Pittman Jr., great and humble, doesn't talk really, mm-hmm. talks a little bit, I guess, has a good personality, but like no beef, no qualms anywhere. He's a player. I believe, like, I in the defense, come on, why not? You know, they gave up, like, they've given up some points this season, but they're playing good. DeForest Buckner is taller and bigger and stronger and faster than you are. Mm-hmm. So, like, he's good at football. Zaire Franklin, Stud. I think he's very appreciative Stud. of the opportunity he has. He is making the I most believe of in this the, opportunity he got. Yes, he is. He's filthy. Yeah, I agree. I, agree. I believe in the Colts, man. Like, right. I do, for whatever reason. Now, they lose it to the Bengals. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. That's going to be a tough loss, especially to Jake Browning. I can't believe they are favored against the Colts. And Shane Seiken will use that as motivation. Give me them plus two. I love it. Everything okay. about it. I'm riding with you here on the Colts. I, I'm a, I'm a believer in what the Colts are doing. Honestly, I... From where they were earlier, when we were talking in training camp about the Colts, I'm like, man, this is they are not in a great spot right now to where they are now with the injuries, with everything going on. Gardner, I like what's going on. Give me the Colts minus two. I'm a bit – or plus two. I'm surprised they are dogs this week. But, hey, we, we'll see what happens as we move Anthony on. Anthony Richardson out for the first five games mm-hmm. pretty much and then out for the whole season. It's like yeah. we Shane Steichen was not dealt like the most ideal hand no. to start his mm-hmm. coaching tenure. And it's like, look at him. He's a great coach. He's, He's coach of the year. Coach great of the year, coach. yeah. He's yeah. out, man. He's definitely figuring it out. What about Detroit? Here we go, Evie. You, Evie might be a little bit nervous about his guys. He doesn't know if they're, uh, they're backsliding, oh. if they are who we thought they were, the Lions. Three-point favorites Ooh. on the road against Zeke's Chicago Three? Bears. What are we doing here? Three? What? Three? For How much should it be? I mean, nine. Yeah, seriously, at least a touchdown. Bears damn near beat him in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> should have. And Justin Fields, he can move. Mm-hmm. Yep, oh, huh? Man. He can move. We- Zito, can he? Oh yeah, he can move real good. So we are missing three receivers though. Who? Oh, say Brian. Oh no. What were you going to say, Fox? I'm sorry, uh, buddy. We're out. Frank Ragnow, it sounds like. And then we did just lose Aleem McNeil on the defensive line, which will not help that defense. That Justin Fields looked very good against the first time around. But I think the Lions will be okay. I think they'll be all right. Everybody's out, Zed. I'm sorry. I stepped on you there, buddy. I barely, you no, know. No, you're good. Ear. DJ Moore's in, but uh, we got two receivers for sure out. That's all and that then, matters. Uh, one more. Yeah, DJ's there. <laughs> Three points. Even the Lions. I, b- I believe in Detroit Lions. Hell yeah. The brand new Lions. I, like, I believe in them. I like the Lions. Pat, don't you think this is a game where the, the Bears could possibly win or the Lions win by 21? It's one of those games? Uh, Yeah. Yep. I think I think that's probably uh. Did you say Bears win by 20 points? No, no. I said the, the Bears could find a way to win the game or the Lions blow them out. That's what I kind of think happens. Okay. Yeah. I think Jack Harlow... Uh, potentially has another performance. I didn't know that changes things. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> that was Jack Harlow did not. He deserved better. He deserved better. He got screwed. He did. He did. He did. He had no who, shot. I don't yeah. know who set him up? 
Was that Detroit? Was that the Lions, Foxy? Foxy. I don't know. I actually really want to know because if that was the Lions, they should actually be embarrassed and I would feel bad for Jack Harlow because I hate Jack Harlow right now because of that. Oh. It's horrible performance and we lost the game. I'm blaming it all on him. But, yeah, if the Lions set up that stage, that's embarrassing. It's Thanksgiving. Hold on. We do it every single year. They should know better. Let's put on a show. The team's good now. We need to show out for America. So, I, we need to figure out and get to the bottom of who was responsible that for one, that. That wouldn't be the brand new Lions. That would be the same old Lions. Just the brand new Lions. I, I assume it's the, the yes, network, exactly. maybe, no, or something? No, the, the, artist, the artist sets that up. The artist say, has creative control. The city deserves, deserves better, you could yeah, argue. Right. Well, whose call that is. But either way, we, we both have the Lions here on the road against the Bears. Now the Texans taking on the Jets. Ooh, Zach Wilson has been inserted back into this lineup for the New York football Jets. Uh, Texans are three-and-a-half-point favorites on the road against the Jets. Who you have, Pat? Yeah, so interesting thing about this is, are, have we been on the same side? No. Uh, Ever, how many have we? Yeah, yes. everyone, yeah. everyone. Everyone so far? Yeah, so... We're both taking the Texans here, right? Yeah. Just strictly because. I, yeah, I got yeah. the Texans here. But also, hold on. Wait a minute. I don't, I guess. It's a whole new world. It's a whole new world. We Zach Wilson's a sweet boy. He is a sweet, sweet boy. He is a sweet boy. Right. I got a chance to meet a couple of those Jets players. <laughs> you know? They're, they're big dudes. They are. They're, big, they're, they're big, big guys. Big, big SOBs. Guys, yeah. They look like cool dudes. Yeah, they? absolutely. They look like Nice guy. Super cool dude. Yeah. What a what a time that was. So lucky to be invited to that. You know what so I mean? lucky. Oh yeah. <laughs> Mr. Jones and me. What a moment. I didn't Did No. Did was there singing what? ever? Was there was there uh, the, uh, I know we missed. I don't know if anyone sung. Someone uh tried to say tried to bring Durst up. Uh, but there was no guitar. He was not prepared. To, they didn't okay it with him. He didn't and bring so his axe. We didn't. He, they did end up playing. Yeah, he, he didn't, should have had. He was coming as a as a patron. I don't think he was ever asked or Jesus. was going to perform. He would have because he's a consummate professional. Sure. But he should have had that. Imagine if he's walking around with his guitar strapped to his back. Yeah, like there. a gun. You know what I mean? Should have at all times. Just right across his back. Mm -hmm. That would have been sweet. I, I've been at a place where. Um, oh no. A, a professional singer has drank for 10 straight hours, 10 straight hours, probably dog. And then, and then, uh, Hey, why don't you sing? Why don't you, you know, uh, that, and then them having to perform those singers are talented, dude. Mm -hmm. Like I've seen what Jake Owen, is that his name? Yep. Yeah. Jake Owen. That's it was. Yeah. Great golfer. I watched, I watched Jake Owen tear this place down after going through a full 18 holes with John Daly. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, and now I believe he is like super fit and healthy and everything. He's changed. Obviously yeah. we all have grown older, but listening to him sing that night, phenomenal Parker McCollum. Mm. I watched him one night after, all right. I think he digested some, maybe some gummies that he didn't know, you know, there was oh, sure. a chance there mm -hmm. was some, yeah, of course, I think he's told the story. Has he on the show? Uh, he said you were. He said at dinner you were giving out fun, fun candy or fun gummies or something. He called them. Okay, he said that on the show. Yeah, I do recall. I so do people that. can know. Yeah, he had like I don't know fifty milligrams in them. Uh, mm. There was like, yeah, not bad. There was like 
eight bottles of wine maybe shared Ooh. amongst a couple group. And he sang it? And then, yeah. And not just sang. Like, brought the house down. It down, dude. Like, the, these singers That's are, an artist. That's a, he's a throwback. Bingo. He's a throwback. Very, very impressed. Yes, it was awesome. It was really cool. And who was the other, who was the other guy that was there? Um, Bogdan. What's that? Uh, Jordan Davis. Mm -hmm. Jordan Davis. He was amazing as well. Oh. Like, he, he, uh, could you imagine if that Counting Crows guy just busts out a full concert right there? Oh, what a he's moment! Touring. They're touring all over. He said eight months a year. He's still touring. Okay, we need to go see him oh, after yeah. meeting him. Cool. He had a cool hair. Oh yeah, sweet. sweet hair. Always has. Mm -hmm. Always has. Always will. His beard was awesome. Had that. <laughs> had that like royal. Aura around the thinning. Yeah, the guy yeah. with the big fingers, right? Like very like calming, a calming presence. <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was great. It was nice to meet him. I'm happy we didn't miss that because if that would have happened, I would have been very pissed. Would have been very pissed that we missed it. Yeah, you know, we're not getting, we don't get invited to a lot of those types of things. No. So, boys, could you imagine if we would have missed that? No, oh my been, god, would have been the worst thing ever, probably. Yeah, honestly, I mean, if we get invited back, we're bringing an axe. Yeah, just throwing it to him. Here you go. Just because. Entertain us. Isn't hey, is Guitar Hero coming back? Yes, it is. What do you Great mean? call. We're all very pumped about it. We're all very pumped about it. What? Connor, I think Connor shreds on guitar, right? A expert. I, I do not. Why don't fuck we around. have Guitar Hero for a real guitar so I can learn how to play the guitar That's on Guitar question. Hero? So the only thing that Guitar Hero helps with is just the hand movement. Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying no. I want you pop up, boom, C chord, boom, That'd G. Be genius. Yeah. You go to YouTube, you can. You they can. do. They have one of those. Yeah, the, a lady created easy. that and put, took it to Shark Tank, or a dude created that and took it to Shark Tank, but it's oh, nowhere yeah. near the same yeah. as Guitar Hero. Let's try to move uh, those. Have you seen those videos of those people? Oh, they're crazy. Dude, it's not. You set one in the other day of the guy who played. Uh, he had a perfect round. It, it was like free bird, but it was sped up too. It was nuts. It, it, so you're not that that guy. No, I, cu I couldn't go that. That is like my heyday. Can like they make cash? Can you make cash like it? You like, could do that? No, no, no. I, I, like when I couldn't complete that song, no way. But like yeah, the, the that other way. one that was like a legendary song was Through the Fire and Into the Flames. And I made it like halfway through that, mm. which was a massive okay. thing for myself. All right. I can't wait. I cannot wait I'm, to see you shred in there. So pumped. That, this is the most Bro. excited I've been for a video game ever. We'll turn the lights down in the Thunderdome. You'll be standing oh, in the middle of it. They have other instruments. You have a drummer. You can sing. That's, right? rock, I know. that's rock. That's rock. Oh, band. my yeah. bad. Back rock band was legit. I I, I messed around with rock, rock band, band a few sweet. times. Yep. Oh yeah. I, I was so good at this one right here. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you got to tap the mic when the dots come up. Yeah. 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 yeah absolutely. Used to kill it. Used to have a great time. I was like three thirty a.m. Four a.m. Staple. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Scream in the living room real quick. Bingo. Yeah. What a time. You catch someone who can play expert on the drums too. Oh, yeah. it's like something you've never Watching seen before. Drum. That's an actual mind. drummer, right? Ba it, basically, yeah. yeah. Like, it, like the rhythm, all the movements. They're actually playing the drums. I get caught yeah. up. It hits my algorithm, my YouTube algorithm. I get caught up watching drummers play. Like, listen, Michael Jackson's old drummer. Watching them, watching a drummer just play anything. It's ridiculous because it looks absolutely impossible to me. There's that one new concept. My brother's a drummer. Oh, Very good. Very tappy it. his whole life. Nice. And then he got into drumming. Thank God he got <laughs> into it. He was fantastic. There's this one series now of um, they put these drummers in and they they put their headphones on them and then they listen to a song for the first time, like a newer song. And it's most of their t first times hearing it. So they get to listen to it one time 
And then they play it again without the drum. And then it's like them playing the song pretty much, how they would drum for the song. Oh, that's sick. And it, I've seen it's, that. Uh, it's, I saw one. It's awesome. It, it was the Red Hot Chili Peppers guy, right? The guy that looks like uh, Will, Will Ferrell. Ferrell. Chad yeah. Brown. Is it Brown? Chad Brown. Yeah. It was Smith, he, maybe. He had, a yeah, lot, Smith, maybe. <laughs> he had a lot of pizzazz in there, too, when he was talking about, like, oh, okay, yeah. Like, as oh, yeah. he's listening to it, he's, like, talking about what he's hearing. And then he goes, so impressive. So, like, it's awesome. Those musicians. That's a talent. Yeah. Awesome. No, they're yeah. doing different. Each foot, each foot and hands doing different things. Boom. Like, I, it blows my mind. Those people are legit artists, no question. And then them just knowing exactly, like, when the next, the other drummer is deciding to speed it up or something. Just, like, the amount you have to know music. It's, those people are talented, bro. Yeah. That'd be cool. You know, instead talent. of just being this guy. Oh, this is good. Yeah. <laughs> that's my, that's, you know what I mean? That's What's uh, sauce. What's next? What is that guy? I don't know what that guy means. That's, I, that there's a lot guy? of those guys. Yeah. There's a lot of those guys. Where are, Texans, Jets, we both took the Texans, obviously. Yep. Yeah, right? Jags, Browns. Jags, Browns. Jags are three-point dogs against the Browns because we don't know about the quarterback situation. Is, is Trevor Lawrence anything we, ruled? We're like, not sure about Trevor Lawrence. Doubtful, uh, The Browns also are not naming a starter either. Yeah, DTR. Yes. Concussion <laughs> protocol. So, yes. who is it? They don't what know. If they, they're what not, if it's they're actual, literally not announcing what if it's actual 50-50 and the way you do that is on the first play, split backfield, DTR and Joe Flacco? Like yes. That. So yeah. they yeah. they both get the start and you play them 50-50. So we didn't technically lie to you about declining to reveal anything. They're both starting. And then you can just say that forever. And uh, that's a whole other way to get around having to do something. Give me the bronze, minus three. Just because, no offense, Ty, I don't know if uh, Bethard, but the way Trevor was moving, yeah. is he playing? No way he plays. Well, Bethard, no way. Bethard got banged up, too. Like, he hurt his shoulder. So, I, so who else is there? I mean, with the way Trevor looked, I, w- I would assume he's playing. I, especially, with- I don't know, man. He's not thinking about moving around. Like, they trying to move. I don't know. I think he's going to play. It's too. one thing to kind of mosey around the field, but to get away from people, blitzing you and DNs and those three, I mean, come Browns on. especially, but it just feels Miles like Garrett he always on. plays. Like we thought he wasn't going to play against the Saints this year. And then the first drive, they walked down the field. He was running all over it's the too place. tough for his own good, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mm. Mm. Here we go. Is it? Yeah. Is this the one this from, it's from what? That was yesterday. yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. We don't even know today. Could and be. It's his, says this is from today. But oh, okay. It's his right ankle too. Oh yeah, because he was uh, he was wearing one sleeve yesterday. Yeah, yeah look at yeah, that. Yeah, and also tights. All right, I can he, see him yeah, playing now. Playing. I can see him playing. He's, he's playing. All right, okay, yeah. he's playing. Give me the Jags. No, Give me the Jags plus three. That's that's no tour at all, right? No, we don't even know. I mean, when who knows? Wednesday, Thursday, no way. Look at him push. He's pushing off it too. He's bouncing. Yeah, if you can bounce and get up on your toes at all, that's he, a huge thing. He's playing. Yep. Yeah, give me the Jags Holy. plus three as underdogs on the road. Hold on, you have the uh, Browns. I believe this is the first game we have disagreed on. Correct. Hold on, hold on, what? hold what on. What do you mean? You already took them, right? Well, you're in a new time. Did you see this video that just yeah. was showcased here? I just did. did. You see? That's why I took him. Look at that. Oh, oh. All right, he's What's playing. He doing? He's playing. Watch, don't get too close. That's metal thing. On. Pretty close. steps on that. I know that scared me. Yeah, me too. That's what I would freak out right there. He, yeah. you know, which would be even more so. Is this the chillest dude of all time? Like, what a <laughs> he's the best. I, nice I love grass. Trevor Lawrence. I think beautiful. It's it, for me. It started with that C.J. Stroud. Like, no, nah, I, I wish the Texans suck every year. So I'm not that pumped about it. But that was awesome. I love. I love. Yeah, that's funny. I like the way he has remained a human. Yeah. You know. Not easy in the world that he has come up in, being yeah. the guy his whole life. 
seems super chill. <laughs> it really does. Is that not a perfect place for him down there in Jacksonville yeah. with Doug Peterson? Doug too. How now, cool was Doug? Could, oh, Visor, big brain. Mm-hmm. Um, Cleveland's defense is different at home than it is on the road. Yes, true. Correct. They also say the Jags play better on the road. You waffling? Throwing that Pulling out. a Chuck. I'm waffling. Remember Chuck, no, I'm was, waffling. Chuck was right with his original, and then he waffled. He went against now, his, his, his gut. So he said he was originally on Pittsburgh. Then he waffled mm. to New England. Oh. Then he waffled back. Double and it waffle. was like, so he was waffling more than we even saw. And I didn't know that. You know what I mean? When I was listening uh, he was to it going, Now that I think about it, he was kind of going through it up here. Like, oh, yeah. Hey, uh, he, like, that was, was a tough game. He wasn't sure how to digest like what he was thinking at the time. Connor, did you bet on the Patriots last night? Uh, after the touchdown, yes. It, I realized immediately after they scored that right. first touchdown that they were going to win the game, so I got them at plus a half. What do you like in this game, Jags, Cleveland? I'm taking the Jags just because they're better on the road, and as much as I would love to say footsteps, Flacco is going to go out there and ball, I, I just I feel like that is less likely than the Trevor Lawrence tough guy game. And also um, – Weather is supposed to be like 60, right, in the Midwest, Northeast? Yeah, it's supposed to be uh, – tomorrow it's supposed to be 60 degrees, a little bit of rain, and then Sunday it's supposed to be like 40. So it goes back down on Sunday. Not bad. Okay. All right. It's it's like it up here. They're telling me it's going to be 60 tomorrow. Yeah. Here. Mm-hmm. It's going to be wicked nice up there, yeah. <laughs> wicked nice, yeah, dude. I, I had to fit that one in for you just in case you wanted to use. Double checks wearing shades Thank you. Sure. I forgot about <laughs> yeah. it. I did oh, forget yeah. about it. Nobody nobody has dropped a wicked on me yet today. Oh, so Might be hanging out with a bunch of pricks then. You're no, not, I haven't really got to talk to them. You're not going oh, okay, to say anything about the ring cam, I would hope so, right? What's that, t- tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow. Nah, dude, that's no. not the right time. Not on college you're, game day. You're the master at working things in to make them, like, fun, but that's a very, very yeah. difficult one to do. Yeah. I'm definitely going to mention that he's, like, mm-hmm. diesel, you know what I mean? I'll be like, just oh. like I thought, diesel, Built absolute like tank. Barrel chest. Yes, he is. I Big mean, You're barrel. not lying. Yeah, you're a beast, dude. You need to know that. I'll probably work that in there. Okay. You know, because it, because it's not like we broke that news. That video was seen by a lot of people. We actually want the bat for Bill for that. You know, so yeah. it's like I'm not. We may have played it more I, I, than a couple other shows, possibly. Like, we, but we were positive about the, the yeah. video. Yeah, but on our show, maybe. But the internet saw that. You know, like yeah, that talk- clip has been seen. That clip has been yeah. seen by like millions and millions and millions of people. So it's like there needs to be a narrative out there that first of all, Bill's jacked. Second of all. We heard that was uh, get away with the boys. Yeah, the son, the, yeah. his sons. Yeah, that's right. Hang Steve, out. Steve, Belichick. Yeah, Connors. yeah, yeah. No, I, I know. I uh, I'm I'm worried about Steve. Uh, Steve's health. And, and to be completely honest, I'm a little worried about Brian too. Because they were they they both have had periods of their life where they were brick shit houses in the best way, and now we're looking at. You know, a different kind of brick shit house, and I—he's been coaching up that defense. They've been so good. Exactly. Focus. Exactly. And I, I'm taking that as yeah, sure. When you're living at the office, you got a DoorDash, Wendy's, and Burger King, and McDonald's every other meal. So it's not his fault that he's eating eight Crunchwrap Supremes a day. All right, let's go. I'm going with the Jags. Give me got, the Jags. I got the Jags as well on that one. Minnesota traveling, taking on the Las Vegas Raiders. Minnesota three point favorites on the road. And Justin Jefferson is back. I think that matters. Give me the Vikings in Las Vegas.
Uh, give me the Raiders actually here. I'm taking this will be our first uh, detour, I guess. I'm taking the Raiders. I just I don't know. I think they find a spark at home. Let's figure something out. I don't know what the Vikings will do. Justin Jefferson, obviously, stud, absolute monster. But Seahawks, Niners, Pat. This is a big one right here. Eleven points. Oh, Seahawks 11. are eleven point dogs on the road against the Niners. I don't honestly. I don't. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know where I'm going with this one yet. It's a lot of points. Yeah. Me neither. Who are you supposed to not take, Tone? I'm not yeah. supposed to take the Niners here. I mean, I, everyone's going to be on the Niners, especially because at eleven. Uh, yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. I mean, they beat them by they beat them by that uh, on Thanksgiving night, if I am correct. Yep, yeah. uh, by a lot. Yeah, it'd be yeah a lot. twenty. I mean, that's you have to make it this because that's what it's. Yeah, you have to. Best game Seattle's played <clears throat> was against the Cowboys last week. I, I would say at least. And they covered a nine-point yeah. spread then. Geno okay. always yeah. plays bad against the Niners. I know a lot of quarterbacks do, but it is amplified for Geno. Okay, Gumps. Thanks, Gumps. I like that, Gumps. Why do you know that? Just because you're from up in that area? Yeah, I watched a lot of Seahawks against the Niners game. He got cooked in the playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. Got cooked again this year. Looked very bad. He looked very good against the Cowboys. It just feels like he just doesn't have yeah, it against that Niners defense. How was he last year against Niners defense whenever they were the number one offense in the NFL? Because they played in, what, the first round of the playoffs, and the Niners kind of blew them out in that one too, right? Yes. And then in Seattle, the game you were at, they won by eight. It was a 21-13 affair. Oh, yeah, and I remember thinking to myself how great the Niners were, though. You remember that? Oh, yeah. That was my big takeaway. Seeing them in person, like you talked about Nick Bosa, like it's a much different situation when you see him on the field like that. He also Get showed up. Yeah, like Gino showed up on the injury report the other day as well. What was it? I can't remember. I love Gino's story. I love Gino. I do. I also love this Niners team. They just did their thing, and they talked their shit while doing it. The Give me the Niners for sure, before yeah. and after. I'm with you there too. I, I like Gino. I like the Seahawks and what they're doing, but I just think the Niners are just so good. They're rolling right now, and they don't want to. Uh, they don't want to have a hiccup right now with with how uh, they have some positive momentum. So, yeah, give me Niners, man. 11 points seems like a lot, but on to the Buffalo Bills, Pat. We, we talked about them a little bit earlier. Who knows what's going on inside that facility, but the Bills are one-point dogs, I guess, going into Kansas City, so that's just a toss-up, right, Diggs? Yes, it is. Give me the Chiefs, uh, you know? Give <laughs> yeah. me the Chiefs. I, I don't know what's going on up there, but I think Andy and Pat will respond, and Travis and uh, I like the Chiefs. That Bill stuff's wild, bro. Wow, I, I love that team. I love that. I think there's I more. Thought we had a lot Sounds like there's more we're going to learn, too, over the next coming two, three weeks, months, I would imagine, from uh, who knows what's real, what's not real, obviously. I would, I would assume Bills and, and Sean McDermott have, have issues with things being said, but who knows what's going on. Chiefs for me. Who do you like? Chiefs, for sure, all day. Minus one, come on. all day. Of course I'm going to take them. Denver Broncos taking on the Chargers. Broncos are two-and-a-half-point dogs on the road, Pat. What do you think? Yeah, you know – we're already talking about coaching vacancies in one of these places, which is crazy to think about, but it is late in the season. So what is the response there? Uh, Give me, uh, give me Broncos plus two and a half in Los Angeles. See, I was originally leaning Chargers a little bit, but I got to go Broncos here. I think the Broncos have, isn't it crazy? We're just, it's all just how you feel about a team right now. Broncos up Chargers. It's hard to have a bunch of faith in the Chargers, even though they could come out and light it up because they have Justin Herbert, so we never know. Bingo. Yeah, Yeah, three weeks ago, it's Chargers up for sure. We're definitely picking the Chargers. And then now it's like, eh, not so much. But then they can bounce right back and on overreaction Monday, we'd be losing. You know, maybe his team's fighting for Staley. You know, maybe 
It's an entire thing. The NFL is dumb. And then in Sunday Night Football. Here we go. Oh. This is it. Come on. This is a definer. Now, for both Micah Parsons is becoming one of the greatest podcasters on the internet. Sure. Mm-hmm. Right in front of our eyes. I love everything about it. <laughs> I'm talking crazy right now. He's like his maybe voice. Yeah. For Tone Diggs. Love it. On this particular yep. program. So I appreciate him doing everything and how great of a football player he is. I love Dak Prescott. Three and a half is a lot of points. And uh, if we know anything about Jalen Hurts at all, it's like for some reason the teams that he is on, whenever this type of situation happens, like what happened in the night, he will he he answers. I think oh, oh, I don't yeah. think he's been a guy that's ever backed down ever. You know, mm-hmm. like I think he answers. So give me the Eagles plus three and a half. If the Cowboys win, which is certainly possible, I think it'll be very close. And I'm excited for another Sunday night football game here with this NFC East battle and clash at the top. I tell you what, man, this one's been hard. I've been going back and forth on this. I'm taking Niners, or I'm taking Cowboys, I'm sorry, minus three and a half. I I see how, I definitely understand why people are are taking Philly here. That very well could happen, but man, I just feel like there's something going on in Dallas right now. Big Mike is feeling it. I watch him on the sidelines. I can tell that dude feels good about the direction of this football team. Hopefully Dak can uh, continue to play just such, he's playing at an elite level right now. Jerry loves it. Everybody loves it. I want to keep the positivity going in Dallas, so give me Dallas. And at home, at home, Sunday Cowboys night. are a different team. Yeah, imagine Still tough to beat. Mm-hmm. All day long, everything's building up to this game. Can you imagine oh, no. how excited Jerry is going to be rocked up at 820 when that ball is kicked off? Oh, you know, I... Uh... Jalen hasn't lost back-to-back since 2021. It's not that long ago. And can you imagine what Sirianni... <laughs> but that was that was before it was decided that he's the guy. Yeah. Earlier. You know? Like it got decided that he was the guy with how he played what last season. Yeah, after like, 2021. Yeah. 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 So, you know, because and he's he's got so many haters on the internet because of how handsome he is. Mm-hmm. You know Does he I mean? really? Is that really happening? Yes. Oh yeah. Like He's they're getting saying, saying, killed because you because he's a handsome he's dude. too he's, he's too got perfect. everything going for him. Man. Oh, he's, people always think, oh, he's too perfect. Something's got to be going on. Bingo, bingo. Like I hate this guy why, so much. It? Everyone it's, loves. It's it. almost like a Tebow thing at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah. Doesn't it oh, feel like that a yeah. little bit? Actually, yeah. this guy's got too good. This guy's too good. To be, it's saying this guy's too good to yeah. be true. Is what people are saying. It's like he's. I think he's proven himself to be yeah, himself. Yeah. Yes, the whole. I, he's sex they, symbol. They like him more, like like him better if he went and like uh, I don't know, got make, gun charges or something no, against they, him. They like him better if he was ugly. That, that yeah. honestly, that is what it boils like down. Like an every man, yeah. It's because yeah. oh, that guy's untouchable. It's like Bingo. looking at Brad Pitt. People is that don't what like we're doing? Pretty, like, people yes. don't like pretty people. Bingo. But that's more just a, that's an indictment on yourself. Like I don't like myself because this Definitely. guy is so damn handsome. Yeah. We don't think that's a good thing. That's just the re- reality. It feels yeah. like mm-hmm. it does happen with some people. Boy, X was alive when he was at that 76ers game. Oh, my oh, boy. Yeah. Hmm. It was stacking, alive. Keep he, stacking those chips, Jalen. Stacking them on your shoulder like Con. Keep winning, Jalen. We, we respect you, Jalen. Yeah, keep Jaylen. winning. Keep winning. Squat 600 pounds. That's that guy's an actual brick shithouse. Yes. So, yeah, he is. That's, that's a thing. Your coat looks amazing, obviously. Are they trying to kick you off that set? I know we're wrapping things up here. I know you have a big – you're going to study tonight. Yeah. Everything's going on. You have awesome. game day tomorrow. You have Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft on that stage tomorrow. Do you know what Robert Kraft's role is going to be? I know he's not a guest picker, but he's like featured yeah, just, guest. He's just a guest. 
Yeah. Just come on, we're doing an interview. Mm-hmm. We're interviewing Robert Kraft. Yep. Is about uh, Joe Bros singing or anybody? Anyone playing any songs? I'll tell you what. What the Joe Bros did in Harrisonburg, mm-hmm. Virginia, yep. phenomenal. They're showmen. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. Know? Unmatched. They they got pizzazz. Whenever uh when I brought up the uh Jack Harlow performance at halftime when I was talking about the Mac championship on college game day, I said Something along the lines at the home of the worst halftime show in Thanksgiving history. Yeah. Jack Harlow was set up or something like that. Yeah. And we went to a feature or a video or something like that. And Herbie was like, that halftime show, while the video is running, he was like, you're right. What happened? I did, what what happened? I was like, I don't know. We're like having a quiet conversation while a video is kind of running. I'm like, I don't know. And uh, then he says, those three boys that sang in uh, JMU, they were good. Those, guys, and, <laughs> those three and boys? Like, those three bo- or lads. I forget, I forget if it was three lads or three boys. I forget how he described it. Did he not know who the Jonas was, Brothers are? I, I don't know if he forgot in the moment and he was just like quick, you know, because we only had like 15 seconds probably yeah. to get this entire conversation in during the show. So it was like... Uh, the Joe Bros, like and he's like, it was three lads. Yeah, those, they were the brothers, obviously. Those sweet they boys. Were, he said pizzazz or whatever. He, they were right. Oh, like yeah. the Joe Bros. They bring it. Work. The one guy caught a streamer left-handed while he was singing and threw it while he was performing. I'm like, these boys got it. I hope the Joe. I don't think the Joe Bros are here tomorrow, but mm. I wish they were. I wish I they wish were, they were. Uh, hey, they were on the list for that uh, party Sunday. They were going to come. They had a concert, I believe, that night. Whoa. They were supposed to come. They, who knows? They may have come late. I never saw them, but they were they were trying to get there. The ju- yeah. Wow. Ty. Hey, one, a couple um, of them used um, to come to Packer games uh, a while ago. I think this Joe Jonas. Yeah, he used to. Yeah. He's, I used to see him like the family area afterwards. He and Aaron know each other. Which one's that? Which one's Joe Jonas? He's the tall one. Yep. Yeah. He sings. They all sing. Asswipe. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I know they all do. He's the lead singer, technically, though, right? Or the drummer. No, Nick's the lead Nick singer. As a yeah. drummer, like Phil Collins, he's the lead singer and the drummer. Think about doing that. Could you play the drums yeah, and sing at the same time? He's Pat? guitar. Uh, yeah. You're guitar slash vocals. Guy? No, Phil You're Collins. You're talking about the Eagles guy? Well, him too, but yeah, Phil Collins is playing the drums and singing. But yeah, Eagles guy do, too, right? Do, 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 do. Eagles guy does, yeah. That, that's always an Don interesting Henley? thing. Yeah. Don yeah, Henley. Don mm-hmm. Yeah. Donnie. Because his drums... Drums like up behind, yeah. but they're in the same spot as where his microphone is, and they're like lined up seven wide, you know, with Joe Walsh like R two pretty much in there, yeah. and then dead center is old Buzz lead, uh, Buddy lead singer, who's also the drummer. So he just goes back to the drums, <laughs> and it's just like empty microphone in the middle of the stage, and then like the, it's an interesting. I could not be able to do that. I would not have enough talent to do that. That's next level up there. That's next level up there. I think. I, I think he, I've heard magi- or mazi- musicians. There you go. Sorry, yeah, got it out. Slowed it, it, slowed it down. Musicians. I've heard a lot of them talk about how they're mind blown when they see people play the drums and sing. Like, there's no way I could do that. Joe Bros could all do that. They're yeah. all musicians. That's right. All the Joe. They grew up. They they're grew up. Super- you know, hitting. A, I watched that. There's a documentary on them. They, they had a good. Uh, their upbringing, man. They were playing what in the the church choir their whole life. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. killing it. I respect I respect the Joe Bros uh yes. grind story, hustle, talent. If they would have shown up in the same room I was in, buddy, I got questions. You know what I mean? It just so impressed with what they did in Virginia this year. Oh. So impressed. Yeah. They, yeah. they were serving drinks the night before oh, right. at the bar. Right. Joe Bros serving beers. Men of the people. people. Is that at Penn State? And don't they do that at Penn State at some famous bar? Oh, yeah. They all, went in there all the time. Yeah. All the time. Oh, they're bartenders? Yeah, These they're guys not. are like bartenders? Yeah. They're nittany lions for life. Love it. Why is that? 
They went there. What's their connection? They, they know AQ? They went there. No, they didn't. They didn't they, go to college. Yeah, they all played slot receiver. Yep. Okay. Yep. I guess I missed Penn, it. I didn't Penn know. State, I, yeah. I guess they're a little bit younger than me. So, they're, yeah, before yeah, yeah. I was there. They, they still run great routes and still get open. Couple, right. I heard one of them got like 12 sacks one year. No. Uh, no, no, they I, played receiver. That's receiver. the brother. No, one guy played. D, one that, of the Joe Bros the, played DN. That's the fourth brother. Oh my bad. Yeah, that's we'll him. That was Jeffrey Jonas. Jeffrey Jonas. Mm -hmm. Frankie. Excuse Frankie. Frankie. We do have another. Brother. Oh, Foxy. Foxy. Big fit. Foxy knows. Oh, I've Foxy. seen the documentary as well. Also, like when I was a watcher of Disney Channel, the Joe Bros came on the scene was. with uh, what is it? Nope, not School of Rock. That's a different movie. Uh, Camp Rock. And so I, nice, I've kind of grown up with the Joe Bros. <laughs> and they got bangers. Really? Yeah. See, they boom, do have bangers. Look at that. Look at that. See, yeah, oh, you're right. Is that? Yeah. But honestly, they were Mickey Mouse when they were at Disney Channel when I was that age. Like I didn't like Whoa, them then. Geez. And then they came out with bangers. Offense taken, brother. Wait, were they on? Yes. All of it. Nick was a five star. There were the other two or four star groups. They all went to Penn State. Yeah, yeah they did. Every one of them. Yep. Some of Bill It was tough recruiting. Had to go to the room. Had to go to the living room. Mm -hmm. Get him. Joe Pa did. Joe Pa was yeah. doing the no, you know, electric after. slide in there. They they was, How about Nick Saban? <laughs> just going to living rooms right now. Yeah. Nick Saban. He's going around to high school kids' living rooms. That's the Isn't that crazy? Well, yeah. he knows too. Don't you think he also knows he knows the impact that he has, but he also knows the impact and the opportunity with the fact that they are in the college football playoff. Yeah. And like, hey, hey, don't mind. Don't mind turning the TV on and watching our squad play in the playoff. Probably win another national championship all right. now. All right. We're, all we're right. still in it, all right? Like, in a couple of weeks when we get back to preparation for a national title, another, like, mm -hmm. so much ammo. And he was walking in this high school. I think it was called Baylor High School or something like that. Yeah. The Baylor. They put yep. it on. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you saw the Alabama worker sprints ahead, opens the door for the people that are from the high school at Baylor, like, then they're at the like they got it all figured out. Oh yeah, like you know, like can you? Imagine hey, let's make this time we have together perfect. You know what I mean? Because there's an opportunity to really you get it. What like think about what happened with Colorado, right? Now, granted, it obviously all changed, but you get like four or five like massive recruits that changes a program. You know what I mean? That could change an entire thing. He gets like thirty of them. Like, you know what I mean? Like oh, yeah, uh, yeah. every year. It's just like weapons. It's a factory. It's a lot of hard work. And I uh, I appreciate that he comes on our program. Boy, those Florida State people were so mad at Herb Street this week. Mm -hmm. Man. Uh, that was right. They were saying some mean stuff. They were saying some real mean stuff to Herbie. They are still pissed. They're yep. going to be pissed forever. Oh, yeah. They will always uh -huh. be. How will they ever get over it? When they, they lose by 30 to Georgia. I still don't think they'll get over it. No, definitely Herbie, not. Herbie, like... Herbie's become the face of the committee almost. I'm like Herbie, you don't, you didn't vote. Hey, he's so only, he's get... jumping into it though. He's giving he's he's giving facts and saying I don't. What do you mean? There's, there's nothing to argue about. It seems like that's what. I, but like he didn't make the decision. You know, it's like might as that, well that have it. Like that point. matters. You know, like it's you said. Crazy. Hey, also with Saban when he's going recruiting these kids, the ones he doesn't get. He's smart as well, and he's setting up like he knows. Hey, some of these kids are going to enter the portal wherever they go. I need to. Have, it's like a like an agent who knows. Hey, you're not signed with me right now, but hey, I do. I'm great at second contracts. If you're if you're up for another deal and you want someone to do your second deal, think of me. And so you're just planting those seeds for down the road and have a good relationship, so they remember you and they want to come play for you. Tomlin used to tell me, "I'm going to get you whenever you're old and cheap," and okay. uh, you know he'd been saying that for a long time. And it's like, I wonder, obviously, how many people he said that, but that was clearly like, uh, hey, you know, few contracts from now. Yep. You know, you're going you're gonna to get paid a big amount of money in this next contract, probably. 
we will not do that. Okay, that would not be us. Uh, but after that thing concludes, would love you to come back home. You know I mean, love like that's like kind of what you're hearing. Saban, same thing. Yes. Hey, you remember we had a great relationship. We did lunch. Yeah, I remember, thing, I remember you your know? mom, your mom June, your dad Timmy. Like, yeah, remember she made me chicken pot pie, like all that. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, always working. Thank God I'm not a college football coach, yeah. but I am. Lucky to be on game day. Tomorrow should be sweet. This atmosphere should be electrifying. Mm -hmm. Army, Navy, they talk about how different it is, and it hadn't been. I don't think game day happened last year at Army, Navy. Nope. So, like, this year, for, there's, like, a renewed energy, it feels like, everywhere, you know? And when Bill Cross from Mission Barbecue came in and gave us a speech about his mission with Mission Barbecue, boy, it really, it was awesome. And then to come out here and I see the M777, I think is the name of this thing, howitzer. Uh, it is, and then you see all the, you know, I mean, I don't know what the hell this thing's called. There's a name for this for sure. That I should know it. Sweet. There's definitely a name to it. Mm -hmm. And we, you know, oh yeah, that's the howitzer there. That thing, yeah, that's a big one. 101 oh, yeah. field artillery. Oh, geez. you know, I now I can see some it. of these. Yeah, that's cannon, I believe. Yeah, it's. I mean, that fucker's playing no games. No, you know? no, no, no. That thing is killing is, commies for America. Think about this: somebody is so far away and has no idea. Yep. You know what I mean? <laughs> so far away and has no clue what's coming. It's like that thing is shipping something a lot. You know those pumpkin launching uh, trebuchet, hunt? trebuchet. Is that what they call it? I don't know. It's a big deal, isn't it? People like, yeah, like spend money on old these school, things. old school mechanism. Catapult. Big wood. It's like a catapult, but it throws things like mm -hmm. that. They used to throw big boulders, yeah. steaming boulders at people in war, and hopefully kill them. That's what it started as, you know, slingshot. And then we get now we got the mm -hmm. howitzer triple seven. This thing, mm -hmm. this catapulting, sending shit forever. I hope everybody's safe. You know, I hope we never need to use one of those ever again. That's what I hope yeah. in the yep. entire world. But if we and do, that's going to happen. Because fo football, football What's will that? bring us together. Well I said, said. But if we if we do, we know what we got. Hell yeah! And we got the guns, and we got the boys and mm. the girls. It is nice to see that coming off the bus, we look good. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah, coming off the bus, we look good. We got good size. Mm -hmm. and Julius Peppers stepping off yeah, with big hollow. No question. That's Trent Williams, Debo Samuel, come around the corner with the jukebox. Yep. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That it, thing right there, walking in. It's like holy shit! Look at that thing. You look so mature in that jacket. I've seen it a couple of times here. And yeah, this is just way too nice. I think I, I you, go, you buy things from Amazon. You see the picture mm -hmm. and then it shows up and it's like, does it fit is the only thing I really do. This thing was in a bag yeah. less than 24 hours ago. You know, I mean, less, Looks less than 24 hours wow. ago. Looks great. So yeah, pretty good, right? Great. This thing, Very Amazon, good. Oh yeah. Hey, I yeah, wore one to that party Sunday night. I wore one just like I don't ever have any reason to wear a nice coat, and I have one, and I wore it to that party Sunday night, and then took it off instantly. I, I may have forgotten it there now that I think about it, but I have one just like that. You looked very mature at that party. I just saw the photo again. You had a great suit, but like the thing about these is, you move a little bit. It is, you know, we're probably a fat guy in a little coat. It looks yeah. pliable. Yeah, it looks it good. No. It's not that. That's the that's the difference. You can get this thing in twenty four hours delivered to your house, but also maybe it doesn't last forever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, great Which colors for Army, sad. though. Get mm -hmm. some fingerless gloves for the show tomorrow. I am worried about being a little biased. 
you know? So I, I, I don't know if I'm aware of this tomorrow or not. And they're saying it's supposed to be warm. I got to figure a lot True. out. But anyways, mm. lucky to be here. Thankful to be here. Appreciative of you guys all week. Great work this week, team. And uh, everybody here at ESPN that sets this stuff up has hired independent contractors. Kids. I met a kid named Mason. This kid's going to be a future flight uh, 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 Top Gun pilot. Dog. So he's, I just met him. He's awesome. Because, you know, all the Navy people and military people, their family are all going to be military people normally. Mm -hmm. This is, uh, you know what I mean? Normally it's a generational type thing. Mm -hmm. So I've seen a lot of people whenever I run to the bathroom, all right, here we go, here we go, here we go, you know, and family members and generational shit. A lot of legends and heroes walking around. Lucky to be here two hours tomorrow, 10 to noon, college mm -hmm. game day. Here we go. Hell yeah. 10 yeah. to noon. 10 to Ro noon, college Rob game day. Robert Kraft, Bill Belichick. Come on. Let's have a great Dude. time out here. I believe the chief staff, a couple of chief staff are going to be on. Let's go. I don't know if I'm – I don't think I'm getting to interview them. I don't think I'm in that segment. Yeah, maybe. I do have some questions. You know what I mean? Sure. I do have some questions. Yeah. Probably better that I'm not talking to Chiefs of Staff tomorrow. Probably mm -hmm. better. Nah. Sneak your way up there. I don't think so. Sneak your yeah, way up there. I, ask I, about some – Jump in. Aliens, things like that. That's exactly. Yeah. I mean, you, you meet Artie the president Smith. every day. Like we're talking Artie Smith. He, he, wants, he, to, he yeah. wants to dive into it, but he doesn't. Mm -hmm. Off air. What was it last week? Yeah, he said off air, and then he brought it up again this week. Yeah, you did. know, and it's like he's trying. Hey, here we go. Yeah. Hold on. Already very interested in the aliens thing. Already very interested. Very. He's an he's an intelligent man too, right? We should uh, take him for his word. Mm -hmm. He knows. Think about though how. I mean, his dad started FedEx. Already knows some people. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's be real. He knows to, some people. Went to very good schools as well. I didn't even think about him knowing people. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, he knows. He knows. Oh yeah. Yeah, very well aware. He knows all the secrets. Well, who knows his dad didn't get his idea of FedEx from an alien? True. Certainly yeah. possible. How do we know? Yeah. He he did confirm our fact that we'd be able to beat them in Oklahoma drills, though. Yeah, he did. All day in football. So if he knows, he would know. And that's good news for us that we'll always be able to alpha them, you know, offensive line, linebacker, running back. You know what I mean? We'll be able to. Yeah. always be able to do that to the aliens. That's Dominant. good news. I, I still think it all comes back to that at one point. We'll be sitting around watching, and Brock Lesnar and the boys will go out there, and then the other team's people will go out there. And mm -hmm. It'll just be like the old days. You know I what I mean? Hope. And that's, that's how it will be decided. <laughs> and uh, I got a feeling I got a feeling the homo sapiens are going to win. Yeah. That's why I, I, think, I think the planet Earth beings are going to win. I got faith in us. You know why? Because of you, A.J. Hawk. Because of you. Because of you. Because of you guys. Great show. Hey, with that being and said, And all these Pat, people here. Army, we, Navy. Hell yeah. Them more importantly. Those people. Yes, everyone. Them does. Much Mo more than that's why we feel pretty good about right? We know, yeah, we, know we have of all of them on our side. Mm -hmm. Actually, them. Yeah. And Brock Lesnar, though. I would like to add in. Yep. He's always there. Brock is always and there John for the protection James. of all of us, right? Mm. Max Crosby. Steve, I like to throw him in. Stipe. Mm-hmm. Oh. The big show. Tyson yeah. Fury. Yeah. Definitely. Jumped the on the guy's coffee. Francis Ngannou. Holy. Oh, yeah. Yep. Francis Ngannou punching off the head. That would be. Mm -hmm. Bob Backlund. You know I mean? Super humming. Now, we would like to. We would, though, like to. Super, oh, super humming for sure. Yep. They would be so baffled <laughs> by super humming, wouldn't they? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I think most people are kind of baffled by Probably super Probably just get back on their ships. Xbox. Like, okay, never mind. See ya. You guys got some the of these. Too. Yeah. We would like diplomacy to win early, though. Wouldn't we like to go nah. shake their Hans? No. Would, I would like to do, do that. Do they have Hans? I would hope. What would Butch would do? Like what would Butch do? He'd be bummed out yeah. if we didn't go talk to him. He would be. Yeah. You know what I mean? Pretty bummed out. 
what a week he had. Yeah. Post. What a life. I'm um, bummed out. I'm bummed out. Yeah. Yeah. Did they honor him at ha- halftime? No, that's what happened. Why were they on Butch's back deck? What made him come to his house? The storm. The storm. The, storm. the power outage. So what? We're, hey, let's drive around and talk to a local Steelers fan who did not get to local see local Steelers fan. Have you ever seen? Uh, have you ever seen the local news? Local legend. You're right. I mean, what else <laughs> you got to put? But how they single out Butch? Just the neighbors knew how you got to talk to Butch. Yeah, people were saying you should have seen how hard that power outage hit Butch. Somebody said, mm-hmm. and they said, "What do you mean?" Well, our whole neighborhood was okay, but Butch was devastated. Butch was bombed. Butch was bombed out. Yeah. Butch mm-hmm. was bombed out. Yeah. So the news said Tom at WTAE had said, "We got to run a story on this guy. He's pretty pretty bombed out. Bummed out." Because we can hold the electrical companies, you know, a little bit of at least make them feel yeah. bad. Like, hey, listen, listen, what you did to Butch, you know, that's news, that's journalism, baby. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, you make people better. And Butch's story certainly did. It made us better this week, didn't it? Amen. Oh yeah, all of us, much, much better. And with that being said, Pat, let's wrap this sucker up. You're going to be ten to noon tomorrow, right? Not nine to noon, ten to noon on that set for game day. Who are the two guests again? Robert Kraft, owner of oh. the New England Patriots, oh. and. Uh, the greatest head coach and general manager in the history of the NFL, Bill Belichick, will be joining us. Fresh off a big win in Pittsburgh. Let's go. Fresh big, fresh off a big win in Pittsburgh. Here. Big win. I heard Kirk reference it on the broadcast Still last big. night that he was very happy that the Patriots won because he thinks Bill might be in a, in a better mood possibly on mm-hmm. Saturday. Yeah, I think he'll be excited to talk about Navy, uh, and I'm pumped for it. I can't wait. All right, I got to go do my shit. You guys have a good one. All right. Nice 4 o'clock Eastern on a fr- uh, feel-good Friday. This has been a fun week. New York, I've been, you know, let's enjoy this. No, you all are the greatest humans on earth. AJ, thank you, brother. Appreciate you, man. With that being said, back, Pat, you will be here Monday back at the desk at the Thunderdome. I will be in the attic. The boys, appreciate you guys, everyone behind the glass. Come on back Monday, everybody. We'll see you later.